welcome to the Arcade Hangout episode number 29. Uh, I am Orange Whip, your host for the debacle that is about to happen tonight. Um, we are a group of arcade uh, enthusiasts, classic arcade enthusiasts. We like to collect old arcade games, uh, restore them, fix them, uh, trade them, get old records, um, and have just a good time chatting about them. Uh, we're going to go around the room here in one second, get everybody to introduce themselves. And everybody's going to answer tonight's uh, question that we've had mixed feelings about, but we're going to do it anyways. Uh, and that question would be, what would be a good classic game to introduce the youth of today in order to get them interested in classic arcade gaming? So, let's go to, well, let's go to Seabart. Why not? Oh, crap. I knew that that was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck Facebook. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, all the, you know the regular Facebook lines. Facebook sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and get rid of the 87. I'm only Seabart now. Yeah, I, I was getting people confused. Like, what? Is that like a PDD thing? No. Uh, Seabart, Seabart1987 on Twitter, I'm on Clove, YouTube. There's some crappy videos because I can't edit for shit. And don't bother looking for me on Facebook because you'll find a guy with the same name as me who got arrested earlier today. <laughs> More details on that oh, later. Again, Chris? Come on. No, oh, no, no. I'm not going to go to ProFest now. This guy was Christopher J-A-Y. I'm just J-D in the middle. Um, game to introduce people to. I did play a few last uh, Monday. Went to a the one local arcade here in Ottawa. And uh, actually had a go at Miss Pac-Man. And uh, I think that would be a pretty easy game to get kids into because it's just one button, mainly a joystick. So a nice, simple game it's, to get them interested. One button, in. one button, which is very similar to a joystick, yeah. yeah well, <laughs> it's, it's a button mounted on a, on a shaft, and then you rotate the shaft, you push the shaft back and forth, side to side, and that's all you got to do. So nice, simple game for kids to play. <laughs> Just for kids. Is there a game out there that just has one button? Sorry to derail us, but like one oh, button. The, the Clappy clitoris, Bird. The clitoris <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Frogger is like that. The like not, not including like a the player one, player two start. Like none of that shit. Just like a button the user uses to play. One button. Yeah, the new Frogger. Oh, you mean without a joystick? Yeah, just a button. One button. I saw a game that a guy made, I think it was over on the BYOAC forums, it was like a helicopter game, and the helicopter, it's like Flappy Bird type of thing, where the helicopter is just going along, and you just have to keep hitting the button to keep yeah, the helicopter, yeah. it's like Flappy Bird, really. But that seems like a, that would be a really easy game for kids to get, it's like, oh, there's like one, you know, like young, young kids, like there's one button, it's all you have to do is just press that button at just the right time. The new Frogger. <laughs> like, I don't want to fucking acknowledge that. <laughs> Because yeah. you keep saying it. No, what's the fucking new Frogger? I don't know what that game it's, is. It's it's a, an updated version of it that's in like Dave and Buster's. It's a redemption game, but basically yeah, a it's just a giant frog button, and you have to just time it. And if he makes it to like the furthest pad or whatever, you get a ton of tickets. So right. So so like, what does the frog like rotate, and you have to press it like when he's uh, aimed in the right direction, or like I mean, you're, how does you're just button? you're just you're just timing it with the uh, with the traffic. It's just one shot. He just and he just keeps going. So uh, yeah, oh. like yeah, it's pretty. 
<laughs> but that's stupid. Addic- I mean, all those redemption games are, but... Uh, you just, you just yeah, it, it's pretty lame. You, you look at everything, you're like, um, I think I think now's a good time. Go. <laughs> and you just hit the button, and that's it. I just put a link to a picture of it in our chat. <clears throat> yeah, it's just... It looks oh, like a lily pad or something that you're pressing. It's not oh, even wow. a button. Yeah. It's, a, it's actually a, it's a just a big frog. Oh, it's a frog. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Huh. All right, but that doesn't work for the game, the uh, question, though. No. <laughs> just for my, my stupid side question. Well, we like tangents here. <laughs> well, I'm trying to keep the energy up on this fucking show. Well, so am I. What do you think I'm doing here? No. <laughs> Easy. Well, that's the idea. We, uh, the last show was so slow. And well, yeah. That's, we, we started, like, right at the, the, you know, we didn't have a buffer. I guess we really yeah. didn't, not much of one here, but by buffer, I mean alcohol. I didn't have much. Right. To... <laughs> it properly uh, lubricated for the show. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> In more ways than one. <laughs> oh, that's where I was going. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Chris. So your your answer is Ms. Pac-Man. Yep, or Pac-Man, or yeah. Pac-Man Fast, Slow, etc. Just it's a nice, easy game that kids can easily just go ahead and grab grab a hold and just. You know, actually, I got to just really quick interject because um, you know I've been drinking, so I'm gonna start doing that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I may have told this story already, but actually it's still a special story in my heart. My first year at Grinker's, um, it was it was a, the Saturday when the place got really full, and there was like families everywhere, and I think later on that night we had a prom. Yeah, um, I remember that. Which, which is pretty sweet. Uh, all these like kids like walking into the arcade, like all like dressed in the nines, and their rented tuxedos, and their super expensive fucking prom dresses. Right. Um, but yeah, the, when I walked uh, past the uh, the row, uh, it was kind of in the middle uh, where Pac-Man was. Uh, actually, no, that's not true. I was playing Tron, and right next to Tron, uh, there was a dad and his young daughter, and they were playing Pac-Man. And he was explaining to her that if you you know if you go out the side chute, you appear on the other side of the screen. And her mind was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. That's the greatest like little shortcut secret thing. Oh, my God, that's so amazing and so cool. And she was blown away by that. And I, I just I fell in love with that. Like, I stopped playing Tron to, like, just enjoy that moment of, like, father and daughter and him explaining. You know, him and his, like, probably mid-40s explaining to his very, very young daughter that, like, that's how the game works. And that was pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, that's cool. So... I appreciate that answer, Chris. I love that story. Yeah. Did I steal your answer? <laughs> no. Okay. I don't have an answer because I'm not so sure about this question. Oh, it's what classic arcade game would you say? Hey, kid, go play that classic arcade game. You're going to enjoy it because I tell you to because I'm three feet taller than you. You make it, it would work for my cousins. I actually I am three feet taller than you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're that tall. I'm, I'm only five and a, I'm five and a half. You're tricky to use metric, but how tall are you though? Five six and a half. Nice one. In metric, that would be 160 something centimeters. I'm, I'm still more than a foot taller than 
What's the exchange rate in Canadian feet? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's pretty oh, shitty right yeah. now here. Yeah. 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 Point That's only like seven four foot one. two in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> Was it point seven five? Yeah, so you're you're coming up shy there, but how many how many buffets <laughs> taller are you? <laughs> 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 Anywho, with that out of the way, uh, only because he was the last one to taunt me, let's go across the pond, Griffin. Across the pond down to San Diego. Yeah, yeah so across the pond down to California. <laughs> there's a pond between, between me and... I thought you were in England. Alaska or wherever you live. Um... No, I'm in San Diego. No, I left England a long, long, long time ago. He just he kept actually, the accident. He, he kept the accent because the ladies love it. He's yeah. English, but he's not in England. Yeah, yeah. He, you might be thinking about uh, Alex, Chris. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I just realized it's a different guy. There's not a uh, Popeyes in the background. Look, it's me. Look, I'm on YouTube, mommy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're famous. I'm an internet sensation. Okay, now we just got to say PewDiePie in that voice, and that's how you go famous. PewDiePie? What the fuck does that mean? That YouTube guy, he uses that voice when announcing himself. Uh, PewDiePie! Oh, God, is this like a brony thing? Hell fucking no. I think I watched one of his videos and went, why are you watching two girls run cup react? Hmm. Good question. What is this, 2010? <laughs> I don't know, Bart. you kind of look like you might be a brony. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I haven't put on my lower third yet. That's why we can't start this show. We're waiting on you. There we go. Fix that shit and let's tell us about you being a brony. I'm not a fucking brony. <laughs> and for the record, brony is a guy who likes My Little Pony and I don't watch that shit. Spongebob, maybe. My Little <laughs> Pony, no. So you're a spongy? You're going to say or a sprony? A spongy. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't work too well. <laughs> I watched a lot of Sophia the First, but I have a three-year-old. So. Please My say you have a daughter that watches it with you. Otherwise, it's just kind of creepy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I watch it. I know, I, I know the theme song. You get me drunk enough, I'll sing it. Nice. <laughs> All right, we got that to look forward to. <laughs> All right, Joel, you may begin if you wish. Okay. Um, classic arcade game that you would use to indoctrinate the young, bring them in. Um, I don't know, I was going to say Miss Pac-Man, but only because this week um, I, I have a little uh, cab that I built from scratch for my daughter, and it's got a little 60-in-1 board in it. It's upstairs in the house. And I built it way too early for her. I mean, she was like one when I built it. A little overzealous. But now she's getting closer to four, and she's starting to pay a little bit more attention to it. And uh, the other day we were up there, I turned it on, and she started playing Miss Pac-Man, and she just got sucked into it. She was, she was just getting the hang of the joystick and, and flying around, and I explained to her, oh, you know, you eat the big pill, and they turn blue, and, and then you can eat the ghosts. And the first time she had a ghost, she just flipped out. She was just, oh, Daddy! Ah! I had the ghost! She's like, let's go joystick. Like, runs around in a circle. And... Right. <laughs> um, 
so that that is the game that she's actually been sort of sticking to this week. But another game, another game. Do, sorry, real quick. Um, so the, the, did you did you build like is it like Muppet sized like the cabinet you built or what? It is. Uh, it's about forty inches tall, but it's wow. completely themed out as a nineteen forty three cab. Oh, um, sweet. Uh, it's got a little 17-inch LCD yeah, in there. I remember seeing that. That was awesome. Yeah, it's called Tiny Pilot. It's over <laughs> on the uh, BYOAC forums. And I converted the control panel, so it's just one joystick. And, uh, do you have a, a picture of it you could post to the uh, chat? so that we, uh, uh, I can find one. I yeah, find, find one. Yeah, I'll find one here for you guys. Um, but, I mean, other guys, other games, button mashes, really... Um, I used to have a gauntlet in the arcade for a little while, and uh, there was a few times when we had some parties over, and uh, I pulled a few kids around, and uh, they really sort of enjoyed just running around and, you know, everyone shouting at each other, no, come this way, go that way, and stop shooting the food. And, uh, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. Everyone's screaming and shouting at each other. So that um, that's quite a, a good fun game, no matter... Whether you're we whether you're young or old, you know it's easy to pick up. You can play with a bunch of friends. Um, there you go, 1943 Tiny Pilot. So 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 when Gauntlet, did they, did, when they uh, you fired it up for them, they're like, oh, this is just like online multiplayer. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> like World of Warcraft. Yeah. <laughs> we really shit. It's like we're playing online with each other. Oh no. You know what? All of I just went back to the build thread over at BYOAC. And all my uh, image links are broken. It's not on the arcade icons. Uh, your team is slacking. Shouldn't yes. it be on the arcade icons <laughs> website? I will talk to the art director over that. Yes. Um, you know what? It actually probably is over on the arcade icons website and the forums. <laughs> the busy, the busy, busy forums. <laughs> I'm going to go over there. I love that somebody else has to remind me that I have a website. Because <laughs> <laughs> nobody goes that, that pops up every time we speak. Look at that. That's a beautiful website. Look at that. <laughs> Just clicking in here. Builds, restorations, reproductions. Ah, shit. I can't find it. I'll link it later on. Yeah. If I can find it. Yeah, it'd be nice to see a picture of uh, yeah, but um, put it in the show thread. In I think um, I think I'm going to go with Gauntlet just because you can get a big group of people around. Super easy to pick up. You know, one joystick, one button, and you can just mash, 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 run around, scream at each other. It's a good time, good game. And I think any game that you have a good experience with is you know it's one you're going to come back to. And if you can have a lot of fun with friends playing it, then yeah, that always adds up for a, a good experience. As anyone will know, if they got drunk and played one dollar warlords at Grinkers, <laughs> oh, that shit was out the hook. That was awesome. That was so good. All Actually, right. I can't wait to do that this year. I think you might have to consider uh, hiring me onto your uh, arcade icons group. I just found it on your website. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought uh, that there. I have a, have a non-compete <laughs> clause with the uh, John's uh, right. arcade. Um, <laughs> Team there, we have a yeah. no poach uh, contract. Yeah. I just Google searched it and it went to your website. <laughs> Google? What's Google? Yeah. I don't know. 
What is it? Ah, oh, that's no, adorable. That's... Oh, there you go. Well, that's pre. So if you scroll down, you can kind of see the build. Is that on my website? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so there, there it is. Go. There it is. So single joystick, two button. Yep. Oh, there's even a little coin door. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's all mini. So, yeah, it stands about sort of just under about three and a half feet tall. Actually, when you go to the end, you'll see it up against um, some... It's about the size now. of, like, a, a Neo Geo Mini, eh? Is that what it is? Uh, I mean, there you go. Yeah, Neo Geo Minis are about that size. The way you did the artwork, though, how it looks all distressed metal with the yeah. rivets and all that. Yeah. If you scroll up a little bit, orange rip, you can kind of see some close-ups. Yeah, like right there towards the top of the screen. It's like, whoa, you're, the first glance, you're like, whoa, some kind of steampunk or something, you know. But that's yeah. actually in the artwork, right? Yeah, it's all Photoshop and the, the wrinkling on the poster and everything there. I wanted to give it that kind of sort of old 40s type of look. You know, yeah. So the poster looks like it's just been slapped and pasted down. Right. Uh, it looks all wrinkly, so it's like the original 1943 art, but, you know, just with a little sort of extra bit. No, that, yeah, that's, that's awesome. It's fucking awesome. You know, actually, what yeah, game actually reminds me of more than 1943 is actually Heavy Barrel. Oh. You know, because they've got that sort of, like, metal yeah. thing. The black and, white, the... Uh, black and yellow stripes, too. Yeah, the black and yellow stripes. Heavy Barrel. Yeah. Is that your daughter playing it right there? That's my wife. I'm always complimenting the ladies. Come on. <laughs> That's what his, his wife has grown a little since then. She was only three feet tall back in that shot. <laughs> it's, it's hard to tell with the size of the game, right? Dude, you're going to jail. Yeah, no, she's, she's Asian. She's Asian, so they're pretty small. His wife's grown a little bit since then. <laughs> <laughs> Over the um, pond, yeah. over the pond here, we've got different rules <laughs> from, uh, from uh, down here in San Diego. Uh, all right, passing it over. I'm going to pass it over to uh, everybody's favorite female arcade hangout person, Carrie. Oh, you did see my. Nice. <laughs> I was waiting for who was going to be the butt of that joke if it wasn't going to be me. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it really could have been any of us. I know. It could have been like a butt of So, And thank you for handing it over because I could only really think of one answer pretty much. And I'm like, if somebody else takes it, please. Um, well, and, although clearly I think the answer needs to be Defender because I like to watch little children cry. <laughs> <laughs> Grown men. Their knees and weak. And I will say, you know, I, I, and Logic said like maybe Leprechaun or one of the Moppets, but, um, I, you know, I played Leprechaun and I don't think so. Uh, I would, uh, I would say, <laughs> kind of creepy. Uh, those I games would, are almost insulting to kids, really. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah the whole side art with the... Uh, oh, just the gameplay. They're the terrible. Utah kids or whatever, the Mormon kids. Yeah. <laughs> the zombie and, Mormons are the side. Terrible, they're terrible gameplay. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, really, it's, kind of, it's tedious. Yeah, not appealing. It's, anyway, I mean, Defender would be better. But Defender's a good game. Uh, I would say Chris... <laughs> stop it. I would say Crystal Castles. Uh, ah, I, you know, I think it's got the imagery that appeals mm. to children. It's pretty simple. It's an easy concept to grasp, but fun things happen. Mm. Trackballs. 
kids love trackballs. Like, how cool is that, right? Yeah. So, um, that there you go, Crystal Castles. That's right, that's that's a good point too, because like the, there's a you know the, the jump button in that game, but like you don't really have to use it a whole lot, especially on the early levels. Mm-hmm. You just sort of roll around and you said that's a good that's a good answer. Yeah, thanks. And the happy bear. Oh, uh, Jimbo should have a good answer then. I'm what? I what? missed a joke somewhere. It's all right. No <laughs> joke. We were talking about your balls. Oh. And a happy bear or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're talking about games with, with trackballs with no buttons. Yeah. Ah, yes. yes. Exactly. I don't know if I would start a, a kid out on Marble Madness. <laughs> like, this game's easy. Real easy to pick up. <laughs> the first, first fucking level's brutal. <laughs> Why are you crying, little Jimmy? Why are you crying? <laughs> <laughs> my dad will only give me quarters for Marble Madness. Actually, though, well, it's not my turn yet. We'll get to that. <laughs> but you know what? It can be, and now it is. Oh, snap. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, I wasn't going to say Marble Madness, but now... Uh, <laughs> I, I think... Well, wait. This The question wasn't about... It, was it specifically about kids? I can't remember. Yeah, uh, introduce get them, to get, get them wanting to get to kids want to introduce. In, in, I don't know. Whatever. You know what though? Youth covers. That, it's a pretty general term. It could be a teenager. You know, um, you know. So let's I go, would let's that, go up to up to preteens. Let's go up to twelve. Up to twelve. Yeah. You know what? In that case, I think I, I maybe I would introduce them to uh, Tomorrow Madness because it's such a fucking hard and hard game, and I think a lot of I think a lot of kids these days that just want to like play uh, like Xbox or whatever and sit down and and play like a first person shooter and stuff uh, would be like, oh, those games are too simple or too simplistic, and they associate easy with that. And so maybe I'd be like, well, here, see if you can get to. See if you can get to the third level, and then then we'll talk. You know, if you know a challenge as a way to get them hooked on a game. Maybe, yeah, I mean, maybe that's the, the the intent of it was to, you know, not let them go for high scores, but let get them interested in classic games. Period. So sure. like, hey, try this know, game, and you know, maybe you'll be interested in other games after you've tried this game. You know what though? That's a good point though, because when I read the question, that's exactly what I was inter- that for me. That's the angle I would take is get them interested in high scores because going for a score is is highly addicting and it's fun, and you don't get that with new games. You know, that's one of the 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 lures to classic games is yeah, they repeat, but it's all about getting the high score. So right, but if you're gonna go and you know go onto your Marvel Madness and you've got a score of X. And they're they're not even remotely close to that. That actually could be a deterrent. It it could be, but if they're just like trying to improve on their own score, like I, I think <laughs> if you have if you have like two two kids that that are at the same level, you're like okay, compete for your, for the best score, and they're gonna play the game all night. You know, it's not like you're trying to break a world record. You're just trying you're just trying to compete with your friends, yeah. and that that to me is so much fun. That that's a big like I don't I don't get that with any of the newer games because kind of scores in general are kind of they don't really count for shit these days on, on all the new games. Well, you either do lives. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
That's say, true. Like one of the like the cool things about uh, uh, like Atari does it, Williams does it too, where like they, they reset the scoreboard that they'll hold like the top three scores, but they'll reset the scoreboard for um, for the day. So you actually could have like challenges to just beat like the the, the built-in scores. I don't know. What, what, does Marble Madness keep the scores for the entire scoreboard? Yeah. Um, not the entire scoreboard. It's like the top. It's not the top three. It's like the top four or five. I can't remember. Right. So I know Centipede's like a top three right. by default. So like, stuff like that though. It's like Robotron's great that way too, where it's like it's today's top scores, or there's like the big boy table of like the all-time top scores. Right. That's really cool. You can like go for top scores that are just for the day that are somewhat reasonable to get. It's really smart. Yeah. Robotron's a good example as well. Because you can take any Twitch gamer who thinks they're hot shit, you know, get a 14-year-old kid who's great at first-person shooter or whatever, put him on Robotron, see how long he lasts. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> can, can, can you even hard. get to the tanks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Oh, uh, yeah, I got to pass it off. Uh... I'm going to go with, uh, well, I'll, I'll just fucking go, I'll go with Andrew. Andrew, right. tell us, tell us. So, so all this, uh, operator. that was a bit quiet, Jim. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, all this, this talk of balls. Keep actually, talking, I'll just keep playing it. <laughs> nice, yeah, yeah, so all this talk of balls actually uh, gave me my, my, my answer. So, Oh, my oh, come on, baby, again. Is it? Come on, dude. Show title, show title. Come on, baby. Uh, no, actually, it, it, it's actually a bit of a, um, maybe a, a semi-betrayal. But I'm going to go with pinball. And I say, broadly speaking, pretty much any pinball machine. Because i got to say, like, I had, uh, last time I had kids over here, um, last summer, we had a block party. And uh, I fired up the arcade. It wasn't actually at our house, but like it was kind of like around the block. And uh, so I fired up the, the games, and I, and I had them going. And the kids spent time playing uh, a little bit of the games here and there kind of thing. And dads were like kind of trying to teach the kids, the neighborhood kids, like how to play the games, stuff like that. And they're, the dads were far more excited than the kids were about it. But I'll tell you what, like the kids gravitated towards pinball. And, and I think it's sort of that... Uh, you know, that, oh, there's like you're bouncing a ball around inside this machine, and then you hit stuff, and it makes sounds, and it's very exciting. And this is how I lights. came up with the question in the first place. If you look at your screen, yeah, well, look at that. That's, your that, that's my little two-year-old getting 350 million on Waterworld. Jeez. <laughs> so I, 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 mean, I think there's just something just so awesome to kids that's that's like something they they can't experience um, in video games. They can't experience on their Xbox or their Wii. You know, like. This is something that's totally new and totally crazy. And actually, I, I went out and got a, um, a little stool uh, to put in front of the, the, the pinball machine to help them so they can stand up a little bit higher so they can see the play field a little bit better. And uh, yeah, now that lives underneath my pinball machine. So like when, when someone you know, comes over who's not tall enough to play the game, they can stand on that stool. And they can still easily reach all the buttons. It's such a simple concept to get as far as like, all right, here's a ball. It's coming at you. You got to use these things, and you know, like going for shots. That doesn't mean anything. That'll that'll mean something when they get older, right? But like, as a kid, it's just a matter of keeping that ball in play. That's super exciting and engaging and awesome. And then when you look through the glass, it's like magic. It's like below that glass that they can't reach in. 
into this machine, and it's like there's stuff happening in there, and there's buttons that are going on, and lights that are flashing, and music, and it's a. Uh, I gotta go with pinball, and I'm gonna say, uh, <clears throat> broadly speaking, I think pretty much any pinball machine. My my kid's actually already able to stop the ball on an individual flipper, left or right, hold it till he wants to make the shot. Like on all we taught him was look for the flashing lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now he'll actually take a ball, he'll hold it, and then he'll shoot for those flashing lights, and he makes them all the time. He's awesome. Two, two, you know, years old. Yeah, better player than I am. <laughs> yeah, it's. <laughs> and we did. Oh, we I bought one of those little stools. Um, they're from IKEA. Yeah. Those are the ones that Marco and all those guys have. They're IKEA stools. The, uh, yeah, I, I think that like pinball could actually be a great gateway then into the other games, like especially if you have a game room with with like choices. But like pinball is such a great thing just to be like, here you go, here's this thing, this box that you can, like do stuff with, and that's like they understand that, you know, faster than I think that they'll get games with rules or funky controls or sixty gazillion buttons. Like like they're gonna get that. There's two buttons and they're flippers and they just bounce them against those things. And yeah, I think pinball's the answer. And I, I know that's like totally like betraying the arcade thing, but you know the at least the vids arcade thing. But like I think that that's still that's still an awesome thing. And again, seeing it in real life, like watching the kids just gravitated towards that. It turned it from like them playing uh, you know all the other games, and they're like boom! All of a sudden, all they want to play is pinball. My question to be to you would be: Is that really a good? Is it a good gateway game? I mean, will that? Do you think it would? I mean, Yes, yeah, and I totally agree. Pinball, I, I mean, that it attracts the neophytes always. Like that. But, you, you know, people talk about that. I have two pinball machines and a bunch of vids, and everybody, you know, is flocking around the pinball. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, and it's fun, it's intuitive. I, what I love about it, and what, and, you know, and this might be an interesting discussion for, um, especially if uh, Steve or Keith were on, especially Steve, um, you know, talking about the, uh, the video pinball. Stuff, all the you know the emulation stuff that they have now that you can play in your phones and your iPads and all that, and or the ones where they you're at the console and it's just a giant computer screen. And you know I've done that and I personally I can't. I mean it's cool. I'm like whoa that's really cool. Amazing people have been able to do that. But meh. I think um, I think I think I think once you put to go to like video pinball and where it's like a big flat screen TV laying down in front of you, you lose all the magic. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think Not, I think for, for like people who want to be able to play the games who are already into pinball, who are like, look, I, I really love this, but I can't spend you know six grand for one of these games or three grand for one of these games or even fifteen hundred bucks for one of the cheapos. It's yeah. like that's like I just want to play pinball. I'm already into pinball. Like I think those are good games for those people. But as far as like the magic of watching this thing happen, yeah. I think seeing an actual ball rolling around inside of this box with glass that you can see with flippers that are actually physical that you can touch i think that that's that's the magic and i think that you lose that with video well and you can feel all the motors and everything too like it's yeah. yeah and you hear it there's like the sound of the ball hitting on stuff and bouncing on stuff and mm-hmm. like i think all that stuff is super engaging for kids yeah no absolutely but it, you know i do wonder how much it would Translate over. I mean, it gets them into the arcade. Yeah. Lights and things that are going to be that are going to be enticing with, you know, the the attract mode and the great side art and all of that. So I, you know, I definitely see if you can get them in there, then we get them onto, you know, that's the that's the gateway game. 
Sure, yeah. I mean, like, and then once they, like, if they, if they get into pinball, let's say like, they're just into pinball, like, right, then they start learning the rules, and all of a sudden that translates into all the other games. Where it's like, oh, now I understand. All right, so, oh, I'm playing this game Joust, and oh, I have to be higher than the other player on the screen. And, like, the rules start making sense to them, like, how to play the games. In, in general, though, I mean, I, I see a lot of people who are into vids go to pins. But to be honest, I don't see very many people who are totally into pins go the go the video game route. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, almost yeah. to the point where they're snobbish about it. Yeah, but fuck those guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's just what I it's just my observation, that's all. Fuck people with pinball machines. <laughs> yeah, I mean, please, please fuck us. Yeah, most of us have them, I you think. Want, but... you want? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How's it taste, motherfucker? Delicious. All right, Gak, you're up. All right, so uh, my my first thing I'd want to say, I think I'm not going to say it because it's it's too easy to say that. So the, the one I'm going to go with is uh, Smash TV. And why I picked Smash TV, similar to Gauntlet, I think maybe you said that, Griffin, right? Yeah. Yeah, that it's kind of the run and gun, you know, uh, fast pace feel to it. Um, but it's it's like... It's really straightforward. You know, one joystick is moving around, the other joystick is shooting in the direction you're pointing it. And <clears throat> to be able to have two players interact at the same time makes it really fun. You know, the the uh, that's the key though to try to get two players at once. I think, and then the interaction between them running around. You know, it's there's pretty much not a whole lot of strategy other than just run around shooting everything. So um, all the sounds and everything I think uh, would be a fun game. So, but I probably picture that more of like a ten to twelve year old age range. So, that's pretty much where I'm at on that. <laughs> uh, let's go, Seabart. You go yet? Yes. Oh, you I already did. went. You went first. Sorry. <laughs> um, all right. Let's go, Adam. Uh, I'm gonna go with Omega Race. Ooh. Uh, because I'm a techie guy, and just the the technological aspects of it, the fact that you're you know the, the developers figured out a way to make a game using beams of light as opposed to pixels, mm-hmm. and so I think that's that'd be a kind of cool thing to kind of explain to some of the younger kids. You know, back in the day before there was you know raster monitors, or whatever they actually used this kind of technology, you know, to to develop a game. Um, and I like the physics of Mega Race being able to, you know, rubber band off the walls yeah. and bounce around, and the music and everything. And um, the controls are pretty simple. You know, you got a spinner and a couple buttons, or maybe it's even just one button. Um, no, you got a couple buttons because you got thrust and, and stuff like that. So the c- controls are simple. And I'm kind of thinking, like envisioning my kids, you know, when they were young, would they be able to play this game? Absolutely. You know, you got the, the rotary spinner, you got the few buttons. The concept is very easy. Um, it's a single screen. It's not like something that's constantly scrolling or whatever. You got to get your bearings. It's just a single screen, so it's something they can relate to, like an app on their phone. Um, and like I said, just the just the technological aspects of it, being able to to play a game that's that's just uh, looks completely different than you know some of the other games that they've uh, played before. Yeah, I could see how it's uh, probably actually easier in the beginning compared to Asteroids. You know, right. somewhat similar gameplay, but to be able to have the spinner mm-hmm. and just a couple buttons, whereas, what, uh, there's five buttons on 
asteroids, I think. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that could be a bit <laughs> complex as being turn left, turn right, right. press, fire, and uh, whatever it is, relocate. Right. And I think for the younger kids, probably too, it's it's a little bit easier to play because you can hide, right? You can hide behind and get your bearings. Where asteroids, mm-hmm. it's just there's stuff coming at you in all directions, and yeah. you just gotta be ready to go, you know? Right. So uh, for some of the younger kids, you know, I think it might have a little bit, a little more time easier picking that up than say mm-hmm. asteroids or something. I'm trying to so, think of what's actually in the middle of the screen. Is that the score? I think it is. Yeah, I think it's just a square, and then inside there you get the score and, and yeah. Yeah, how many how many lives you got and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I've actually played um, Omega Race um, for the first time. I think at Jay's house, Turbo Rhode Island. Prior to that, um, I used to play it on the ColecoVision all the time when I was a ah. kid. I, mean, I just grew up playing the ColecoVision a lot, and uh, the first time I played it was on that on that console, and I played that thing to death. And uh, it's funny how many games I did not realize were actually ports. Oh. Um, that I actually played for the first time in ColecoVision, and then later on when I saw them in, you know, in arcade form, I was, I was like, oh, they, they made that into an arcade game. It's like right. no, it was the opposite. It was an arcade game, and they made it into a vehicle port or whatever. I mean, someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's the only vector game that Midway ever made. Oh, really? So, it was, yeah, it was a Midway game. Uh, back way back in the day. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I remember that I the first time I saw it, I played it at a grocery store. And it was right next door to next next to an asteroid. So that was the only two games they had. Nope. Like, oh, that's kind of funny. Similar <laughs> games, they're both back there. Right. That was it. So yeah, I actually game. have one, but I have yet to get it working. You know, obviously, you know, like most people, it's got the the board issues with the battery acid damage, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So. We so yeah, that that'd be my out. pick. What's that? Because we saw you fix that today in a punch out. <laughs> you know how to fix battery battery damage on punch outs. Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't really I didn't really have to fix the battery damage. I mean, the, the battery had basically taken out the dip switches, and that was it. I was I was fearful that I would that it took out more, um, but really that was that was pretty much the extent of the damage. And so I, I've seen worse. I've seen some that have just taken out like the whole speech IC and the ROM and and the IO. Well, it took uh, out the board edge too, didn't it? It started to, yeah, but but um um. Some of the some of the stuff that I, I discovered later on in the video actually because I have an adapter hooked up to like another adapter, um, there was issues with the connection there, not so much the board, and so after going through that a little bit, it, it it seemed to be pretty rock solid. So luckily, I didn't have to like redo the edge connector or any of that kind of stuff. But there's another board actually that um, that somebody sent me, and um, this thing not only does it have battery acid damage, but he's I like it's like rust everywhere. Like the legs and all the ICs are rusty, and the ROMs are all rusted off. The legs, like I pull them out of the sockets, and they literally just fall off in my hand. And I email, email him. I'm like, "Where'd you get this thing?" He's like, "Oh, I found it in the garage." The guy said it had been sitting in his damp garage for like I don't know 12 years or something like that. I'm like, "Yeah, no kidding. I I don't see how I could get this thing, you know, up and running again. It's just totaled." Was that was that an East Coast? Uh... Um, I don't know where this. I don't. I'm not sure where it was. I, he sent me two. He sent me a um, um, two punch outs, and one I was able to get going. And then uh, I think it was so it was Bayman. I think it was Bayman Coach. It was the one right before this last one that I did. Um, one of them I was able to get going, and then I jumped on the next one. And as I took it apart, I mean, literally, it's like falling apart in my hands. I'm like, dude, I don't oh, see how I'm able to get this thing going again. Oh wait, was that second one? Was that the second one? Was a uh, super punch out? No, that's a different one. So oh, Ginch okay, sixty six sent me two. Also, he sent me a punch out and a super punch out. And the so was that all from your uh, video you did on uh, Dave's repair? Like all of a sudden you got a bunch of punch out. 
request. Yes, that's exactly right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm kind of the punch out guy, right? I mean, I, I'm, you know, I, I say that I, I advertise that I do any Nintendo PCB, but, but at the same time, I there's other guys who also do Nintendo PCBs, but I don't think any of them touch will touch punch out. And so, if you look at my queue on my website, I, I kind of keep track of, you know, where people are, you know, what okay. game that they've asked me to fix and whatnot. But if you go down the list, you'll just see punch out, punch out, punch out, punch out. Um, 90% I love, of all the punch out. I love how the you are in your videos, like going through all the parts and stuff like that. It's just, oh yeah, your videos are awesome, dude. Yeah, well cool. Thanks, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to do it in, in like you know, uh, I mean, I could just go through and technically explain, you know, what the deal is, but I'm I'm trying to uh, break it down from like a, I'm trying to think how to explain it, just from like a arcade game fundamentals perspective, so that other people who you know, or looking at third games or whatever, they can kind of find parallels, you know what I mean? <clears throat> because almost all these games are, they're, the designs are so similar. There's a CPU section and it talks to the video section and then the crap goes out on the screen. And so right. being able to troubleshoot that is, it's, you know, the steps that I take are hopefully applicable to, to more than just punch out. That's cool. I, I think I need to watch some of your videos. <laughs> his, his videos are awesome. Like, technical, but, like, they're also super friendly. Like, what was it? <laughs> you cracked me up so much. I was at work uh, today, and it was, like, the first slow day, or not slow, but the first, like, reasonably, like, slow day that I could actually watch videos or at least listen to stuff. And what was it, like, the punch-out you were doing? You're like, oh, you can almost see the... Uh, Oh, the uh, red gloves in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's the one ROM that has the gloves in it. Yeah. yeah he's like peering through the window in the right. EEPROM. He's like, you can see the gloves in there. Oh, no, you can't. <laughs> this is fucking lost. Zoom in the microscope. Right. <laughs> but that's another thing that I love about the, about that camera is that I mean I got so many comments are like your videos are great, but I can't see what you're what you're talking about. You know, when I zoom in on the schematic, it's just a blur. Or when I'm zooming in on the screen, as I'm trying to explain something that I'm doing on the screen, it's just a blur. And so I was so happy to see just how close I could get with, you know, the text and all that kind of stuff with, with yeah. this camera. It seems to be working out pretty well. Yeah, it yeah. looks great. And so, it focuses really fast, mm -hmm. which is nice. That's what kind of camera is it? It is a uh, Canon Vixia um, R600, I think. So it's like a like a camcorder? Yeah. Like a, okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, but uh, they're they're going on sale now. A lot of them are. So what they did is they decided to take that same model and then add some features that people wanted, I guess, Wi-Fi capability and a couple other things. Um, but if you don't care about that stuff, then you can get you know the the previous model, which is the one I have, and brand spanking new. I think they're on sale on Amazon for like two hundred bucks. I got mine on oh, eBay wow. for one thirty, I think. Wow, Jeez. that's like so, cheaper yeah. than a GoPro or cheaper than yeah. Another. That's great. Yeah. So it does 1080p, 60 frames a second, which is all yeah. I needed. So, yeah. Cool to see uh, how well it does with the uh, screens at that 60 frames, like doing exactly that because the other the other problem I had with my little you know um, uh, Sony Vado was when I would when I would film the Commodore monitor, you would get flicker or you would see that color banding. You yeah, know what that, I mean? Yeah. And that's what would drive me Yeah. I'm like, oh, look how good I did fixing all the colors, and you just right. see this blur kind of going up and down. It's like you can't see it. So with this, it just there's, there's no problems at all. You just you see exactly pretty much you know what I'm seeing. So yeah, it looks nice, dude. And, and the bloopers at the end of some of them. Yeah, it depends on how many. Ironically, I didn't really have too many bloopers on this one, but I try to I try to make a mental note or actually write them on the whiteboard here. That way, um, you know, I can I can tuck them in at the end. Well, that's right. You have the the sync issue. You're like. Oh yeah, and here's the sync issue that's totally fixed and it's awesome. And then you're like, Oh yeah, Fuck. and then it's gone again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did like three times. I thought I nailed it three times. 
there's like only three components that that make up that sync you know circuit, and I replaced each one, and then finally figured out which one it was. Like, oh, come on. <laughs> so yeah, there's a couple. I mean, actually, like looking over my shoulder. So I mean, I had some other ideas because between the the arcade 101 series and then the board repairs, um, I mean, there's other stuff that people constantly asking me for, like just going over like oscilloscope. You know, what the hell is this thing? How do I use it? You know, all that kind of stuff. Um, doing the same thing kind of with, like with a logic analyzer because a lot of people have been asking me like, all right, I have so much money to spend. Should I buy a scope or should I buy a logic analyzer? You know, I don't want to make, you know, the wrong choice. Um, so just kind of a couple of videos like that, going through the logic analyzer, what it is, how to use it, same with deal with the scope. Um, Fluke 9010A, I made, I made do one like that, but that's kind of like, if you're going to get a Fluke, you need to be ready to invest like a grand in between the Fluke and all the various pods and not a lot of people are going to do that, so... I don't know, I'm, I'm debating about that one. And then the other one is just like a schematics breakdown, like take a Pac-Man schematics and just go through the whole thing in detail and just record it so that if somebody's troubleshooting a Pac-Man, they can just look at my video and let me talk them through what each little piece does and hopefully that'll guide them through, you know, troubleshooting their, um, their, their messed up Pac-Man or whatever. And then do the same thing for Donkey Kong and those kind of things. Hey, it's the big master control program everybody's been talking about. <laughs> How are you going to run the world if you can't solve a few unsolvable problems? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I kind of want to watch that movie now. <laughs> so yeah, everyone should subscribe to fucking Adam. His videos are awesome. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah, thanks, man. And why the fuck haven't I subscribed? Maybe I have. No? Yeah, I definitely need to as well, yeah. I think you might, you probably missed it, but I saw... I don't know what his channel is because he announces it like everywhere. One Circuit. <laughs> YouTube slash One Circuit. Cool. How do you yeah. spell that? So the, the video you did on uh, uh, Dave's repair, Done. I, was like, I was like looking at your other stuff, and I'm like, huh, I wonder, you know, I, I commented on the thread. Um, I've got a, my Donkey Kong's been missing the, some of the music sounds in the beginning of the game ever since I had it. And... Looking through your videos, you actually do cover that in one of them. Oh, do I? Like oh, cool. I think it was on a four-board repair, and it was kind yeah. of towards the end. So that wasn't the the only issue. There was like multiple issues you were fixing, and it was the it was kind of like the last thing you fixed right. on that. But yeah, good information. So I'm, I'll cool. be reviewing that one when it comes time to me getting around to <laughs> working on mine. So <laughs> it's yeah, fully what, playable. What? So there's no sprite issues. It's just you know no sound. Yeah. Yeah, one bonus working on Dave's is that I got a year's supply of uh, packing peanuts out of that deal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was ridiculous, you yeah. know, the size of that box. It's like I still have it sitting around. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not gonna send this back to him because it would be like thirty-five dollars to ship this no box. Doubt. Back. I mean, right, it's huge, and that's yeah. how much he paid to send it to me. I'm like, I believe yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, packing peanuts are the worst, dude. <laughs> I know. Oh god, I got a monitor this week and. From Amazon, and it was a large box, and of course they send, you know, they send like you know something the size of a golf ball in mm. a giant box. 
you open the box and it's just all packing peanuts. You're like, ah, fucking Amazon. I'm going to be cleaning these off my floor for the next three hours. And then you get the static clean. They're like wandering around your yeah. shirt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? like, Dave, Dave literally, he literally went to Home Depot and just bought a moving box that you would use to like when you're moving your, you know, moving to a new house. And then he bought uh, uh, the biggest roll of uh, green bubble wrap that he could find. And it was 35 feet of bubble wrap. And I know because the big label that said Home Depot bubble wrap is still on the thing. And he literally just opened it up and just wrapped the board around and around and around one and around. Board? And what, his one punch out board. And when that was done, he put it in the box and he just packed as many peanuts as he could and slapped a label on it and sent it to me. You should, so, should have just like told him, oh, I'm sorry, but your board was damaged in shipping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like fucking broken. <laughs> There's a thread somewhere where people talk about like the worst packing jobs ever. Oh, there's and, always threads on, yeah. You know, like, oh, yeah, so I'll yeah. wrap it in tin foil and then just like oh. drop it in a box and that's it. Tin foil nice. in a box. Tin foil. <laughs> like, or, or, or just like the bubble wrap envelopes. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that the guy yeah, the big, in the, the, the game for OC or whatever. The guy in Southern California, he's really bad about that stuff. <laughs> Good news is, Adam, the board got to you. The bad news is every single chip has been fried with ESD from all the packing pieces. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm unboxing it. My hair is just, like, standing on it. Exactly. Yep. Do we do the question for everybody? Or did we just, it's just shit. Did our group go yet? I need to go for a third time. Yeah, I haven't gone. Uh, the Buffett hasn't gone either, I don't think. Alright, I'm going to pass it to, I'm going to pass it to Buffett. Just because oh. I like to hear his accent. Oh, alright. nipples. Hot damn. <laughs> yeah, Wait, wrong accent. <laughs> Y'all yeah. hear me, right? Yes. I can't hear you. <laughs> I can't hear me. Hey, hey, Buffett. What's up, man? Uh, uh, can you just say one phrase for me? I don't know. We'll see. Suffer and succotash. Can you say that? Uh, let's see here. Suffer and succotash. There you <laughs> you while Love you, buddy. <laughs> Why did I click on that? <laughs> oh, oh, oh there's yeah. clickables. Click, we got clickables. No, don't. Your eyes. Like a cross between a porn star and Steve Gutenberg. I just listened to that episode where they're talking about his pecs. (laughs) 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 Oh my god. Thank you for YouTube to see that one. Wasn't that Buffett last week? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's yeah. yeah. That was two weeks ago. Uh, if Buffett had been on last week doing that shit again, I had a sound all ready for him. Yeah, that's kidding. <laughs> oh, that's right here, Jim. Couldn't hear that. Oh, that was too low. Holy man, that is an official holy. 
Half baked it. Sorry. Coming nope. up dry on that one. Ah, oh, boy, the crickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, maybe a miss on that one. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> they can't all be winners, Jeff. <laughs> what are we looking at? What are we Wait. looking at? Bucket? What the hell is that? Yeah, we got a whole bunch of drawers of something. Uh, it's just my, what you call it. I just put it on there so my lower third would show up. Is that your little crickety friend in the background? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah. It's his cricket collection in the I just, drawers. I just in the drawers, that, right? I looked at the, the title of the page for the picture, liposuction chest. I was hoping you'd click on it before you read it. <laughs> Well, you know, post I'm obligated. I have to click on. I don't care what it says. Sorry. And reading it before clicking on it just ruins the surprise. I like the clickables. They're pretty funny. I like looking at your drawers. Nice drawers are going on there. Some good-looking drawers there, Puppet. Uh, tidy whities right there. <laughs> well, well a, wait, pull one out. I don't know how tight they are. <laughs> pull. Put on your drawers. Just, yeah, yeah. ink one out. <laughs> uh, right. I see lots of crampers. Yeah, yes, you do. <laughs> Was that the cramper drawer? <laughs> the crimper drawer. <laughs> I, I think there's one missing. I know, yeah. yeah it's been missing exactly. one for a while. One crimper light. For a Hold good on, two sorry. years now. Holy shit, has it been two oh. years? Oh. Probably, something like that. At least a year yeah, and a half of it. A long fucking time. Oh, well, since for the, uh, what was that for? Was that for Journey? Or it would have been before. Pac-Man. Yeah, yeah the Pac-Man. The Cabaret Pac-Man build. The, the wiring harness. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's been a while. I... Uh, you should file that on your taxes this year. <laughs> there you go. Jeez. Plenty for all the John Jacobsons out there. <laughs> yeah, they're they're all different sizes, so they all do different, something different. Wow. So, and I picked up two more this week. Another <laughs> two, four, four, five A, and, and and something else. How many hands do you have? Damn, dude. right. <laughs> You have like crimping parties over there, or what? <laughs> yeah. Well, that and I got that set, and that set, and that set. It's time with Buffett. Right. Then, yeah, Gak Attack had his spot the other week. Yeah. <laughs> Random shit from Gak shells. Yep. <laughs> that was almost the name of the episode. <laughs> So, uh, like show and tell. Yeah, I got plenty of crimpers now. <laughs> I went to a crimping uh, party up in LA. Uh, I took my crimpers and I was completely unprepared for what happened. Two more sets in my to go box. That was a bad night. Plus the one John had. So, yeah, I got a couple. Yeah, somebody oh. in the YouTube chat wants to know if you repair. Uh, Crimpers, crimpers. <laughs> 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 no, yeah, right. crimper repair, repair service. 
It's forty-seven dollars uh, crimper repair. Yeah, <laughs> one, one bu- costs you one buffet to repair a set of crimpers. <laughs> well, shit, yeah, a pair of the like the ones you sent John. Isn't that like two buffets for one of those? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so something those like are that. Expensive. On average, yeah. Yeah, I, I just picked up another seven, another two, four, four, five, eight. So, let's see, what did I pay for it? I don't even remember. It wasn't too much. Do you get them off of eBay usually, or what? Uh, most of the time, yeah. I got uh, I got it for sixty nine forty five shipped. So for another one, another set. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yep. Love those rationing crippers. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I use them quite often. <laughs> yeah, if, you, if your crippers don't ratchet, you're not using the right set of crippers. That's right. <laughs> All right, Buffett. So, what's the answer? Uh, what's the answer? And who are you? Oh, oh I am. Um, TheArcadeBuffet.com. That'll get you to my website. And then Buffet on Kaloff. Um, and then whatever my YouTube channel is. I don't even know. And then, uh, yeah, shoot me an email or PM. Ooh, that sexy lower thirty has there. Yeah, I, you know, the town. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna have to get Griffin to make me something nice like he is, because I can't do all that crazy crap. So neither can I. I have to do a hangout with you sometime there, Griffin. <laughs> He'll trade it for some monitor repair. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe a pair of crimpers. That's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, my answer, I guess, for the youth is mo- every, almost everybody I've ever showed the game to. And the gameplay is like, wow, this is really cool. I never knew it was existed. It's my pretty much standard up. Pretty much standard answer is uh, Galaga Three. It just captivates so many people because it's it's not just regular Galaga. It's got you know better graphics. It's got my sound. It has more depth to the game. It gets it does ramp up pretty difficult on stage. You know, Parsec Four. But all in all, it actually makes you want to play again because there's so much going on. And it's not just you get two ships like in Galaga. You get, you know, you can have anywhere between one and six on each side, on one and six with you. So you're shooting up to seven bullets if you get all, you know, all six guys. And then if you're, it's really hard. I've only done it once to prove it works. Change your ship, which is really extremely hard to do. But and then you get like double bullets and other stuff that throughout the game. So as far as that goes, so it captivates a lot of people, and most of the times people want to play two, three, four games, you know, in a row. So that's and it's real simple. It's a joystick, you know, and you get to move around. You could move three quarters of the way up the screen or so, and that's usually not, you know. Most games you can't move up that far on the older stuff. And then, uh, I don't know, just it's only got one button, so you don't have to worry about, you know, your bullets and your grenades and your, you know, missiles and all the other stuff. And it only goes in one direction, so, you know, you don't have to worry about it not taking you anywhere or, you know, trying to find a hidden path or anything. So, so you're saying it's, it's, it's no defender. No. <laughs> no, not a bit. 
<laughs> that's a game for somebody that's extremely bored and, and has nothing else to do. <laughs> Wait, so actually, this is kind of an interesting question. So how many people here have played Galaga 3? I, I was trying to think that myself. I, I think I have them confused between Galaga 3 and Galaga 88. Yeah, I, I know. I played Gap Plus. Yeah. Isn't Gap Plus Galaga 3? Same yeah. thing? It is. It's a title screen change, and then depending on what ROM revision it is, is what. Yeah, yeah one, one's just an American version, right? All right. No, no I, I well, played that game. One's Namco and one's Midway. Oh, right, uh, that's uh, what it is. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think Galaga '88, the the characters are a little more cartoony looking. They are, and then it's got a backgrounds. Yeah. 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 So for sure, I played Galaga '88, but I'm not sure about Galaga Three. I have a Galaga 88 PCB. Yeah. yeah. And and there's there's other like weapons or something in it or whatever. I've I've only played it like once because I have I have a I have a board and I just I, but I need a cabinet to put it in, so I'm I'm looking for a cabinet, you know, a nice cabinet. I love the talking furniture. Do what? You need to make the drawers like a, open as you're yeah, talking. Yeah, animate, oh, animate oh, the drawers. Yeah. <laughs> like bed knobs and broomsticks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to do it from behind, though, you know? Right now, I'm playing monitor, and I'm repairing. <laughs> <laughs> do Kiwis have, like, a talking chair and shit like that? Yeah, yeah, bumblebee tuna. Yeah. yeah. Bumblebee tuna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I think Galaga Three would be a good choice for you know young and old and you know most everybody. So so how many uh, how many of these questions have you answered with Galaga Three? <laughs> Jim, just record this shit and we'll just we don't even need Buffet anymore. We'll just play the clip. I guess Galaga Three. My answer is Galaga Three. Does he say he says Galaga Three for everything? <laughs> Probably a good eighty percent, yeah. Is that yeah. the only machine you own, Buffett? Oh my god, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. He's got like six times the games that you do, Joel. Yeah. I've I've got a little over a hundred. Yeah. Damn. Right. You're all in those cabinet drawers. Fifty <laughs> percent of those are crane games. <laughs> No, only three of them are cranes. Get it right. <laughs> yeah, that's why I kind of changed my answer a little bit because I've said before uh, I talked about we, the question was um, a game that you put in your game room to for others to play or something like that. To so, to bring kids in or something. Like that. I I don't remember. Yeah, yeah like that you wouldn't that you might not have an ice cream truck if that was the <laughs> the candy crane free candy. <laughs> It's like the game you would you would put in your game room uh, for others to enjoy yeah, that come over or something like that. I, and then I said Frogger. Free so that's puppy. Why, that's why I chose not Frogger. I was going to say Frogger. But. Well, and Jim kind of spoiled the Frogger with like uh, saying it eight times. Yeah, right. <laughs> Way to go, Jim. Thanks, Jim. I'm, I'm sorry. Wah, I'll wah, that. Wah. No, actually, Frogger is a great approachable game, though. That's actually that's a good one for kids too. Like you know, very similar to Pac-Man. You know, yeah. four-way stick. It's very very easy to understand. 
And it, it really takes a while to get super difficult. So they can yeah. play a few rounds and make it, you know, it weighs. I mean, the other hard part about Frogger, of course, is like landing the lily pads. Like actually getting the Frogger yeah. into that last jump could be kind of hard. Has everybody gone through already? Uh, Buffett. Or no, sorry, uh, Brad. I have not have. yet. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Pass it on to Brad, I reckon. All right. Uh, Thanks, Rip, it's The arcade hangout. <laughs> Uh, I am going to pick, um, I'm trying to, the reason I came up with this, I showed the, the picture of my kid playing pinball, that's how I came up with the question, um, And but I, I wanted to try to keep it more towards regular video games, but it's, I couldn't, um, so I'm actually picking Zeke's Peak, mm. uh, and it's because I've seen a lot of kids at some shows, they, will, they, they don't get off the machine, once yeah. they sit down and play it. And they'll play with their brother and his sister, and they always, it's like Jimbo was saying about high score, they would just go for the one or the two or three, like, oh, I can get to number four, and they would have this little battle back and forth of, um, you know, what high score, uh-oh, what are we doing now? subscribed to Adam's channel long ago. Hey, I thought that, I, I thought that one was banned. <laughs> hey, I thought that one was taken I'm sorry, down. I couldn't help it. I straight look on your I face. See the way the Andrew tops off his glass when he finishes a beer, he's kind of like tries to get that last drop. And hey, Adam, if you want, if you want me of that night, if you want to re-edit that, I've got some sound effects for you, Adam. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah, what were you explaining? You're explaining playing. Um, is it football? Atari football? No, no, it's, it's playing a super sprint where you pop yourself in the nuts. Oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Playing super sprint and like you spin the wheel and, and I guarantee you, like I can pop myself in the nuts every single time I play that game. <laughs> I still love super sprint and championship sprint. So it's like I, those are great games. Those totally like from my youth. I remember those. You gotta wear a like, cup when you play it, right? You do. Yeah. Today, the first, uh, next week's question is your arcade-related injuries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nut shots from Super Sprint. But, but it has to be completely dirty. Because <laughs> I swear we've had that question before, but it's never been... It, it, was, it was too early on in the show before we kind of let loose. <laughs> so to speak. Are you going to shake out that last little, uh, yeah, little bit of the, the can? Get to the last drop. That's right. <laughs> You don't want to leave, you know, too much left. So, yeah, there's always a little shake at the end. You caught it, Adam. Thanks very much. I'm so glad that's immortalized. Hey, at least it's unlisted. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Not anymore. It's in this video now. <laughs> yeah, that's going to add at least 13 views. No, because I can't, I can't post it to the... Uh... It's a link, so I can't post it. Yeah, I don't think you can post links. To you, the post, you can post YouTube links in the I, YouTube. Well, I, I just tried, and it said message. No, but I, I, I screen shared it, Adam. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For all the world to see. Well, they all saw it on that fucking show. Anyway. <laughs> Who watches this shit anyway? Mm. The background. Yeah, I'm going to go take a piss. Thanks. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take your headset off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that me? 
the live stream. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, as hard as I tried to, to find a clear sample, I, I could not. So I had to, so I had to go through a, about a hundred different peen sound effects to find one that was as you know, closely resembled Griffin's uh, natural stream. <laughs> and Jimbo was serious about this. I mean, he had diagnostic software comparing the two yeah, streams. Yeah, that's 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 Commitment right there. I do like a whole, ser- that. whole server farm just crunching data going <laughs> trying to match the two I would, I would not sleep until I found the right urine sample. That's right. That does not oh. sound like no, no. Too good. Well, just hit the enhance button. You know, enhance. Enhance. <laughs> enhance. Right. All right. I want to go from a single stream to a hose to a fire. <laughs> fire. <laughs> 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 God. Yeah. Lots of forensics to find the right sound. Aaron, oh, Crafty Mac. What's up, buddy? Yay! Yo, okay, Crafty, hey. I just answered the question. I'm passing it off to you. All right. What was the question again? Um, <laughs> what Name a classic game that you think would be a good introduction for young kids we set up to 12 years old into classic gaming. Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Circus Charlie. Oh shit! I was gonna say Gal's Panic. Uh, uh, <laughs> like I don't adult know, games. Uh, oh, yeah, Gal's with... Panic. Ooh, yeah, that that'd be a great voice. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Gravatar. <laughs> Gravatar. Yeah. Right. It's that game too. So uh, the sound wasn't all in vain. You know, I think uh, I think Miss Pac-Man. Because it's such a simple game. Oh, what a cop out! Come yeah, on, that, you, that, you obviously yeah. missed the beginning yeah. of the show. Come on, no, it's already been covered. Well, that's great because I can come in and say that. Frogger. <laughs> 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 Kidding. Oh. Oh. Frogger as well. This is like Family in. Feud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy says. <laughs> joining late. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Let me think. Uh. <laughs> Nibbler. Nibbler. Well, it hasn't yeah. been said yet. <laughs> there, there's a game that will... You, you want to talk about difficult games there, Brad. Well, you know, the first few, three or four or five levels aren't so bad, but it ramps up. It gets impossible yeah. really quick. And you know what? I discovered there's a dip switch to actually turn off the pause when you stop in a corner. So oh, man. You turn off that ability to pause. Oh, shit. Which is not good. That makes it even harder. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Oh, you know, uh, being, I remember Snake being really, you know, popular with kids. And which is Snake. Snake. Yeah, on the little um, yeah, yeah. handheld. Yeah. So I remember a nibbler-like game. Back in the back in the day, in television, there used to be a game called Snafu that was basically different versions of Snake. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's cool. Thank you, Adam. Oh man, we. Uh oh, front row. Oh, all right. <laughs> That's totally what happened to Griffin. That's the first yeah. thing I thought of when I saw that. All right. Is naked gun? Totally yes. didn't put two and two. He accidentally again. takes the uh, mic into the gun with him. <laughs> Griffin, I actually uh, showed a couple of my coworkers. I think last Friday or something. We were playing on YouTube at work, 
Um, they're like, that's just like the naked gun guy. You know, they're all... <laughs> they're exactly the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. Nice. Hey, um, Aaron, I was over at a friend of mine's place uh, this weekend, and he's uh, an operator. I uh -huh. walked up to his garage. He has his garage open, and he has a flaming, flaming finger machine. Oh, sweet. Okay. That you were talking about? I never yeah. heard of it before until you talked about it on They're the show. Hard. Um, I walk up to his garage. I'm like, well, fl flaming finger. I know what this is. And we start talking about it, and he starts he starts showing me kind of how to do it. So I got some I got some flaming finger tips for you guys. Oh, sweet! Yeah, I'd like to hear them. Tips. All right. So first of all, uh, first thing you need to do is uh, don't play it with uh, don't play it with one finger. All right. Okay. You gotta play with two fingers. Right. Oh. On kind of a diagonal. Is that like right. sensory overload? Well, the shocker, you might not need that. Oh, wait. <laughs> Sorry. Force a habit. Force a habit right there. <laughs> 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 like this? Is this yeah. We used to call it something else, but I, I like that one, yeah. The shocker? Right. Yeah, it was either that or the percolator, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, two fingers. Two fingers when you're playing Flaming Fingers. Also, okay. um, the. The game is designed to pay out after X amount of plays, right? So you can actually set it in the game for payouts, so anything from you know 10% all the way up to 90%. And as it's getting closer to payout, the time that it allots you increases. Ah. So if you're in Vegas, you know somewhere you're going to see a lot of these things, and you're walking around, check out the amount of time it's giving you to get through the maze. If the time is closer to like 13 or 14 seconds, that's ready to pay out. If it's uh, uh, if it's like 10, 11, then um, you're fucked. You're fucked. You're not going to be able to do it. Because like I always wondered about that because um, every you know the the timer, the the acceleration increases the further you get through the maze. So I was always like, well, this is always rigged. Like, how does anyone ever win this? Because no matter how close you get. The yeah. timer all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it, it looks like an arcade game, but it's not an arcade game. And it, it's it's a. It's like a slot machine. Like a slot machine, right? It's yeah. designed to pay out after X amount of time. So it doesn't matter what you do if you're trying to play it, and it's giving you like ten or eleven seconds. It's almost impossible to do it. But uh, watch other people play, and if you see them getting thirteen, fourteen seconds, uh, then you know. Wait until they walk away, shimmy on up there, and walk away with a sweet stuffed toy. A sweet oh, stuffed yeah. toy. Whatever the fuck they pay out with that nice stuffed toy. The, yeah, so I never knew that the, that the time actually increased over yeah. over time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, interesting. Uh, it's been been a bit of an errand week around here as well because I was cleaning out my shed uh, this week and uh, stumbled across a little little envelope. Open up the little envelope. Nice little bubble wrap package inside. Yeah. Pull out a little crafty mech scanline generator. Oh, wow, look at that! Yeah. That's cool. That's a prize. That's it. That's how I felt when I found it. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about um, uh, taking a hiatus for making those pretty soon because I've I've made a thousand of those little things. Holy oh. cow! 
Are you serious? I Test pattern generators? No, the uh, the this is the, my first product, which was a scanline generator for um, like LCDs. Okay. It kind of simulated scan lines that a CRT would have, but on an LCD. Right. They're actually really great. I mean, you can just plug them straight in line with a 16 one board to an LCD, and that's right. it. Plug and play. Done and done. So the idea there is it, it makes the LCD look sort of like a CRT. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like a halfway in between. So yeah. it's not quite as bad. But, yeah, I, I've made a 1,000 of those little guys. and Gosh. I'm, Focusing on the TPG now, and I make those by hand. I mean, I get the PCBs and the parts, but I put them together by hand and everything. So, wow. I think I need a break from that. <laughs> but they're cool, Crazy. you know. They're cool for the guys that do the builds and yeah. use their LCDs and stuff for their little home project. I have one in that tiny pilot build that we were looking at earlier. Okay. Yeah, and there was like a tabletop Miss Pac-Man or something that's. Can't remember that one that somebody used. Oh yeah, to. Little Miss Pac-Man. Yeah, that's Little Miss Pac-Man. One of my, one of my first Pac-Man. builds that I did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're good. So you know, if you're out there and you're building little LCD setups, hit up uh, Crafty Mac. Get yourself a scanline generator. Sorry, about like twenty bucks, something like uh, that. Yeah, I think they're twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Nice. But not for long, because there's no discontinuing. Yeah, he's only got a thousand left. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Act now. So call now while supplies last. <laughs> <Yeah. Right. laughs> I mean, honestly, you build these things like with your own little fingers. So, like, how many scanline generators do you have left in you? I don't know. I I, I figured out one year, uh, well, last year, that it was like about thirty jo- solder joints per one. So I like soldered like thirty thousand joints. Oh my you know, god! To make all those. That's like is, not, is it all through hole or no SMD? It was it that version. Well, there were a couple different versions. The last version was a little SMD like uh, chip, uh, but then the connectors were through hole because the SMD versions of those VGA connectors are just like five bucks a piece. Right. So yeah, the connectors were through hole, so it's VGA. So what, that's like a fifteen pin connector. So that's like thirty little joints right there. Jeez. So how many years of your life have you lost? Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. I started using a fan this year, so probably like five. Prepare to terminate. Yeah. Prepare to terminate. Do you have small fingers like a Connie? No. Yeah. Hands smell like cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> Small hands. Tiny hands. Yes, right. Tiny hands. (laughs) I've said that to people like several times, just totally out of context, and I never explain it. (laughs) (laughs) Just like like carnival folk, they have tiny hands. (laughs) (laughs) If they don't get it, then they're not worth talking to. Carnival, you're going. You're standing there waiting. You're (laughs) nothing. Nothing. Crickets. Crickets. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, all right, all right, nice talking to you. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> so who's going to uh, Cax? Not me. Not profit. Four K's going. Hey, Gak. Gak lives in the parking lot, so. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. I got my flights yeah. today. I found out. I didn't even know. I just. Looked in my Southwest account. It's going to book the flights. 
and I had like 15,000 points just enough nice. to go there and back. Boom! Wow, awesome. Oh, you're watching Ghostbusters. Nice. I have a bunch of Southwest drink coupons. I should book a flight just so I can get some free drinks. <laughs> uh, more reasons. I know they're and they expire. I pretty, I think pretty soon. <laughs> Quick, just just go to the airport and sit in the plane. Just you don't have to go anywhere. Give me more drinks. Get them for all the little the little um, hard liquor bottles, and I can just hoard them into my purse. And... <laughs> Shooters. Yeah. Fun size. So bring all that shit to uh, Brofest. We'll just set up a bar. Oh. <laughs> oh, you guys got a mini bar? No, no, we just brought all this. <laughs> <laughs> Southwest points. Yep. Thank you, Southwest. <laughs> you guys have been sponsored by. Yeah, yeah. I love this drink. Thank you, Red Bulls. <laughs> 34k, you guys going to Brofest? Mm, yeah, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm yeah. certainly going to be doing the trifecta. Yeah, well, you, me too. You guys are the, you guys are the, the, the uh, event coordinators and uh, PR professionals, right? Uh, Whipping <laughs> boys, I think, actually. Yeah, that's all I Aaron boys. But it sounds like, uh, is Orange Whip on right now, or did he step out? Uh, he stepped out. He did step out. He's, he was, uh, I don't know what it is. He sent an email out to some of us, I think, that uh, so it looks like he's going to make it out to BroFest. But he's just right. trying to coordinate which flight to take to... Oh, yeah, his email. Yeah. East Coast is a little bit hardcore from the West Coast. Yes, I, I totally agree with you there. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of cool, though. From both coasts, and then you know, then we get things in the middle. Right. Yeah. So, what are we gonna do in an event in Denver? Yeah. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> Better help at least two of us on the show right now. Yeah. That's right in the middle. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. You guys have a have a nice scene out there. That there's a you know good. So, uh, Andrew, talk to uh, you know the guys that want up. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I can have it. Uh, XD and those guys. Uh, uh, can you get an eyes machine there? I'm sure. Um, there's one in my garage. Well, sort of. Really? Well, <laughs> RKSD. Oh. Oh, all right. I forget. Like, really? <laughs> oh, there. Get mine out there. Ow! I will fucking destroy your eyes machine. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, I actually thought about this the other day. I'm like, I haven't played. I actually haven't played a game of eyes. I haven't even turned the game on for. For quite a while now, I don't even know if I like. I was trying in my head remember even my pattern. <laughs> like, are, are we doing a, a game tonight? No. Oh come on. <laughs> well, speaking oh, of games, uh, can you guys see right over here? There's something. There's something over here. You probably can't tell what it is. Finish the game. I, I, I brought a I brought a game in my office. Oh, are you going to play some games tonight for us? Much, much to my wife's uh, negativity. Oh. Just for a night. Come on, it's all right. <laughs> well, what do you got, Jack? All right, I'll go ahead and move the camera over here. See if I, see if I can pull this off. Wait, what'd you say, Jim? 
I said, you can pull it off. <laughs> and I said, we can help you pull yeah. it off. Oh, nice. We're on the same, way, same oh, wavelength, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Oh, wait, how many beers are you in now? <laughs> Probably about as many as me. Seven. Hey. Oh, well, maybe not as not, oh, wow. not as many as you. <laughs> no, I so, think I'm five, six. Dagger. So I got my uh, cloak and dagger in here. In a it's double drink. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. No, it's actually a defender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or carry. Yeah, it's a defender. Yeah, the bottom's kind of chunked a little bit, but I'm trying to see the screen here to see if I can get this right. You can bring the it sides are just, glory. Don't worry. The sides, the sides are just kind of painted black, you know. <laughs> but it's got a pretty... I love you know, the, the, we got a little bit of, uh, you know, discoloration. And the uh, artwork coming off here, but actually the kick plate looks really nice. Yeah, it does. I mean, it's pretty clean. Yeah, I like that CPU. That's good. So yeah, I'll, I'll uh, attempt to set up the camera here. I got the got the um, tripod here. If I can show it here, yeah. See if I can set that up. I don't know about Brad um, uh, showing this. I don't know how well we're going to stay on it. You'll have to keep making noise and talking. But oh, yeah, because we can't present you. Right, yeah, yeah. So maybe I should just wait till. Uh, if I'll try not to play any sounds, make a make a noise. In fact, I'll just mute myself. <laughs> hey, it won't work for the uh, the YouTube guys, but at least we can click on Gak and present him to ourselves. Well, he said he's coming back on, right? Yeah, he did. So, I don't know. Have you guys ever really played this game before? Cloak and Dagger? Yeah. I don't think so. so. I actually, you know, I I've hardly played this before it broke, and here's kind of the, if I can show it here, the uh, this is a bridge rectifier. I had it wrong. I said before like the uh, the fuse block was out or something. It was actually the bridge rectifier. So this okay. my buddy Chris uh, replaced the bridge rectifier in there, and I guess it blew out these two caps, and. Uh, so once he replaced those, it's been running fine. I tried to bring this machine to CAX, but yeah, that that happened literally like a few weeks beforehand. So, so we're all running good now. But, but yeah, so I, I actually looked it up a little bit online because I, I'm like, I swear I I thought somebody said there's like over 200 levels on the game, but there's actually uh, 33 levels on the game. So you kind of go, um, you kind of go underground to meet the the boss or whatever and get the major map thing and that's at level 33 and then you have to turn back around and go back 33 levels out so if you fully do the game at 66 levels wow. but the thing I don't get is like okay uh, you know let's see if I got this up here I'll turn the camera right here so you can kind of see the, the, the dude here with his this guy looks right to the movie but what's up with these robot things there were no <laughs> No kind of robot killer thing, and then those the are the player, robot ones. The gameplay, there's this you know crazy eyeball thing, like how that that's not tying into the movie at all. I thought I remember I that um, the game was originally called something else, and then Agent they, X. Yeah, and then they changed it to kind of match the movie. Yeah, I, uh, so some of those elements were just kind of like. <clears throat> You know, from the original game, and they never. So, really... uh, is Agent X and Cloak and Dagger the same game then? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I don't know that. Yeah. So yeah. this kit, um, they did. I believe they did uh, 
I don't know if they actually produce the dedicated cabinets. We're actually uh, Crystal Castle's cabinet. But the the uh, conversion kits was what they mostly did. And to me, it makes the most sense. You know, when you look at the control panel, the two joysticks, is you got uh, Robotron. You know, that, that would have been a logical conversion kit for Robotron. But um, they created this one for Defender also. My guess is I think they made a ton of Defenders back in the day. Uh, yeah. So there was, people loved it so much. Yeah. <laughs> but at some point... That's why they cost two grand. At yes. some point, yeah, yeah. It cost one Griffin. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> new unit of measurement. <laughs> it makes me happy. I smile. I root that guy on with his two grand. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah. I, I'll sell one uh, defender all day long for two grand. <laughs> no doubt. Anyone who wants it, so there's two grand. But I've, I've seen like three or four of these over the last four or five years pop up, um, and they're always in a defender cabinet. I, I don't think I've ever seen a conversion that was in a Robotron, although that would make more sense. My, my belief is that um, there were way more Defenders made, and Robotrons stuck around longer, so that's why they sold more kits for Defender. Didn't they make a kit for uh, Crystal Castles? Well, yeah. that's I believe the dedicated oh, I guess was, a, was a Crystal Castles cabinet, cabinet. Yeah. but I don't know how many they actually built with that. But yeah, so on the screen here, I don't know if you can see it, there's a little X's. That gives you extra life. And then he just picked up an S. So at the top here, uh, you probably can't see it, but it says map. What are you laughing about? <laughs> what happened about uh, zero FX in our uh, YouTube chat was just like, uh, Dabney Coleman, RIP. Oh, wait, he's not dead. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, is he still with us? We don't know, right? I may as well be, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think those the S's. If you pick up three of them on a future level, it'll it'll give you kind of a because there's like hidden bombs that that you can't see unless you memorize. So there, see these S's here. Yeah. So if you pick up the three S's on the next level, it'll show you. See, it says map. There's three different maps that light up. So you pick up the three S's, and it gives you a map for the next level. <clears throat> so it shows you the path to go to avoid these hidden bombs. But there is actually like, uh, so you can kind of see the S in here. And there's that robot thing that doesn't exist in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Kind of looks but, like something uh, like Robotron too. Yeah. So, I mean, there is definitely Robotron feel to it with the dual joysticks. But you got the uh, um, igniter button, which I kind of just play like this, and I'll just let my let the side of my hand hit the, igniter, because um, it, it gives you extra bonus points when you light the bomb. I don't know if it'll probably won't even show it here. But, um, yeah, so in a couple minutes here, I'll, I'll, I'll try to set up the, the tripod and maybe try to do a little bit of gameplay. Nice. But yeah. Yeah, I, I've gotten maybe 12 or 13 levels into it, but there is a, um, like I said, there's, there's secrets. Uh, like you can, there's like hidden things within the level you can shoot. You can shoot these walls out, and there'll be a map that opens up a, a shortcut to another level. So, but what what is kind of fun is it's got little intermissions where the character sits there in an elevator, and he's like See looking at his, like he's looking right. at his watch. What's that? 
Oh, Adam, Adam's heading out, so I just uh, want to. Okay. Okay. Goodbye, yeah, Adam. See you, Adam. How would you describe the difficulty? Is it uh, a tough game? You know, to I can actually. I, I'm definitely like maybe intermediate level player, and I can probably play six or eight minutes on one quarter. Okay. So I think that's pretty good. I, that's I, I pretty believe. Good. I believe the goal back in the day is they wanted a maximum of three minutes gameplay on a quarter. Right. So Fast. they want that they want that turnover, you know, for other quarters. But this one you can easily last twice that on a quarter. So cool. might have also contributed to the unpopularity of it, maybe, I don't know. The downfall. <laughs> but yeah, you, you know, it's it's like what's up with this shooting eyeball thing? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you gotta wonder, like some of the like the titles, like where they just like threw shit in. It's like, are they just making stuff up, or are they converting other game ideas that they already had in the can? That they just like, all right, well, like, let's make this cloak and dagger, even though it has nothing to do with the movie. Yeah. Seriously, though, if you're out and about, especially at night, and you walk down an alley, and there was a big floating eyeball in the sky, <laughs> that thing's gonna shoot you, right? Well, I sure as hell wouldn't jump. Because <laughs> 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 you're not supposed to jump with the eyeball, right? I never do. No. Damn, damn straight. <laughs> life, life rules. But, jump, uh, you're dead. That game taught me. Did anyone get any games this week? Pop and carry. Well, wait, how did you know? <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, so you talked to my... And see, I almost feel like I should... Did anybody else get some games this week? I feel like I should I should wait to say it so that Brad can tease me, and, but he's not here. But he's up. Well, wait, did I, you get another Defender? <laughs> I'm gonna hoard them up. Link them up. And I got a great for a great price, only two thousand dollars. Yeah, just wait, just waiting on that when the market peaks, and you're gonna be like, "Fuck yeah, I'm gonna pay this house off." Jump <laughs> on all those defenders. Buyers <laughs> market right now, they're only two grand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they hit ten. <laughs> I will pay off my my soul crushing mortgage. That's right. So yes, all right. Well, Brad, maybe it'll be good later on. Brad will come on. We can mention it again, and then he can give me shit. Um, or maybe he's watching. So I did. I because he would he would tease me about going to the dark side. Because um, I got I got a my first. Yeah. Oh wait, I knew that. Um, no, well, it, it, actually, your pinball dark side for a long time. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Not, not some pin for some some random guy you met on Craigslist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I these these guys know that I've been trying to I was hoping to do a pinball pickup this evening for a friend um, or an acquaintance or whatever. Um, but uh, if I buy uh, you a pin, will you be my friend? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Match.com works, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I am the Match.com of arcade games. I want to. I want to. I want to, to match people with their games because you know what? <laughs> like when I did that pickup the other when I went down for Arcade Expo. You know, I'm so glad I didn't get the game. Get that game. 
um, that I was looking at because it was so much more fun to be able to be able to bring Lewis his game. Like it, it just like it warmed the couple couples in my heart. I have couples in my heart. Warm couples in your heart. Yeah. Yes, we we really enjoy warming our cockles. Oh, <laughs> warm cockles. Well, in the winter, you've got to watch out for your cockles. Yes, you cannot. There is a minimum temperature the cockles must remain. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, but, yeah, so I, me personally, I got my very first pinball machine, I, and I was uh, talked to Steve and to Keith. They were advising me on, on you know, some of the things I'd been looking at and not looking at and all that. So I ended up getting a, uh, a getaway high-speed Oh, nice. So that is, uh, hopefully, as long as you got it. Just that song <laughs> for the first thing long episode. <laughs> nice. As long as you purchased it in a reasonable price range, those will, you can always resell that quick. Yeah, yeah. and that, you know, and honestly, that's that's basically what I was advised to because like the, I'd been looking at one which I really enjoyed, but I think it was well, when, I think it was when Keith was on, he was like, "Oh, you're gonna take a bath on that," because um, even though I enjoyed it, you, you know, these games that actually cost a bunch of money, you, it's kind of a secondary. It's a, it's a consideration, like okay, what it's gonna maintain its yeah, 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 especially with the pens, you gotta be really careful what you're paying for, sure. for them. Yeah, it's and you know I have to say and I did I think I got a good price for it. Um, you know not. not what did you pay for it? Come on, stop uh, thinking around the bush. Fair enough. I paid twenty three hundred bucks. Twenty three hundred bucks. Pin side, which is right within the pin side price range, and for California, for Northern California in particular, although um, Griffin, you can probably speak to Southern California, our prices tend to be higher than pin side for everything. Yeah, yeah, it's about the same. No, so oh, does no, that happen? Yeah, has it got no insert wear? Has it got any mods? LED? Yeah, no, it's in it's in good shape. It's not LED, which actually I I'm good with. I don't plan on LEDing it out, so that wasn't a priority. Don't need to with that game. No, I mean if I had it on all the time and so I had to worry about the heat of the lamps causing damage, that'd be one thing. But let's face it, it's home use. I'm not going to be doing that. And and yeah. I like classic look. The what I oh, so you'll appreciate this. The one indulgence that I'm doing. So and uh, so there are a couple things that need. Um, in fact, I just placed an like, order with uh, Marco Specialties uh, yesterday. That shipped out today. Talked to them today. They're really sweet people. Um, and ordered a bunch of stuff. I need I need some rubbers. Um, so I got the white rubber kit. So I'll be putting rubbers on it. Um, Shiny legs. Yes. <laughs> It has shiny legs in pinball machines. Oh, yes, 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 in the shiny legs. And uh, cup holders. Cup holders, yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, one of the things it needs is, is new balls. <laughs> <laughs> don't we all? Yeah. Don't we all, after a few years? I don't, mine work fine. <laughs> <laughs> You've been using the same set for 40 plus years. <laughs> bonus. <laughs> oh, our first bonus of the night. <laughs> I think maybe the other one got cut off. I don't know. So the woman called me today. I live in a freaking place 
where um, there's no there's no delivery by the post office to my house. I live in this little town, although I'm just outside of Sac outside of San Francisco. There's no street delivery at the post office. So when I order things, I always have to figure out if they're going to send it via the post office, in which case they get my P.O. box. If it's FedEx or UPS, then I have to give them my street address. And it's supposed to be USPS, so I get the P.O. box. The woman from um, Marco Specialty calls me to, to say, hey, we're going to need to send FedEx. Um, what's your street address? And so I'm chatting with her, and she's, they're from they're in South Carolina, I believe. And can I just say, almost everybody that I've, actually everybody I've dealt with in either of their Carolinas, I've had a great sense of humor. Like, just maybe it's all the barbecue. I don't know. Yeah, like, barbecue. Charming, great, warm, friendly people. So I'm talking with this woman because, well, I'm kind of chatty. And, uh, I thought you were going to yeah. say something. <laughs> <laughs> well, because, you know, I'm considering. Yeah. <laughs> Going back to the other team? Wait, what? what? Oh, hey, oh, nice Seinfeld reference. <laughs> you can't just change teams like that. <laughs> Getting on the other bus? Oh. <laughs> so, I'm, so I'm chatting with this woman, but, you know, we're wearing my dress and telling about my little town and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> right before we hang up, I said, because one of the things I'm ordering are, you know, these new, and they're kind of the weird balls. That's the one thing. Like, I didn't do the LEDs, but I got extra shiny balls. And, uh, <laughs> and <so laughs> chrome? Are they chrome balls? No, no, they're, they're, no, they're not chrome, but they're polished stainless steel. Yeah, Mirror so it's balls. a higher carbon content, I think, and they have like this nice mirror finish, and they just look kind of. Yeah. Like, oh, You'll be right in that machine, but be careful though. Don't ever get those balls if you have a game with a, uh, a magnet <laughs> in them. Yeah. Yeah. No. Exactly. I was. Yes, with that machine, I'm sorry. But I told so that I told the woman before we went up, like, I just have to say, I'm coming back to that. Wait, sorry. All you can hear is Gak's uh, yeah. right now. <laughs> All right, so Gak, you either need to present and we need to be doing this, or. Um, <laughs> Give me a Too late. Okay, uh, okay. I want to hear Carrie's story. No. Yeah. But I, I do want to hear Gax like, actually play, but I want to hear him talk through the play. Yeah, no, I'm with you. So, can I tell a story, please? You can't have awesome. our, our cake and eat it. Yeah, well, <laughs> well <laughs> that's up for debate. We, we can have our gym and eat it. Can not have your bowl? I hope so. That's a discussion for the after show. <laughs> ah, sorry. The after show. Yes, Yeah, the after show for when uh, 3.30 is not late enough for you. Right. <laughs> exactly. Because uh. <laughs> it's good to actually contemplate, is it worth actually going to bed? Or should I just fucking... <laughs> <No. sighs> I, think, I think Chris is the only person who's actually made it through a whole night and then actually just gone to work immediately after the show. I've done it twice, actually. All right, so Chris holds the record for fucking... Fuck sleep. Well, he holds more than one record, I'm sure. <laughs> what's, what's your other, other record, Jim? Um, uh, I think it had something to do with um, the law. I don't know. Uh, being able to unhook his jaw? <laughs> oh. Maybe that's it. <laughs> we'll find out at BroFest. <laughs> oh, God. That can't come soon enough. Is that what she said? No, no, that's never what she said. 
Uh, How many dates go. ended with, uh, can you unhook your jaw? Yeah. <laughs> These are serious questions. Yeah, yeah, that's an important question. Uh, you have to know if she can eat a man whole. What? Wow, that's <laughs> a song, isn't it? Can you eat a man whole? Can you da, 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 da. Can you tie it in a bow? Throw it up your shoulder like a cotton soldier. Uh, mm, mm. Oh my god. I had to clean up beer. Oh no. Shame. Well, on that note, I'm going to have to let you guys go so he can clean up his beer. That's the only reason why you're heading out. <laughs> I'm sure of it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so. Well, um, before I go, Griffin, yeah, no, damn it, he left again. But anyway, oh, hold yeah. on, maybe he's taking a pee. Uh-oh. Yeah, I don't hear no. <laughs> no, <Nope>, not peeing. <laughs> but, uh, I'll send you something, Jim, so you can have an outro for me. Oh, thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> Alrighty, fellers and fellerette, I'll have you talk. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Night, Buffett. Love you. Night, Buffett. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Hey, John, boy. Yep, yep. Be good. Be safe. Night, Buff. Yep. Peace out. The toodles. Peace. <laughs> so, Jim, what movie is that from? <laughs> I just watched that uh, this weekend. What, what movie? Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh, oh man. Oh, nice. The, uh, nice uh, way to bring it all the way back. <laughs> Gotta do the whole circle. That was oh. Mel Brooks's, like, like the, his Nell toll. That was, like, the end of his fucking good movies. That same, thing was not thing good. Like, when I was, like, 12, I thought that was the greatest thing since, like, sliced bread. But if you compare it to his other movies, it's pretty darn shitty. I mean, like, seriously, like, that movie had, like, for me, like, one laugh-out-loud moment, and it was in the fucking previews, and it was, like, it was a stupid fucking movie, oh, yeah. too. It's like, it's like when, when uh, they're, they're taken to jail, and then there's all the hands, like, reaching up through the grate. Oh, right? Yeah, yeah. And he kicks them. He kicks the hands, and you're like, oh, that's fucking... And they all turn, and they, yeah, they get the... They, 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 the one fucking move, part of the movie that was, like, laugh-out-loud, like, that was fucking funny. The rest I, like, shit. I like just a little prelude with the rappers, you know. Where... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I said, hey. I said, hey, nani nani, and ho, 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 and they're all prince. <laughs> but, like, really, like, you look at, like, the quality of Mel Brooks, like, films up to that point. You know, and it's like, so it's Spaceballs 2 is supposedly. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, um, with, with the new Star Wars movie, uh, it. Um, I believe there was like an interview and Mel Brooks was talking about, you know, Mel Brooks who is like just about ready to turn into dust is like, I'm about doing another Spaceballs too, and and I'm like, well, I'd I'd see that, but it's starring I, Dabney Colbin. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> Did you? Uh, I'm assuming most of us have seen uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights at least once. I think I blocked it out of my memory, but yes. <laughs> there, you ever there, get? There are had the uh, JFK assassination reference in, in the movie. What? Oh, with the Patriot Arrow? No, um, during the archery contest, when his ringer is uh, shooting through, is shooting. Oh yeah, yeah got the, and the other guy is going up through the library, <laughs> and you see a plaque on the wall that more or less reads "Book Room" or "Book Depository." 
<laughs> You're on well, watch it again, aren't you? Yeah. I don't remember the it's actual... little clock on the wall right when he comes through the, the archway, and he starts putting together his sniper crossbow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wall. I'm like, huh. Wonder what that's where I, from I never George noticed that. that. Oh, the book. Oh, yeah. And like it's, I trans it tra I get to Google it translated to from ye old English to, well English, and it basically comes out to book storage. It was more or less a throwback to moron Harvey Oswald. Yeah. So the book suppository. Oof. I'm going to be trying to get a 32 chapter up there, but that could hurt. Probably in a King book, yeah. I got a couple of dirty magazines. Rolled up. Rolled um, up. Too many paper cuts, I think. Wait, did, did a crafty fucking answer today's question? No. What question was that? Oh, my fucking God. Yeah. Although, can I, can I just say, say a little bit about my pen, and then we can be done? Or I can come back to yes. it later. Oh, please. No. I just you know, wish I should finish the story, but I don't have to. Um, <laughs> you gotta fight for it. <laughs> oh, I totally have to fucking fight for it. Are you kidding me? You look at when I talk and all the people talking over me and all the sound effects. I totally do all the time. I expected I would feel it's odd to talk and not have everybody chiming in at the same time. I'm like, what did I say wrong? What's happening? Why am I? It's like giving what I sometimes do trainings. I'm on a webinar and it's like presented and nobody else can. Off for like thirty minutes is this you talking to Jesse? that. Um, so I love being talked over. No problems there. I love you. Guys. I, but I, what I wanted to say is, so the, the game kind of Griffin, go back to your question. I think I think it's shifted to me at least. Untrained eye, I'm much better at looking at, at kids than I am at um, the play field. Seems like it's in really good shape. There's, you know, I found a couple little things. Um, you know, I've ordered a new, you know, green stand-up target and things like that. Um, new flippers, uh, and, I need, one, and one of the flippers needs to be rebuilt. This one that it was, uh, re, there's a uh, mismatched flipper where it's like it's not a Williams flipper. And, right. <laughs> That's no, 23 is about right for that game, you know, in that kind of condition. Um, I got one recently too. Uh, it's actually my second one, and I got it in a deal. It was like, I paid like thirteen hundred bucks and uh, a burger time for it. So oh, whatever, whatever value you put a burger time at. Um, but mine has a fair bit of instant wear on it. Um, but then it already has all the LED upgrades, which I wouldn't have personally put on that machine myself, but it works well enough. So for me, I picked it up because it was sort of an easy deal with someone I already knew. Yeah. And it, it filled out my pin line because I have room for six and I wanted to put six in and that was going to be the six. So I kind of sort of maybe I pushed it a little hard to sort of fill that up. But whatever. It's all fun. Hey, um, Joel, Joel, we're going to need to get a tour at some point of your game. Yeah. 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 I'll have to do another. I'll have to do another video because it's kind of <coughs> bloody to uh, oh, no, on this uh, fucking show. <laughs> Fuck your YouTube now. There's the, there's all the pins down there. Yeah, I saw your mini. I have a mini pack, man, too. Oh, I got oh, one of those. Nice. Got a little... <laughs> Did you eat the candy? No, it's still in there. I have not. Yeah. It's Nox. It's Nox candy. It's Nox candy. candy. That's important. <laughs> run, run through your pins at least, Joel. 
Uh, all right, well, all the way down there on the end is the getaway, and uh, next to that is World Cup Soccer. Nice. Next to that is a nice uh, HUO Simpsons pinball party that they nice. found. Um, the last four up here have all got color DMDs in, so starting with the Simpsons. That has. And then next to that, that's my custom Judge Dread that you can see on pit side. If you do a search for Red Dread. Yeah, say, wait, uh, is that the Judge Red? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Judge, Judge Red, Red Dread. Mm -hmm. um, and then all time favorite, uh, Adams. Adams Family uh, next to that. Great. Oh, and, uh, Star Trek Next Generation. On the end, so that's uh, that's the six. And then back in the corner, you got the outrun and um, uh, space harrier left this week. Oh, uh, it did, huh? Yeah, yeah, and it actually went for. Was that hard to let go, or was that a pretty easy game to uh, just sign arrow? Uh, it was a it was a gray old game for me because it was it was definitely you know kind of one of those machines I played as a kid a lot. Um, but it didn't stand up so well in the private arcade, and I think you know we've all had that experience where we picked up a game that we were crazy about as a kid, and then you get it in your arcade, and suddenly you realise you just don't play it. Like so, 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 is a classic example of that. You know? Were you like a, a space hair? You could finish it one quarter, no problem. No, no, I suck. I suck at no. arcade. No, no. What about the? Uh, <laughs> could, could we get to the epilepsy levels? Um, no. No, not especially good at it. Just loved it. Loved the music. Um, yeah. And uh, the, I mean, at the time, the graphics outrun the Space Harrier when they came out. I mean, shit, they were the best-looking games in the arcade. Oh yeah, the scrolling sprites. 3D yeah. sprites mm -hmm. thing coming at you. Yeah. So yeah, it always stuck out in my mind, and uh, I got the opportunity to get one uh, a couple of years back. I got it, and um, I, I'm actually starting into a new uh, main build this week, and I needed to raise some funds for that. I also needed some space to put my track and field. So I was just like, okay, time to look around the room and see you know, who's lowest on the totem pole. Do, um, do you mind sharing what you sold it for? Uh, space Harrier. Um, it was an upright, right? It was an upright, yeah. yeah. I asked 600 for it, and um, someone gave me more than that to deliver it uh, to that. Well, I, I'm going to guess you paid more than that for it because you had it shipped, right, from Texas or something? Yeah, I paid about I paid about three-something for it and then probably three-something to ship it as well. Yeah. Wow. So I, I, so it's kind of a break-even. I, I broke even on it, yeah. yeah. I, actually, it was a, a guy from Clove, and he really wanted it, and um, I'm like, yeah, dude fine, just come and get it. And he, he wasn't far away, he was in Orange County. And he just he can't pick up games. He doesn't have a vehicle for it. And uh, he's like, well, you know, what if I give you this for to deliver it? I'm like, nah, I have a bad back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. Right? Yeah, um, that's the right answer. And he just kept coming back. He's like, well, fine. And he just threw a figure at me in the end. I was like, oh, fuck. So now I have to deliver it. So I did. And, so, uh, so, 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 Joel, is it, is it a basement arcade kind of thing you got going on? Do you, like, do you have to lift games up and down stairs to get them down there? Or? No, no. No, this is my garage. Oh, it's a garage. Um, so you just walk up. California, yeah. you don't have basements. Yeah, yeah, yeah I no forgot. Sorry. My bad. Um, yeah. But it yeah. is actually... 
It is it's actually it's been like 15 house. years since I lived there. Sorry, I forgot. Yeah, okay. it's, it's under the house. The only thing on the bottom of the house is um, the master bedroom and the garage. And then the entire top of the house is, is all up on the next floor. We live on this really big hill. Um, so in a way, in a way, it's underneath the house the same way a basement would be. <laughs> right. right. It's a California basement. It's a California basement, above ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. My games are in my California basement, too. You're right. <laughs> well, we agreed when we moved into this place, because we came in here about, I don't know, two years, just over two years ago. We agreed that um, the garage was going to be the place where I was going to put all my games, and we were going to kind of really sort of kit the place out. Um, because, I mean, real estate is so damn expensive in California that um, why would you waste 420 square feet filling it up with boxes of crap that you probably don't need or you only take that one year? So, um, and also with the weather, it's it's easy to keep the cars out in the driveway. So that's what we did. We committed to saying, yeah, the garage is a room in itself. Um uh, I'll spin the camera around a bit. I don't know how much you'll be able to see, but um, you know, right now all we can see is like you as a knight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta keep. I gotta keep talking, otherwise it keeps going to gap. That's all you got. Ah, it's my mug. Yikes. Yes. Yes. Oh, projector down there, and <laughs> seven twenty hiding over there in the corner. The bubbles build. Oh uh, yeah. That's down there. Tapper at the end, and then we got the the theater seats down here for the screen and all kinds of stuff, all kinds of stuff. But my my wife and I come down here almost every night, and we uh, you know we watch TV shows and, and movies and stuff on the on the screen, and so we we spend a lot of time in the room down here. Nice gym. Yep. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going somewhere else with that. Stop, yeah. Stop that. Stop that. Time for the Arby's voice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, no, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> let, me, let me find the uh, picture. Watching TV down yeah. here. Right, hey, right. baby, come down here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to play some games in the garage? <laughs> Actually, the only games my wife will play down here are the pinball games, and she's, she's addicted to Adam's family because who isn't? Mm -hmm. uh, Great game. Oh, good scene on Ghostbusters behind you going on. Are you the key master? Oh, are you the key master? <laughs> or the gatekeeper? Yeah. Best movie ever. So good. Yeah, I'm a friend of his. He told me to meet him here. <laughs> uh, that's that's why I I get a kick. That's half the reason I get a kick out of. Orange Whip always saying Mario Brothers because uh, Rick Moranis uses that pronunciation when he's like, hey, you want to play Super Mario Brothers yeah. or something? All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> I love it when they offer him popcorn when he's got his, uh, the head scanner on and they got him in the offices. In the ball. <laughs> he goes, would you like some? In the ball, yeah. Would yeah. you like some? Yes, have some. Should I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. Picking <laughs> me up or dropping off. <laughs> oh, I love Ghostbusters. One of the best movies ever made. Ever. Oh, period. absolutely. Love it. As John would say it, best movie ever, period, the end. <laughs> John like, Jacobson. 
Mr. Uh, Black Dog. Yeah, I never heard of him. Yeah, yeah who is that guy? <laughs> yeah, I've, I don't, I don't think he really exists. Oh, he's he's that little teenager I snow. <laughs> what? You snow? <laughs> snogged? Snog? Snog? You snogged? You snogged a teenager? You were going to jail. Oh, oh sorry guys. I'll see you later now. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess Brad's not coming back. So I don't know how the fuck we're gonna present. Uh, uh, I say we just Chris playing this game. Yeah, I just kind of let it show the uh, whatever the attraction. Mode. We, could, yeah. we could start up a new uh, a new hangout, I guess, and and. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I bet he. I well, do we have? I mean, is it full? Is he is he still logged in? Yeah. Oh yeah, there's, I mean, there's, uh, there's eight of us in here, so it's not even a full room. Is he what, just going away to throw up and then coming back? Is that the thing? <laughs> if it we takes more be. than forty-five minutes, oh, no, it's wrong. Normally, I wouldn't say it's a big big deal, but this has happened before where he's just been gone for the remainder of the night. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we got we got to get him to start promoting uh, people, someone to the uh, to be moderators uh, before he leaves. Yeah. yeah, before it leaves. So so I think I, I got one more little uh, pickup this week. I, oh, yeah, do tell. Yeah? Picked up a cab for my uh, bomb jack project that I'm doing right now. So uh, I got a, um, it's, it was a ladybug, a working ladybug game in this um, wood grain cab. It's a really weird cab. It's It's got this kind of real, very low laid back monitor. So it's it's. Imagine like a Pac-Man cabaret, but larger, like a full sort of 22, 23-inch width, like a full-size cab. But it's got a very, very laid-back screen with that very open space above it. And then it has this floating marquee up above. It's a really strange shape. And we looked on the nameplate on the cab in the back, and it's from a Suzuki Ent. I assume that's Enterprises or maybe entertainment. Um, so, yeah, it's a weird cat, but it was in real nice condition. I got it from Nintendo Guy, who is a buddy of mine, uh, Ryan, who lives not far from here, and uh, he picked it up as just a, a, a sort of little bulk buy of bits and pieces that he oh. found. Uh, but it had a, a working ladybug uh, in it. So, so it's uh, a 13-inch monitor, or what size? No, it's it's a 19 Oh, really? Um, Okay. Yeah, yeah, um, but it's it's slightly thinner than a regular size cab. It's got this weird profile to it, and I wanted something that was kind of sort of quirky and a little off the wall, a little, little different for the project. And uh, ideally, I wanted to find a Japanese cab because uh, the the bomb jack title, um, Jailco, and it came out here. It, it's weird because there's Tekan which did, like, the soccer games right. as well. But they, there's also another company called Kitcom. Huh. I think it's Kitcom. And this came out under Kitcom. The weird thing is is that Bomb Jack is a 1983 game. And when you start the game up, the copyright on the screens is 1990. Weird. Yeah. And it's a dedicated PCB. Anyway. So that's all a bit odd. But um, I got the PCB into 
the machine. I got a little hook up. I had a, a NOS Tekan harness that I picked up. Um, I just had to add a couple of wires to it because the BombJet pinouts are a little bit different than the standard Tekan pinouts. Um, got it all fired up and working. Uh, I'm working with Ian Kellogg over on John's arcade forums uh, to do a little bit of troubleshooting on it. This game has nine audio channels on it. Jeez. What the fuck? Yeah, it's a, it's a mono game. It's not even a stereo game, but it has. What the hell is it with all of those channels? I, it's uh, it's got a lot of music in the background. It plays music all the way through every single level. Uh, like le- level two is um, Baby Madonna by the Beatles. Um, so there's constantly music playing, and then the sound effects going over the top of that. So it's got three eighty nine ten music processors on the board next to each other, and then to process every channel of sound coming out there, there are nine four zero six six switches, and then there's like eighteen caps for the amplification in those yeah. switches. So when the game plays, some of the sounds are there, some of them are extremely quiet. So if you imagine like you're listening to some music and somebody like just turns down the bass track, yeah. or someone just turns down the lead, and all you do is left with like the rhythm, that's kind of what's going on with the game. I have sound effects, and I have like half of the music, and then the other half of the music is really, really, really quiet. So apparently, I was chatting with Ian, and he was saying that if the caps have gone too far out of range because they're too old, then that will get in the way of the amplification of the signal. Um, and result in the, those channels being super quiet. So yeah. I'm just going to shotgun the audio circuit on that, replace all the caps, all the switches. Hopefully I don't need to replace the audio processors. But, I mean, that you can get them for about five bucks a piece, so even after, even if I had to do all three, it, you know, it wouldn't be too bad. But they're 40-pin chips, so they're not socketed. So taking those things off the board and redoing them, for a, for a noob like me is a bit of a mission. But I do have my trusty Hakko desoldering gun, so with built-in vacuum. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so hopefully uh, I'll be able to sort that board out. Um, I, I am talking to a guy in Germany who's got another board. It's actually the same guy that I also bought the City Connection board from that I was talking about a couple of weeks ago. So... I'm going to try and get Bomb Jack uh, completely done, build it out, an art package for it. And what I'm doing is I'm taking all of the original pieces of art that came in the kit, but for the sides, I'm going to try and expand them and sort of make them more into full-side art. Um, there's this really weird sort of laid-back panel behind the monitor on the cab. Um, and I remember watching one of John's arcade videos where he went out to one-up um, with uh, Exidy. Mm-hmm. And those guys, and um, I noticed that uh, they'd put mirrors. Yeah, it does that. Yeah, I remember that. And um, I looked at that, and I looked at this cab. I thought, you know what? On that back panel, that might be a good place to sort of take a leaf out of his book there, put a mirror back there, but also maybe lay some graphics over the top of the mirror. Um, Ooh, like something you find at like a, a, a carnival or a fair. Yeah, just just like I know, try and take all of the original art, like a Motley Crue logo on it or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Something nice like that. Sister, you know. Yeah. 
But uh, I might might put the instruction card up there um, in the middle of the mirror, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, I want to say it's like uh, like polished stainless steel is what they use, and then they drill it out and run screws through it or whatever. Right. Yeah, the best part is like a plan of use while you're looking at your junk. That's right. That's yeah. in the that's they the mirrors you find in the classy bathrooms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, so yeah, so a cool cap and uh, all the bits and it's complete, it's ready to go. So all I need to do is, you know, put the art on it, dress it up, and um, hopefully that'll be ready for CAX. And then hopefully my buddy Tim will be able to spare a little bit of space on his truck. Yeah, that'd be cool to see that. Take it up there. Yeah, so we'll see. So that's it. That's everything. so. Do you have a main cabinet anymore? I'm building a new. I'm building a new main cabinet right now. Because I've seen a couple um, versions you've done. One had like a rotating screen, and then one had like a super tall, sideways yeah. mounted uh, wide screen. Yeah, that was the same cab. What I did okay. was I re- retrofitted it with the uh, with the sideways screen. What I'm doing, the new main cabinet is going to be the exact same profile as a bubbles cabinet. Okay. Um, the thing I hated about the old main that I did it was you couldn't put it in a liner. It just it had that gargantuan control panel. Right. It just it stuck out all over the place. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to build a clone of a Williams cab. Um, I'm going to turn a 43-inch 4K display on its side this time and then mask wow. it off to 22 by 22 inches or 22 by 23, which is about the regular size of a typical basil. Okay. So that will be the viewable area, and then in the same way we'll do dynamic basils. Um, and then we're going to do uh, HL SL filters on the um, on the gaming area, so that we have the the blur and the distortion and the scan lines. And yeah, or it has kind of a slightly oval shape to it, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So we're trying to mimic a CRT, and mm-hmm. then the marquee up at the top is going to be dynamic as well. So the marquees, the basils, all the art will change around. The, the games. Wow. But the big thing about this build is it's going to have a daughter cap docked into the mother cap. So imagine the entire control panel, the screen, and the marquee. Imagine if you could just reach in and just grab all of that and just pull it clean out of the main cap and take it with you. So that's the goal. So everything from the bottom of the control panel all the way up to the top of the marquee is going to be sort of a mini cab. And you're literally going to be able to unclip it from the main cab, pull it out, and then put it on the floor, put it on a tabletop. For um, maintenance purposes or what? what's no, the reason? To take, to take with you, to take to a party or... Um, you know, just oh, for like a the, kind of a tabletop setup or something, or yeah, exactly. So it'll okay. have it'll be the full size arcade experience, but minimized into the absolute sort of smallest dimensions that you can possibly get it to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, also because it's PC based, because it's going to be main, uh, you know, I'm going to build karaoke into it and some other bits and pieces, and it'll all launch from Hyperspin. Um, and then the, the cabinet inside the mini cabinet will have a subwoofer and some other bits and pieces, so that it's a really sort of decent standalone unit, 
take to someone's house, the kids can sit there and they can mash on games for a while, and then later on you can pull out the wireless mics, go back to Hyperspin, launch the karaoke, and with the subwoofer and the speakers and everything, it's it's a good enough sound that it'll be able to hold its own mm, to have cool. a, bit, a bit of a karaoke party. So that's that's the the concept, um, and that's why I had to sell my space area to pay for all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Well, yeah. So yeah. So Joel sold some shit. CZ bought some shit. New pinball. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Who else? Anyone? Can I, can I say one last thing about the pinball? Because <laughs> already. Uh-huh. But then I'll be done, and I don't even do anything again until you know fucking midnight. Um, California time. Which hmm. is so. I is so you know it. it I feel like it's in good shape. My pinball eye not calibrated the way that my good eye is, but um, there were definitely. Where I'm like, oh. And this that's... is solely your machine, not some shared machine. Yeah, I only have one shared machine, and that would okay. be karate. All right. <laughs> Just so we're clear. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the only shared machine I have is Karate Champ. No, this one's all mine. Um, although I haven't broken the news to my daughter or other family members yet, but that's all right. I will. <laughs> um, but the funny part is, is my mom came over, whatever, a few weeks ago, and was, you know, and she was like, "Oh, you got a new game," which is the iRobot, and it was, which I've had. You know, we, we, you guys all know. Uh-huh. I know have for several months, and um, I'm like, "Yeah, no, I got it for my for myself for my birthday, <laughs> whatever." <laughs> and she's like, "No." If you get any more, you're gonna have to start moving furniture. And I just thought the woman has not stepped a foot in my garage. The six tempests you have out there. I have a bunch of kids that are Andy's. I have a pinball that's Andy's. I have my three of my own. Well, two and a half. You know, two games plus the shared Karate Champ. So that's three vids. Although you know what? After putting a fresh vinyl and side art and putting more money into all of that and time and effort, yeah, I, I'm feeling a certain sense of ownership on the Karate Champ, and, and I have more cleanup. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. clearly, uh, you have. <laughs> you guys all kind of talked at once, and I didn't quite hear what you said, but you did make great. Uh, no, 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 no. It was blah 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 innuendo, blah blah. Yeah. <laughs> blah blah blah. <laughs> Friendly sounding noises, and now I have my and now I have the pinball machine, which was not here when my mother was here, but I, it was just so funny. She's like, "You can have to start moving furniture." I'm like, "Oh my god, you have no idea, <laughs> no idea what's lurking out in the garage." Um, but anyway, so the, I think the game for the most part is in good shape. That one sad flipper that, you know, the game's still playable. And once I get the new rubbers on, it'll be fantastic. It'll move a lot. Rubbers. Um, but you know what? It makes, it almost makes the, I, it's like I only, it, there's a part of me that's happy that I have shit to do on it. Like one of the things is the play field is really dusty. Like the guy hadn't cleaned it up at all. Um, it was allegedly shopped, but whatever, maybe underneath the play field. But it was there was just something about opportunity to you know clean the play field off, to you know see all the things that needed to be cleaned, to be able to put the new rubbers on. Um, I'm actually I'm, part of me is happy that it wasn't in mint condition because yeah, yeah. I, that's part of the fun is repairing I, and getting around. And it's and it's interesting because now that I've joined Pinside. 
Uh-oh. We're losing her, boys. Think, we're losing yeah, her. we're going to start seeing her less and less on this podcast. Yeah. Not at all, not at all. You know, honestly, <laughs> my heart is still with the kids. Say hi to Canada. Did some guy, some tall guy in a black uh, costume say, come to the dark side? You shouldn't listen to that kind of person. No, no, no. no I swear. Sound like a James Earl Jones. Yeah, I swear that yeah. I... <laughs> I swear that the, the, they still have my heart. You know, I, I enjoy the pinball. What, one thing that's nice about pinball, and now we're going way more than the story, I was just a quick thing I was going to say, um, is that it, at least around here, there, it's a much more, much more social thing. So there's like a number of pinball leagues and things where you can get involved and be with other people and get together and drink beer and have fun. And there is nothing like that for the arcade games. Um, they have, yeah. you know, Smasher stuff. They have it for pinball, but nothing for hey, let's go to an, let's go to an arcade and we're all going to play games, um, and and that's really unfortunate because I you know that's fun, and and that's partly where I'm like oh you know I'd like to get better at pinball. I'm not particularly good at it, but I need something to play with. And, you know, I want it and getaway to me seems like a nice. But be, ca- be be careful, Carrie, because there's pinball guys. <laughs> They're weird. <laughs> they're weird. And I like us. They're weird and creepy and <laughs> careful. Can't trust them. But really, the point of the story is, you know, it, I in looking at like the pin side folks, it doesn't, and I don't believe those. Well, maybe in a year I'll come to regret this statement, but it doesn't seem like they quite embrace the. Um, the repair and restoration aspect of it that I love about this and about, you know, I'm so glad that I have things to do on this game because it makes me feel more like it's mine and that it's a part of my arcade family. Um, and I'm, exactly. it, It's really good to get into a pinball machine. You don't have to dismantle it and, and get to that kind of crazy level, but just to kind of go through the play field, sort of you're looking at each piece and, and you know, as you clean it or do whatever you're going to do, um, it, it's it's good because it does give you a physical understanding of what's going on with the machine. And then you start to stop looking at it as this one whole thing that's complicated <laughs> and completely impossible to comprehend. Starting to I'm, sorry. I'm sorry, but that's a, <laughs> that's a great scene on Ghostbusters where he's like, dogs and cats. <laughs> Living <laughs> together. <laughs> That's That's good. Good. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good movie. Oh. So yeah, yeah, get in there, clean it, inspect everything. So yeah. um, I mean, pinball machines are nowhere near as complicated as people think they are. Um, they just seem like it because if you look at them from a thirty thousand foot level. It looks like this massive mess of, of wires and mechanics. But you get in there, and all it is is a bunch of switches and bolts. That's all. There's more wiring, but it's all shorter wiring. Yeah, no, it, it seems like in ways, I mean, it's, different, it's similar to the vids, but it's different, and it, um, it's very cool now to play it and know what the switches look like. Yeah. You know, yeah. And to be able to also go, oh, look at that. Yeah, that's a leaf switch. That's a, you know, this and that. Um, it's, it's so much more fun to know what the flipper assembly looks like. 
you know, when I'm playing it. And I don't know if the other people I'm playing with particularly have that appreciation. Does I don't really give a shit. Um, for me, the how it works and knowing how it works, it just makes the game so much more logical and fun. Yeah, I think there's definitely room for at least one pin in every arcade collection. Yeah, I agree. It doesn't, doesn't yeah. matter. Doesn't matter what it is, but um, there, it's it's a good addition. Yeah, I'm 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 super I'm happy. So I'm excited. And the, oh, honestly, when I each time I walk out into my garage that my mother doesn't know there's any video games in. Um. Carrie, <laughs> I don't think your mother has anything to worry about. Now, if you start getting three, four, five cats, then there's <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a whole other issue yeah. to work out. <laughs> one of my dogs is not. One of my dogs is fine with cats. The other dog. Maybe not a huge fan of cats. It would take work. So, so yeah, that would actually make for a very interesting household. He's like an Andrew Lloyd Webber hater. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice job. I, I hate. I hate musicals. I hate them. The <laughs> theater girl. All right. So, 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 uh, say it sucks. You have cats. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big musical person, but not cats. <laughs> so, so, uh, sorry, uh, JBM0101 wants to know how much is too much, if you pardon the uh, potential copyright infringement, <laughs> but how much is too much for a karate champ? Oh. So what would you guys pay for a karate champ? I mean, I'm telling him um, six, six, 65. Gary would pay like three or 400. <laughs> so, uh, so, so, I, what would you guys pay for a karate champ? Like, uh, so it's in good shape, the uh, solid cab, fully working game, four new sticks. In box. Uh, yeah, not, new not, in not box. New in box. Nothing, nothing like creepy, impossible. Just like nothing closing, you know, closing in on a hundred dollars. No, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> reasonable. I mean, the one, the one I got, which works great. It. it one of the sticks was it needs to it needs a new stick in terms of like it's not the original actually no two of the sticks so two of the sticks are, are karate champ two of the sticks are not karate champ um, and the side art was you know, the vinyl was fucked up but other than that good shape it was two hundred bucks. All right, so two hundred is what you're saying for a fully working game, not a hundred percent, not a hundred percent original, but like a working game. Yeah, I would say in the, I would say between one fifty and three, but again I think we see a fair number of regional differences. So stuff in the Bay Area and California might be more than what you're getting in Ohio. I mean, I don't know, but that's kind of the gist I get when I look at, at when I randomly decide to look at ads. Yeah. It's a California, California exchange rate. It's it's the yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a blue tax. Yeah. So, or, or what else, uh, Jim? What would you pay for a party camp, champ? Uh, and we're just saying working doesn't it, like. Yeah, you know, a nice working. Say season. like seven out of ten condition working. Yeah, let's say let's say let's let's say above average, working condition. I won't pay more than three hundred. Right. I I I see me paying like if I saw something on Craigslist, I see me paying between one fifty and two fifty. Alright, crafty. Oh, you're muted. And and I I have to say this because um. Uh, being a, a a karate guy, um, oh, I, yeah. I like the game in the sense that it's it's very 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 accurate in um, 
all the mechanics of it, as far as like actually the the moves, are very 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 traditional. Yeah. And and you don't get that. Was that Goonies text message? No, it was uh, Back to the Future. Yeah. <laughs> I, get, I get two different ones. I get the time circuits is for a text message, and I get uh, the chimes is for an email. Nice. It's pretty badass. Uh, I like that. <laughs> everything's, I always have a theme, and everything's Back to the Future. I used to be Karate Kid. Now it's now it's Back to the Future. I, I talk. like a sweep the leg one on your phone. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but, but but if I was going back to the theme, you would have that. Yeah. I want to dub up Jim and say, "Get him a body bag." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm totally I'm totally changing my text message sound to um, Alice. Are you menstruating right now? <laughs> <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? Better <laughs> yeah. man, I'm a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so great at work. Oh my God. <laughs> the number of people's heads would pop out of the cubicles. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how to get the gack laugh on my cell phone as a wake-up oh, alarm. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can see that you'll, 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 wake, you'll wake up laughing every morning. You're sleeping. <laughs> your phone goes off right uh, on your neck. Actually, you know what? You just have a collection of different laughs. Like, everything's a different laugh. Like, one could be, like, crusty, like... <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can I, I want to add, though, on the karate champ thing, there is a difference, I think, between one player and the head-to-head. All right, so we'll, 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 we'll assume, we're assuming a two-player cat. Very good. The uh, desirable cat. Yeah, that's All right, so who else has got a, a number they want to throw out for what they would pay for a, a karate champ? Well, for me, uh, I have a full garage, so unfortunately I had $100 max. $100 max. Fifty bucks, I'd be like, yeah, I could resell it, no problem, and right. put my money back. Hundred bucks, I still feel like, oh, I might be sitting on it for a few weeks. Yeah, unfortunately. You know, I, I think it would be a blast to get a group of like eight people and have a karate champ tournament. Yeah. Round robin. Linked. It, you know, so it's it's kind of relative to uh, what what uh, tie-in you have to the gameplay itself, how much space <laughs> you actually have. If you really, really, really love blood sport. I'm so right. I'm more of a more of a ye ah kung fu guy. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a good. One. So 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 the uh, the our, our our man in the the chat room here JBM zero one zero one. Is that supposed to be binary? I mean, anyway. Uh, so he apparently is trying to sell it to someone for five hundred. Well, if he can find a buyer for that. You did an awesome job. <laughs> right, that's that's kind of where I'm at. Like, yeah, bump all the threads. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Stop bumping. <laughs> Start bumping the karate champ threads. That actually was a that was a fucking pinnacle moment. That was a great idea. Oh, yeah, 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 that. that right there was, was cool. fucking awesome. See, you know what's uh, not to go off on too much of a tangent, but what's tough about moments like that? There are so many moments that it's like in. Like you have to be in the IRC, you have to be a part of it. Yes. You can't just like like for the best of show, like you can't capture something like that yeah. in, in like a, a segment. It, well, yeah, because like you that. don't wake up and go to like the club the next morning instead of have karate champs on the first fucking page. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> the first two pages, right? Like all Christ, that was fucking crazy. People <laughs> <laughs> were like, "What the fuck is going on with Karate Champ?" <laughs> Fetish boy must be collectible. Yeah, right, sorry. Fellas, right. I gotta, I gotta bail. I gotta get up and be a responsible adult. And I then, <laughs> yeah. So thank you. Like Wonderful to see you guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us tonight, Joel. Good to actually chat with you tonight. I missed you last time. Yeah, Gat. And I'll uh, I'll see you up at uh, CAX, right? For sure, for sure, absolutely. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, take care. We'll see ya. Toodaloo. Ciao. Ding dong dang. What was it someone was saying? That, was it Gleek was thinking that was like Spanish? Yeah. <laughs> was that like last week that he was like, he was like, like that. inquiring like, about it? He's like, Chigote, does that mean fuck your mother? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't think so, but maybe that's a you know, hidden joke. I always thought it was like a like more of like a Chinese-Asian mm -hmm. thing. Speaking in some kind of foreign dialect. Some kind of, yeah, I, I would love to. I, I sent a text message that Orange Whippy has not replied, so I don't know how to. Yeah, he's probably done. Thing. But like, uh, I would love to see Gak play this game and talk through levels and stuff like that. So I think I think we could. We I could can always it. revisit it. Well, but we all mute. Turn, your, turn your volume up, and no one else can talk while you're playing. Yeah. I'm just gonna mute. Yep, unmute. Yeah. Everybody mute themselves. Uh, and, and Gak, make sure you keep talking about what you're doing so it stays on you. All and, right. Uh, everyone's gonna click on you. I don't want to have the volume too loud here because I'll be, uh, you know, causing yeah. issues in the household. All right, so everyone's <laughs> going to mute now, so it's, it's all you, all right. man. It's, all right. Start. You guys ready? All right, so like I said, there's the, the map things here you want to light up with the – they don't show it right now, but there's the S that you have to pick up to uh, pick up each map. So I'm going to go ahead and start at the, the – uh, I guess that's ground level. Oops. Here we go. Got a little start screen. Now it's acting kind of weird on me. I don't know if you guys noticed it's flickering a little bit, but they have these little intermissions every between each level, kind of give you a break, and they do different little animations each time. So the X will give you extra life, and the S you pick up three of those, and it'll give you uh, uh, the map. There's a thing that shows the map. The, the earlier levels don't have an issue. But later levels, um, there's areas you need to avoid because there'll be bombs that kill you. So you like flip the coin that time. So this time, let's see here. So I uh, pick up the S here, and then you can uh, the there's an igniter button here. You press it, and it ignites the bomb there. I think you get a bonus for igniting the bomber. So you can see the explosion there. I believe there's bonus points for that. So, let's see here. These ones that you don't want to shoot those guys because the, the rounds shoot back at you. So, oops. Oh, there we go. We get out of here. Thumbs up. <clears throat> Sorry, Gak, real quick. We're having focus issues. Oh. Yeah. 
I don't know how to adjust that, to be honest with you. Is it it's just getting fuzzy on you? It's okay now. It's this level that'll make it all fuzzy, right? I believe so. I think on level seven there is a there's a little Easter egg that'll allow you to skip forward. And it's like what's up with this eyeball thing, like I said. Not related to the movie at all. But you get a extra bonus for it. You can ignite the bomb there. Oh no. And it killed me. I did it too too late. Oh shit. I'll try to start this over again here. I don't know what level I was on, but So yeah, I think the goal is to get to level 33, and then uh, you pick up the, there's like a spy map or something, and then you have to go back through all the same 33 levels to the beginning, and then the game completes. So I think, yeah, level 7 is the one with the, it's kind of weird, or it's sometimes you come in on the left side of the screen, sometimes you come on the right. I, I've never figured out why some are different than others. So here we go on to level seven. This one, there's a little hidden secret map up in here, if I can make it happen. You're on kind of a timer here where the bomb's ticking down. I don't know if you can see it or not, but see that's a that's a hidden map right there. If I can, there we go. So it skipped me to uh, actually you can pull down the levers too to speed up. Express there it says. So I kind of hacked into level 32, and this is gonna I'll probably die here. It's so crazy. We see the X's there. There's like hidden X's everywhere. And you touch one, you die. It shows you right at the beginning there. Shoot. Ah. Uh, well, that's pretty much, I guess I'll wrap that up as a intro to the game. <laughs> Maybe I'll work on getting better at it. Yeah, work work on getting better because like uh, I love uh, the fact that we're having gameplay at all. In any yeah, shows. it's awesome. It's I do like, want to try doing this, you know, in the winter months when it's too cold in my garage. Uh, yeah, you got the same. I'm not as bad as you, 34k, but yeah, uh, it's pretty damn cold out in the garage right now. So if I can oh, bring yeah. one game and play it. Did you did you see the uh, the post on on uh, Brad's? Uh... Your your idea yeah. and the uh, the wacko thing I think that's fucking yeah. awesome. That would be awesome. Yeah, we'll wait till spring to where it warms up a little bit, so did that you, way you can go out to your garage. Yeah. Did you, did you see my uh, my name for it? No, I missed that. <laughs> it's the arcade hangout whack off. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh shit. The whack off. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> So yeah, so I, that's a great idea. Uh, if we can get anyone else who can play in MAME or anything else who can join, yeah, in, that'd be sweet. I believe like, Kalen has one. I don't know if it's at his house oh, yeah. or not, though. He might have to figure out some way to do that. But well, what's uh, your uh, what's your current top score on that? 
personal best. I, I want to say around 130,000. Nice. So, so we I, would I, obviously we'd have to make sure all our dip switches are set the same, you know, factory sure, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, I, I, uh, I just I just posted my personal best at uh, hyperspace a few weeks ago for uh, 122,000. Okay. So, so you know, I, I got it in me. Yeah. Uh, my buddy Dylan, he can get 200 plus. Yeah. Tron guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's some kind of anomaly. <laughs> So. Sweet. Thank you for for sharing that. That's sure. Fucking awesome. Yeah. As much arcade like like gameplay shit like that like that's one you know it's one thing to talk about stuff but I yeah. love watching the games. You know what I wanted to do it didn't quite work out maybe next time if I try to do this game again was I actually wanted to try to rotate the game around and show the inside and show the circuit boards and stuff because what's kind of unique about this game is um, like I said it was a a conversion that they designed to also work with Williams games. Which is kind of weird. It's like, were they trying to take over the market there a little bit? I don't know. But um, they actually developed the circuit board to to piggyback off the power, I think the power supply and the soundboard of a Williams system. Or there were so many defenders out there, they're like, oh, like True. Donkey Kong. Yeah. So it's like, all right, well, there's so many out there that are like, no one's playing him anymore, so let's set these up. Yeah. But what's weird, you know, I would think that, you know, they would just. That's because I wasn't there doesn't mean I didn't hear that. <laughs> yeah, I understand. It's like no, you, I understand. You too could be playing cloak and dagger, Carrie. Yeah, <laughs> I understand making the art kit work for the cabinet. You know, the monitor, swap out the control panel, but to use actual other than the transformer and maybe the power supply, they're actually using the the unique Williams specific power supply and their soundboard. That you know, it almost seems like. They're infringing on, you know, IP of Williams or something, you know. Well, but it's like like Galaxian, right? Like Galaxian was like a common like conversion board, so yeah. Is it the same kind of thing where it's like, oh, they're like just piggybacking off of the existing technology to try and make conversions easier for operators so they can yeah buy their shit and keep their games running. Yeah. I I don't ever remember seeing this game in the arcades. Back I don't remember talking about either. Yeah. No. And I believe a little tidbit on it was in the movie, the um the scene they were they were trying to develop a game that was going to be released on the 5200. But and they showed it on a cartridge in the movie, uh, Cloak and Dagger, and there was supposed to be a release related to it. But right at that same time was kind of the crash of consoles and arcade industry. And so they never actually mass-produced the game. Um, but because of the time frame, you know, they were developing the board, uh, the the uh, ROM set, let's say, for the cartridge. Um, they already had the, the arcade working. So the film scene that you see in the movie was... Um, they they did some kind of hack off of an arcade machine to put it onto a television screen. So the gameplay you saw in the movie was from the actual Cloak and Dagger arcade game, but just on a TV screen. Oh, okay. And the and the actual gameplay was played by the original developer <laughs> of the Cloak and Dagger. I don't know the guy's name, but I, I just remember reading or hearing about that somewhere. So kind of interesting behind-the-scene type stuff, you know? Yeah, that's, that's cool as hell. Yeah. 
So, you know, I, I don't know. It's it's a fun game. Uh, if I uh, if I had to give up, you know, three or four of my games out of what I have in my land, this would probably be in that, to be honest. But <laughs> it's fun. It's interesting. You know, it ties into the movie and all that. But um, I, I would... Uh, I would trade it straight up for a thief myself, you know. I like the game better, but each everybody has their own preference. So, anybody out there got a thief and they want a cloak and dagger, I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's hard to tell, you know, the values of stuff, too. I've seen them, you know, I've only seen three or four pop up. And the ones I've seen have, normally have art, side art on them, too. So, I don't know. Somewhere between 500, 700, probably the value there. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, anyone else pick up anything? Do anything arcade wise? I went to my first barcade. Oh! Oh, yes! Were you allowed to drink? Yeah, yes. And, and I even took the bus there. Is this the place that makes the uh, world famous per? Are they called pierogies? Yeah. Uh, yes. Oh yeah, did we have like sixty pierogies or something like that? Uh, <laughs> somewhere around there. It was probably closer to thirty though. All I know is when I came home, I was waddling. <laughs> and I don't know what what beer I was drinking, but I only managed to fit two of them in there because there's like it's it's a beer that drinks like a meal. It was like one of those. It was thicker than Guinness, if that's possible. <laughs> oh yeah, that's possible. Yeah, but they had uh, they had a couple of good cabs, lots of pins. I'd say about fifty fifty pins versus uh, arcades. Except that they do have a Smash TV. But when I was there last Wednesday, it was down. Oh. But the the day a guy brings in games and they rotate them through, so every couple of weeks there's. New some of the older, less popular games are gone, and newer ones are in. Uh, the day I went, they were dropping off a, a bubble hockey. Oh yeah, that's Not cool. Really arcade-ish, but uh, the kitchen staff played it a lot until I put in an order, and then they kind of gave me the bartender a "Come on, it's five. We just opened. Look." <laughs> that's that that's standard first order of the day. But uh, it was pretty good. They had a, uh, they have a Miss Pac, uh, no, a Pac-Man cabinet, but it's running a 60-in-1. So, oh. eh, 61 games. I did play the crap out of a uh, centipede cocktail, though. I saw, is that, they had the uh, two red tents, too, right? Yep. Uh, that is something rare that you never see. Well, how, how many does Andrew have in his garage or did have in his garage? <laughs> I have yeah. two, two in my garage right now, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> it's, not that un, it's not that uncommon. I know a place that has two and Andrew has two. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, they had, I'll uh, sell one. Uh, the, I, like the first one I played only because I saw Super Mario Bro Brothers on the you red tent. I got to play that. <laughs> I sit down. I throw a quarter in. Nothing. Technician comes over and says, yep. Yeah, looks like this thing took a beating again. All right, well here's uh here's some free plays. He just goes on the switch and got like ten free plays out of it. I'm like, okay. But I did get talking to the technician, and apparently in Ottawa, the usual online sell it yourself sites aren't exactly the good, the best place to look for games. So he was giving me a 
a few links to check out, but I got to search them because I forgot them. So really, I mean, I haven't played a whole lot of versus games, to be honest, but I, I really have the vibe of the NES with it, of course. And it seems like, you know, once you get the skill set, you could, you could be playing that game for a long time on, you know, a quarter or maybe one continue. So the red tent really does make a lot of sense. If you're going to be there for a long time, pull up a chair, right? You know? Oh, and uh, actually, here's something that's pretty cool, and I don't know if you guys feel free to chime in on this if uh, Funspot Grinkers does this, but all their games have, uh, like, they take, like, the side bolt out, they get a longer bolt, and they put in a beer cup holder, or a cup holder for your beer, and then bolt it back back through. And one of the major faux pas they have is don't put your beer or your food on the game. Yeah. Like, or your I agree with that. Yeah. Like all, all their even their like their pins, the red tents, all the cabinets, they all have cup holders bolted to the sides. And the original bulks they had to get a longer one to obviously put the cup holder on. All the original ones are kept in the coin or not in the coin box, but in that area inside the game so they don't lose it. Well, I thought that was a good uh, nice little touch there. Boobies. Yeah, the way that one up does is that they actually put um, in between every game. There's a little railing that you put like your beers on in between the games, and that I think that works like pretty well. But the problem is also is that you put the, the beer on this railing in between the games, and I swear people spill them. Even mm. if you spill them on the railing, even if the, the games are tightened up on the railing where they can't go left or right, they can still go back, and mm. so beers get spilled back on the games all the time. Yeah, I just found myself at Grinker's to wind up just, you know, putting a pint glass on the floor. Like, yeah. yeah, it's okay. As long right. as I better not forget that damn thing. <laughs> oh, I brought, I brought my beer every single game. Yeah, right. I, I played a crap load of, um, it wasn't a, it, it was a pinball. I'm not switching to the dark side, unlike some people. Carry. <laughs> um, no, but video. I did play a crap load of uh, Kiss Pinball. And uh, that's pretty ah, good game. The new, the new Kiss. Uh, the big, yes. The big giant tongue. Right? Yeah. I've never seen one, one of those in person. Uh, they have one, and they're trying to. They have a uh, Walking Dead too. So. Mm. Hit some zombies with some balls. But yeah, it was a go. pretty pretty decent place. But the thing is, they're more. Uh, they have uh, live music there. Most of their working are operating days. So I'm not exactly in the music scene, meaning because I'm a pasty white nerd and they play metal. So I'd stick out there, stick out in that crowd like a bedsheet. In the metal scene? Yeah, a whole bunch uh, of... Like, every employee looks like they belong in a heavy metal band. <laughs> Tattoos, multiple piercings. So I got the guy cooking uh, one more piercing and he would have been pierced shut. <laughs> and that was just the ones I could see that weren't covered in clothing. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. So there. Uh, there you go. <laughs> um, so you know, I I did see your video and more movies. It, it showed like a um, uh, like another suggested video after it, and it was like some other promo for the place, right? Yeah. And the guys talked about. 
that's why I heard them talking about pierogies. I'm like, I've heard the name pierogies. I'm like, what the hell is that? Oh, it's um, <laughs> you ever have a um, it's like a dumpling kind of thing, like yeah, a wrap. It's a dumpling, but potato it's, usually based. Yes, potato potatoes are involved, and they it's basically like in a rough <laughs> oval <laughs> shape. You put a potato and whatever else you're putting in. So they have one called a leek and destroy. So it's potato, sweet potatoes and leeks. Then they fold it over, crimp it. You boil it till it's cooked, and then you pan fry a nice little golden brown color. Uh-huh. And serve with sour cream. And for the extra two bucks, of course, I added bacon. There you go. And bacon. And they actually do like dessert versions of those too, right? Where they have oh, they they have a they actually have a dessert on the menu. I didn't get make to them try like it. little pies or something. Large servings. <laughs> oh my God, Andrew. Carrie, are those right. ones real? Fuck no! You cannot be that skinny and have them that large. They're fucking fat based. I mean, I'm sorry. Right. There's, yeah, there's some glandular tissue, there's some muscular tissue, but breasts are a lot of fat based, and there's yeah, no, there's you cannot be you cannot look a look a meth head and have gigantic knockers. <laughs> right, you are, Carrie. What, what, what photo are you looking at, Carrie? I'm looking at a girl playing with her headlights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're looking for reels. That's, yeah, and usually, you know, like the falling down and flopping aside, that's a good sign of real, but no, that's just, that's seriously enhanced, and poor thing, she needs to go to rehab. Dear God. And she'll probably get them removed before she gets back problems. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> well, well, if she has, if she tries to keep a figure like that, obviously she must do some cardio. She's going to get hit in the face with those. <laughs> no jogging. <laughs> I, ser- I seriously, those those are the complaints I hear about the most. Oh, when when you have breasts like these, um, I just get hit in the face all the time, and it's like, oh, well, that's a whole new perspective. Okay, all right, the, let me start a list: the downfalls of having the cardio and the bouncing. It's there is a certain aspect, like you know, there's the whole bra burning thing, and I've said for a very long time, the bra burning era was promulgated by women with small breasts because when you have larger breasts, um, <laughs> it's more comfortable, honestly, to be working about moving around. I mean, I can't, you guys have seen in yeah. breasts. <laughs> um, yeah, no, don't burn your bras. You want to wear your fucking bras because they're more. <laughs> you need to have something supportive in your and, life. Precisely, you need support when you're larger, not and no judgment as to any size on the spectrum whatsoever. But you can just imagine that woman that you guys are. I'm sorry, the YouTube chatters are not seeing this. The people who are watching this or listening to this, God knows why. Um, after the fact, like the the, the tatas in that woman are jai fucking enormous, and she's tatas. That's I love that word. I know you like amusing me. I love amusing you with boobies. <laughs> well, that got off the rails. Did I get that right? I don't. <laughs> Slap in the face by the breast. But can you imagine that woman nursing? Like seriously, like her child would be like, like you know, like here, like. Hey, honey, we're not going to cuddle, but... Come on in. Who wants in on this? <laughs> I don't think she'd be running dry. 
ginormous. And she's like, for the women, for the people who are not seeing this, this woman is like, Mike Method skinny. I wish that uh, that that Dave from Buffalo was here. He would he would agree. <laughs> He'd be like, well, let's talk about this matter while I go on the front grass here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow some there's a toilet that, that that makes that sound effect on his front lawn. <laughs> and we're and we're getting in, we're getting more. I'm looking now at some of the other. I'm I'm voting fake for all of these, but some fine breasts, like they're lovely. Um, oh yeah, those are big time fakings. They're yeah no there was, a, there was a, Seinfeld, fake 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 fake. <laughs> yeah, super fake, but doesn't mean that they're not hot. Good breasts. Some, yeah. True. Good money for those things, and you know they're probably getting it's probably tax deductible. Like the fact that we see them on video. I think is, is an indicator when they seem almost like they're they're like almost seam together, like like there's no there's absolutely no separate. You know what I mean? I don't know how to describe. It. I'm working a little scientific with with really unscientific words here. <laughs> yeah, I mean the class. The, yeah, it's it's brahing. It's 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 boob hang up. Um, I mean the classic way to tell if they're fake or not is if a woman is. <laughs> 500 viewers now. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. They didn't come for the cloak and dagger. No, no. Very <laughs> talk about. Yeah. There, there should be a segment in every show. <laughs> Carry the corner. Where I I seek to you know help uh, make you all more erudite in this particular area. But, you know, so the classic idea, the classic test is if, if should you have it upon a woman who is sunbathing, shall we say, topless or laying on her back, if, the, you know, if the breasts are staying right in place, that's probably fake because they don't naturally do that. And in, in reality, they fall to the side if you're laying on your back. They're going to be in the armpits. Yeah. Yes, exactly. They're going to fall to your armpits. So, and they, they, I mean, they might look better there all perky and up front, but bottom line is they're probably fake. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I've known several people who've gotten enhancements, and they're very happy with it. Um, but that is kind of the, the class. That's the easiest way to tell, is if they stay upright or if they fall to the side. Laying in the back. Yeah. Is there any nudie bars near a fun spot or grinkers? <laughs> We're going to find out. I kind of want to test this theory. Establishment is naturals. I wouldn't go there. No. <laughs> yeah, we got to test this one. You can stick theory. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, the quick disclosure here. Back when I was 22, I dated oh. a girl who was 21 who had um, saline implants. <laughs> and yeah, and I didn't know uh, when we first started dating. And uh, when she talked about it, she's like, "Yeah, you know, they're they're completely natural and all this." And and then she told me, she, you know, I was hanging out with her and her female roommate, and she said, uh, "You know, my roommate, she has uh, silicone implants." And I'm like, "Really? So there's like a difference? I I didn't know, you know, like what's the deal with all this?" She's like, "Yeah, you know, check them out, feel the difference." I'm like, seriously? <laughs> That's a prop. So yeah, <laughs> and then we started dating. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, wow, okay, all right. <laughs> so, 
So you can certainly uh, tell the difference, both visually and uh, tactily. Tactily, yes. <laughs> so tell us about, so describe the differences that you felt. Saline is natural. I would say as close to natural as possible. Uh, but at a glance, if you're like, you know, some perv at a strip club or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the silicone, you'd be like, bam, those are awesome, you know, but they're plastic, right? The thing, uh, well, the thing they don't tell you, well, they don't, I don't know if they don't tell you, but um, saline, uh, cold. It's like room temperature. They're not body temperature because there's no blood or anything circulating through those. Yeah. Hmm, so, Doctor Crafty. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, I mean, for those of you who don't know, my wife went through breast cancer and she had a double mastectomy. All right, now I feel like a dick. Thanks. So that's how I know. <laughs> I know. Like I was about ready to make a boob pattern generator joke, but now I feel bad. <laughs> oh, okay, that was a better joke than mine. <laughs> So anyway, yeah. So yeah, saline's not. It's not like. Um, I think silicone must have been the same way. It's like not not body temperature. So that's another way you could instantly tell is they don't feel warm. I don't recall temperature differences to be honest. Yeah, you're probably more, more kind of caught in the moment, I guess. Yeah, you're probably, <laughs> you're probably distracted. You're like, hey, these are great. And later, I was like, wow, did that really just happen? <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 where's the uh, motorboat sound? Yeah. <laughs> oh, where's the motorboat? <laughs> oh my God. Who who sings? Um. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That'll totally do. Motoring. <laughs> What the hell is he saying? Is he saying motoring? What's, yeah. <laughs> yes. No. Is he saying motorboating? <laughs> motoring. Motorboating. What? What's your price? <laughs> so, were anybody else do pickups or anything fun and arcade related? You know, actually, uh, just real quick, um, the uh, the board the Tron guy sent me for that wacko. Uh, yeah. I, th I threw that in my wacko, and uh, yeah, all my sound problems are gone. Bonus. So you, I didn't realize you actually had sound problems on your original set. Uh, yeah, there was like intermittent uh, problems with the fire, uh, the fire sound. Huh. So the okay. shoot sound. So yeah, I threw that board set in this weekend. It was uh, up in the mid upper 60s, so the arcade was plenty warm. So I, I pulled wacko off the board, up the uh, wall, and, and threw that board set in, and uh, yeah. It's working. Awesome. Perfect. Nice. So I'll, pr I'll probably uh, look at uh, it's. I have a feeling it's the, the, the sound problems on my other board. So I'll probably get that one fixed up and, and, and working and, and keep it as a backup. But yeah. Sweet. And then I swapped out the uh, marquee just for fun. Awesome. Yeah, I, I picked up a cabinet uh, over the weekend myself. It's actually for a coworker that wants me to. Build a multi-game for them, but the the cabinet had already been converted. Um, but it was originally a uh, Aladdin's castle oh. machine. Yeah. And I've never actually seen one in person. I've seen pictures of them. But mm -hmm. <clears throat> what's interesting is it it's actually made by uh, Tato. Oh um, really? Yeah. So it you know I snapped a picture of the label on the back, 
they so they manufactured them for Aladdin's castle specifically. Right. So, um, so we, should, we should explain that a little bit. Like, what is an Aladdin's castle? Right. Yeah. So Aladdin's castle was a uh, was a you know an arcade, um, like at malls and stuff, basically, yep. right? Yep. And uh, I I think even there was Namco arcades, right? Like Namco specific arcades. Uh, either way, yeah, yeah, either way, yeah. there were there was an Aladdin's, Aladdin's castle. castles were in like every fucking mall though. Yeah, right here. Yeah. Yep. So, and I don't know the original intention of it, but I I'll make the assumption that um, it was just kind of a generic cabinet that they wanted to easily swap out games, you know, periodically. You know, yeah. if a game wasn't getting much play, they didn't get much quarters in it. Try it with some other newer model. So, yeah, that's, that's 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 my impression too. Is like like they've got this sort of generic Aladdin's Castle branded cabinet, like they yep. throw whatever they wanted into it. Yeah, it, but it, a pretty slick design though. That it, it basically everything's front serviceable. Yep. So uh, you open the coin door, and then to the to the side, to the left, as you're viewing from the front, is a little latch that opens up a an access panel to a slide out drawer. Um, it's kind of a vertical drawer um, that slides out, and that's where your circuit board would be, um, JAMA. And and then there's also access to the monitor adjustments from the front. And then when you take off the uh, marquee bezel, um, and I think there was a few other cabinets that did this too, but there was uh, like these kind of thumb screw setups. There's four of them. That you remove, and then it, the the plywood that the the actual monitor attached to had little handle slots in it, so you could uh, remove the four screws. They're thumb screws, no tool required. And then you put your hands in the in the the two slots and that are in the plywood, and you you pull the whole monitor with the plywood out, and you could rotate it to be vertical or, or horizontal. <laughs> or you put your hands in there and you rotate this and touch that. Uh, yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> and the uh, the control panel itself, I think there was a. Uh, I think Dynamo maybe did some cabinets like that, where it seemed like part of the cabinet construction was plywood or some other sheet metal, but then there's an insert on the top that's another sheet metal piece, and that one has like four screws that can be removed. And the, the so it's like a flat sheet metal section that can have different configurations for your control panel setup. So, you know, trackball or two joysticks or one joystick, however many buttons type setup. So it, it pretty slick design, you know. But uh, what they did a little different was they kind of had this kind of yes, marquee cabaret kind of theme where there was like a bunch of uh, light dots, you know, like chase lights. Yeah, that's and right. uh, the the actual marquee itself um, has a panel behind it that's kind of similar to the other older the Tato classics like Zookeeper and stuff, where they're actual individual bulbs like uh, uh, what you find on a pinball machine, and they actually have a I could it's in the cabinet. I'm actually going to be removing this because the guy who wants it doesn't want any of that. Um, it looks like a little driver circuit board that um, sends signals out to the marquee to make the lights kind of twinkle. 
So there's, you know, I don't know, probably 20 or 30 um, little bulbs in the marquee that it could kind of do a twinkle or chase light effect. Yeah, I remember the chase lights on them. Yeah, I don't, I, I've never actually seen a working version of it, but kind of an interesting setup. Um, yeah, well, it's weird because, like, they didn't, they had, they'd had them, like, interspersed, like, at least in the arcades I remember, like, seeing them in the, the, the mm -hmm. Aladdin's Castles, they'd have them, like, randomly, like, you'd walk through it, like, oh, here's, like, their Aladdin's Castle, like, featured game. But it was, like, this sort of, like, showcase kind of thing that they were trying uh -huh. to do. It's like, oh, it's, like, this big deal of their game of the week or whatever. Yeah. And uh, another kind of weird thing I noticed was when I pulled the the monitor is like burn free by the way I'm like ooh man I need to use reuse try oh, to yeah. use this well, on the game. Which monitor were they using in those? So things? it's it's actually a Hanna Trex. So I don't know if those are qual very good quality or not. Probably not. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. So it's a Hanatrex and... But people have also said Vision Pros are shit, and I've had really good experiences with them, so... Yeah, it's a, a Hanatrex, like, I, I want to say MTC 9000 or something like that. I don't know if that's, like, the only one they did, but... Um, the monitor's burn free, <laughs> but nice. the, the guy I got it from said the uh, fly, flyback was blown, so... I don't know. I, I'm like, does it even have the same neck the tube uh, neck that might work with the Geo 7 or something. I don't know. You know, swap it out to a better chassis. I have no idea. It's, um, it should be. It's, you know, it's just a regular tube. Um, Buffett, if you ask, you know, Buffett, I was always like, oh, I get a Hantrex. I just throw it. Right. K7000s he throws on those, right? Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't like to work on them, but... Uh, uh -huh. A lot of people have them, um, and there's one guy, Mecca, on Flop. I don't know if you've seen his Okay, post. I recall the name. He uh, he swears by them. He says they're great, huh. uh, that they're really the best visually. They're very crisp. Uh, you know, the display is very crisp. So, yeah. But cool. the MPC 9000, I think, is the most common one. Is it? Yeah. There's what's weird is, like, the, the actual, um, well, I'll call it the shroud. The cardboard mm -hmm. piece that goes around the monitor behind the bezel. Uh, on the on the face of it, it's, it's black with kind of a, a thick red band stripe that goes around and a bunch of big white dots to kind of look like that kind of cabaret style chase light looking. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to compare it, but but uh, when I pulled it out, I was like, weird. On on the back side, it was reversible, and on the back side, it was identical but like bright yellow. So instead of a black uh, shroud, it was bright yellow. I'm like, oh, that, that probably would be distracting trying to play the game. You got this glare of color, you know. Yeah. It seems like default, you just want black around the monitor, so you can just kind of focus on the game itself. Right. Yeah, it's probably some, you know, artist rendering is like, yeah, that'll look cool, let's do it, you know, and they build them, ah, let's just put that one on the back side. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, fifty bucks can't go wrong with that. Oh, that's cool. You know, so it's it. You know, my coworker, he just he's kind of starting to get into games, so it's maybe kind of be a gateway to him being a collector. But um, it was already modified and uh, Street Fighter two-player six-button setup. So I'll just kind of you know set him up with the multi-game with that. 
I see Gleek's on here, huh? Hey, what's going on? Oh, hey, going? welcome, welcome. <laughs> I was like, you're in a different room today. Well, I see a Popeye. Oh, this yep. is, yeah, Popeye's right here and Crazy Climber behind me. This is my uh, middle floor. And we do have basements in Michigan. It's cold here. Your um, middle floor. Man, you're like in some kind of multi-level <laughs> mansion. It's just a townhouse. <laughs> a few stories in the basement. So this is where I repair everything, as you can see. I, I've, I've showed you guys this before. So, hmm. I mean, some of you might have, haven't seen it. So that's my bench. I just, you know, it's cluttered. That's because I work on like, tons of stuff. I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't know anything about clutter. I never have any of that myself. Yeah. yeah. yeah right. <laughs> so this this cam's actually on my MacBook Pro. Um, oh no, my fault. This is the C290. Never mind. The Mac, the even the MacBook Pro is lower quality than that one. So yeah, you can actually. Oh, it's all right. <laughs> um. So um. So since I'm late, I know the question was, what game would you introduce to um kids of today? Right? Was it? To try and get, yeah, to try and uh, indoctrinate kids. Get them excited about yeah, classic yeah. arcade era. Can you relate this to your own childhood of the past or, or something like even current now that would kind of get them into the arcade? I think the idea is like today, like where, where they're already distracted by their cell phones and iPads and Xboxes and... Yeah. That's like how, do you, how do you engage them? You can't really say Nintendo because Nintendo dominates the console world. Um, you know, shoot them up, they're out. Um... What else is out? All the classics are out. I mean, I mean, they're not out necessarily because the classics are not really re represented well to the children of the consoles. It's mainly to us, our age group. Well, I think the idea is a classic game now. So, like, if you're going to draw them in. So, like, actually, real quick, let's just go around the room real fast since you missed it. Like, uh, just rattle off your, like, your answer for the question to help uh, Mike kind of, like, cue in. So, Crafty, what was your answer? You're muted. <laughs> oh, I came in. I came in late, but uh, I went through a bunch of classics and. Better to be late than never, Crafty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's what she. You know, I was like, well, maybe something easy and simple. Uh, so like, uh, Miss Pac-Man, Gravatar, maybe racing, like pole position. Not Gravatar. That was my joke one. Yeah. Centipede. You know, some of those easy classics that aren't too complex. I mean, you think about it, they play a lot of mobile games, right, on their phones and stuff. And mm -hmm. so some of those titles are actually you can download them. They're actually like on iOS and stuff. So you know, or something uh, Nintendo-y with Mario in it. Would that be like Mario Brothers, maybe? Or Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. Oh, Donkey Kong, of course. Yeah. Because the uh, Mario's pipe cleaners. Yeah, <laughs> Mario's still pretty raw. I mean, he's still out there on the Wii and you know the Wii U. So. <laughs> nice, so. that's perfect. Wii still out on the Wii. <laughs> Mario, yep. Okay, so that that was uh, not quick, but who's next? Yeah. <laughs> and they, let's see, what was the Pac-Man, Miss Pac-Man, Frogger, Smash TV? Or some others. Pinball. Uh, pinball. Just pinball in general. Yeah. Pinball. I was Crystal Crystal Castles. Crystal oh. Castles. Uh, yep. Well, I have one. I mean, uh, Gauntlet was one. Gauntlet, yeah. yeah. I, I'm, the only one I'm going to mention is the one that got me hooked um, kind of like when I was early, too, and it's it's still kind of popular with the kids these days, too. I, I guess they call them in a, in a, in a, in a, a cabinet. Yeah, it's a leprechaun. 
Uh, yeah, we, we poked fun at that one, actually. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, 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 chimes. You guys yes. already said that? Well, I talked about it just because the cabinet is kind of creepy, and I found that the gameplay is to be a little tedious. Well, that's great for kids, though. Yeah, you, and you could be right. I mean, playing it when I'm in my 40s is probably not the same as for someone who's <laughs> yeah, like, you know, 10. Although, was... although I would say it's probably not good for a 10, 11, 12-year-old, but it might be great for someone who's like 7 or 8. Yeah, yeah, that's. I thought that was a question. And the, the yeah, zombie child uh, Mormon side art, you know, of course, yeah, always shooting in the corn. Yeah. I, I mean, to to me, that that wasn't really a dark game. It was kind of light. I mean, in today's standards, there's so much gore. You know, that yeah, they might not even be focused that much. They'd probably be bored after the first couple of rounds. <laughs> so. Yeah. Like, uh, where's my sniper rifle and my? You know what would be a good one, um, even though it's Nintendo? Probably Duck Hunt. That's like a timeless classic. Yeah. You know? How could you not want to shoot at ducks? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gun games, that's a good one. Yeah. shoot? Who would not want to shoot at some ducks? <laughs> I'm not talking about Chiller or Terminator 2. Um, yeah. yeah. And that dog. Shooting that fucking dog. <laughs> No, yeah. Speaking of dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't filled my quota for the night. I've done that all night long, oh my god. Is it like... I've done it like three times, but there's someone, someone's been talking, it's been the wrong time. Uh, you must have a lovely singing voice. And I noticed your samples, Jim, are, are way muted. They're way lower. I Yeah, I lowered all of them significantly. It's like you're not even here. Well, I, 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 people have to be able to talk. I've, I've yeah, learned. I'm <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't completely mute everything. Just, uh, you know, mostly the music stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, it's be tolerable for everyone. It's one of those. It's more subtle now. Like if people catch it, it could be funny. If, but I'm not gonna like kill everyone with, with the volume. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> How do you? We could probably strike a balance, though. I think I think you can go up a little bit on some of the stuff. Really? Okay. Yeah, just make your own judgment on them. Yeah. Oh, and I call I uh, caught the tail end of this before I joined. It was set on my laptop. Um, how how much would you sell a a karate champ for? Well, I bought mine for fifty, but I wouldn't personally pay more than I don't know two three hundred for it. It's it's a good yeah. game. It's just not a valuable game. You know? so, yeah. So I think I think we land on the same spot. So the dude was talking about wanting to sell his for five hundred, um, but um, I, I think you know uh, that's a bit high. Yeah. Yeah, it, it'd have to be super clean. Yeah. Uh, and even then, it you got to line up the right buyer. Yeah, or the buyer who's like California, really where you can rip anybody off, right? Yeah. <laughs> the premium prices. Yeah. Not rip, not rip you off, but it's just really high premiums out there. It's it's weird. I was, you know, it's been a few years, but those were there was like two games I'd constantly see. It seems like it was Karate Kid and uh, Kangaroo. Okay. Those those would always sit on Craigslist for a while. Yeah. No, they'd so linger like, in 200, 300, 250, 150. Once yeah. they get down to about 100, then they start selling. But you know we're three, four, or five years ago. So, Has anybody here um, moved from a state 
to a different state to California or move from California out of it? 20 years ago. <laughs> California. <laughs> I, I, I moved to Oklahoma and then back 20 now, years ago. Oh, Oklahoma. So, yeah. Not recent though, right? Okay. Yeah. I'm just wondering, like, like, like how much – Oh, because I never went to California or anything like that. I mean, let's say if you make like a 50K salary here and if you go to California doing the same job, what do you get? 100K there to compensate or no? It's still location specific in California. There's way less expensive areas. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So if, you're, if you're living in the city like New York, then obviously you compensate. Yeah, like California, you could be in the Bay Area, Silicon Valley Oh, you know, yeah. Carrie's area versus inland aways or San Diego starts bumping up again. Yeah, because we talk about that at work all the time. It's like so a lot of people before they go or think about going, it's like, well, do we get a salary increase? You know, it's a big, yeah. So. Yeah. It, you know, so Mike, honestly, Mike, my my joke or a really good that I tell people around here who yeah. Really, I was living in so I worked in Placer County, lived in Nevada County, which is up towards um, uh, as you're going towards Tahoe, mm -hmm. but outside of Sacramento, basically. Yep. So Sacramento up towards the hills, and I had bought a house in Grass Valley, um, and then I got my job in San Francisco and moved down to where I live now, which is kind of on the coast south of San Francisco. Mm -hmm. I cannot afford, you know, and I I bought where I live because I I love it and I wanted to be near the ocean, but on the other hand, I also couldn't afford San Francisco, so that was a no-brainer. But um, I bought contingent upon when I purchased my house, I bought it contingent on the sale of my other house, and in the contingency contract, it uh, had said you know it's on sale, and I think my house I had it on the market. I bought it at 135 and sold it at like around one. 85, which, you know, good. Yeah, that's, but, that sounds normal. But oh, yeah, your new place was 600, right? <laughs> so. Yeah, pretty, oh, oh more than. Um, oh. And so actually when it sold and I was moving into my house, the the sellers, you know, you talk, after the whole deal's over with, you talk candidly with people you buy from, and they're like, yeah, we were wondering what kind of house you could get for one hundred eighty-five thousand dollars. Like, well, oddly enough, yeah. a three-bedroom, two-bath house that's close to two thousand square feet. Okay, so it, it's maybe a, a stereotype that people have, then, right? Showcase showed up. Yeah. Like, talk about the location, location, location. Like, my current house is a little over 2,000 square feet. It's a little bit larger. It has, you know, but in, but it's a lot more. I don't have a million-dollar house, but it's a lot more than $185,000. I can't yeah. talk anymore, Carrie. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Modest people that live in apartments. I feel weird talking about it, but on the other hand, to be honest, Bay Area real estate prices are fucking stupid. Like, yeah, they are. <laughs> It wasn't a down payment. This was not even a fucking down payment for where I live, where I have my soul crushing mortgage. Right. Um, I will be working until I'm like 80. Same. Unless my mother wins a lot of I don't buy tickets. My mother occasionally buys tickets, and if she wins, I win. So, I, you know, go mom, win. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. I think that was a good answer to that question. I guess uh, moving to color is yeah. possible. On the, on the kind of a little bit of a flip side, you know, we got people that the salaries are really good in areas where 
also housing is really expensive. Yeah. And yeah. they'll buy a house in a less expensive area and then spend half their freaking lives tran uh you know uh commuting. Right. You know, they they work a two hour drive from where they live. They spend where they live. They spend four hours a day driving. I mean it's ridiculous. They work a two hour drive. I like we're the best. <laughs> I'm about six beers deep, so I'm all good. different here. I have an hour drive because nobody wants to live in Detroit, you know. So yeah, that's kind of us, like outside of Stockton. Yeah. Any yeah. There are no viewers outside of Stockton. Like I worked in Placer, where you know my $185,000 house was would be expensive. And here I'm like, really? It's like it's been so many years. I'm like, I can't even imagine a house for $185,000. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was so much cheaper that people absolutely would commute from outside of Stockton, like Manteca. Um, yeah. Choice places like in Christmas is what I'm talking about. I'm like, man. Yep. I know people yeah. that uh, yeah. they they work in San Jose, but they live here. That's insane. Oh my That's God. like that it's like so almost a three-hour drive. Yeah. And they they set up a deal, but although they are kind of fortunate, they set up a deal where they only quote unquote work in the office two or three days a week, and the rest is from home. Yeah. No, and, yeah. it, and the price differences are huge. And when we, I mean, I grew up in San Jose. I grew up for, um, I grew up a mile and a half from the Winchester Mystery House, the hardest looking town. Like well, the Winchester uh. Mystery House. <laughs> 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 Well, those places are all they, – they seem like they're so close by, Sacramento, San Francisco, San Jose, Stockton. They look like they're, like, right there, you know? Right, and yet it's an entire – like, where I live and where Chris yeah. lives, entire world of difference. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, having lived in both places. Yeah. You said you're in Stockton, so that's a little bit more landlocked then, right? No, 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 no. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, we don't live in Stockton. No one lives in Stockton. Mike, I only laugh about it because I used to work in Stockton when I was a baby public mm. defender. Like I, my very first true public defender job. Oh, yeah. shit. I just reviewed, well, you guys all know I'm, I'm an yeah. attorney. Now YouTube knows, though. <laughs> yes, Stockton's just like, what, like a, a, a train depot, and that's about it, right? No, but anyways, in armpit, armpit. Yeah. Um, great people there. It is. Oh yeah, right. Oh. Um, I, like even when I worked at Stockton, and I'm sorry for all of our Stockton viewers. Oh wait, there's not <laughs> one. Um, one. When, when there's, not one. there's not one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I refuse to actually live. Everyone in, in chats. What? What Stockton? <laughs> Sometimes you can find a good deal on a cabinet in Stockton. But you better be uh, driving your bulletproof uh, vest and vehicle yeah, and all I, that. I just need to do research for restaurants in Stockton, like, because I knew, like, I, I was I was there for nine months before I got my job in Placer County, and like, people were like, "Oh, you cheap move!" Like, yeah, Stockton, Auburn, like, <laughs> duh. I mean, yeah. the Auburn's gorgeous for those who don't feel like really pretty when you're way up but I was, so when I had my job in Stockton, I commuted from Sacramento County. I was in Elk Grove because uh, I refused to live in Sacramento. That's County. not too bad. 
No, it was it was brutal because my daughter was little. She was like three. And so Just she was, itty bitty. Yeah, and I was and I was a single parent, so it was it was pretty rough. But um, but no, it wasn't awful. It was I went down like ninety nine, and it was like an hour. But mm-hmm. it, yeah, two hours of commuting each day, or actually more. It was more than. It's funny. I actually commute an hour now. I go to BART. Yeah, kind of an hour is the is the acceptable limit, I think. Yeah. Forty five yeah. minutes to an hour. What are you guys' commute like now? I mine Four is it's, <laughs> my One commute day. is my commute is fifteen point two five miles and it takes forty five minutes to an hour. Oh my god. It's just the way it is. But it's excellent for listening to podcasts. <laughs> Audiobooks. So and, yeah. and my commute is from when I'm stepping foot outside, like locking the key of my house to when I put my ass into my chair in my office. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let me back. Put the key in and plant my ass. And then yeah, and but so I drive to Bart, park, get onto the Bart, Bart train. Drive to see Bart. Yeah, take the train. <laughs> Very rapid transit. Yeah. See, see, there, there it is again. I take the, I take the train. Yeah. Yep, take the train. Exactly, manic Monday. Thank you. Um. <laughs> um Anyone else think of Seinfeld when they hear that song? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> when George is pretending to be handicapped. Oh, okay. All right, never. <laughs> So, so I drive to BART, which is a little under half an hour, park, walk to the train, wait for the train, get on the train, take the train to Civic Center, walk from Civic Center to my office. It's a little under an hour. But, okay. it, it's, you know, honestly, once you're in the, once you're on public transportation, it oh, doesn't count. I'm, I'm with you. It's such a, a, a relief. Yeah. Because you can read, you can listen. You can do whatever you want. You don't have to worry about driving, fighting traffic, or being stressed out about anything. And you can just kind of do whatever you want. Like, I will, taking the bus has spoiled me. I will, I will say that in the Bay Area, um, we have a very high homeless and mentally ill population. And so in the morning, sometimes, like, you'll step into a train in your car, and you'll be like, ooh, this one's pretty empty. And then you're like, oh, the smell, the smell. And you, like, vacate that train car because there's, like, a homeless – mentally ill person passed out in one of the streets and they really, really stink. Um, sad, you know, I make light, but it, but it is that. Jim, do you encounter that? Like, I mean, it can be a, a truly a morning thing where you walk in and you see everybody kind of look like the worst of passed out a mentally ill homeless person. Who's gonna no, not so much. Uh, there's always like one or two people that you're just like, oh boy, that's low income there. But, uh, it's not like not to be a complete ass, but I mean, for the most part, every for the most part, everyone's pretty pretty much. You see the same people day in and day out, and um, you kind of get a you can not to be prejudiced, but you can read people pretty quick and be like, okay, well that person works down. Okay, they probably work at that plaza or or whatever. They're probably this position, and such a wide range of people too. Um, you know, people from like their early 20s all the way up to people in their like you know mid 50s uh, maybe even 60s um, so it, it, it's quite a wide variety but I would say most people that take the metro transit at least the the bus that I take the, the route that, that I take are um, you know they're they're okay there's always like one or two stinkies but it's not that terrible that's 
Yeah, no, that's good. It's, it's been, let me put it this way. It's been very rare. There's been, I can count on one hand the amount of times where every seat's been filled up and people have been standing on the bus. Wow. Almost always there's at least some seats available. That's great. I mean, that's good. Yeah. That's what you want. And, and honestly, in the morning when you're grumpy and shit, the last thing you want to do is deal with, like... No, oh, I know. Nobody's in a good mood. What pisses me off, there's always, like, one or two people, and it's always the same people, too, I've noticed, that will sit on the outside seat. It's like, you fucker. I mean, come on. Like, what? Like, you can't, you can't move over and let someone sit next to you or welcome that there's another seat, you know? It's just kind of etiquette, like... Sit on the inside, and if people are boarding, move your shit off the seat next to you so that someone can sit down. That, that's that's yeah. my only pet peeve. Her main problem is the mums that bring like those double-wide baby strollers and don't like give a crap or fold up the handicap seat to slide the stroller in more. They'll just leave it halfway out in the aisle so you have to walk <laughs> on your tippy toes or jump over the... Uh, the kid stroller. Like they're like parking limos on the damn bus with those strollers. Yeah. But at our bus stations to prevent uh, the homeless from sleeping in them, every seat has um, arms on it so they can't lay across the benches. Ah, gotcha. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That was just in response to the chat. <laughs> no YouTuber will get that reference. <laughs> oh, well. So, so Andrew, uh, it looks like I, I'm actually going to be in Denver next Thursday for about 45 minutes. Oh, at the airport? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. I got all excited for a second. <laughs> yeah. So the the campaign I work for, um, I've done a, probably 75% of the work I've done is related to Times Square in New York, yet I've never actually 15, been... 14, 12, 9... Yes, exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> Got that bit, too. I'm so... Dude, uh, uh, not, to, not to feel your thunder for a second, yep. but... Um, I think I'll have the shows ready within two weeks. Oh, I have I have a few I have three the the last three shows I have to listen to to get the the you know the segments from like the the most recent three episodes. But um, today I, I'm I I'm like one segment away from being pretty much up to through episode eighty three. So and then it, then it's just I'm just gonna I've decided how I'm gonna just randomly. Uh, selected. I think I mentioned this last week. But anyways, keep going. See <laughs> that? It's all good. I can't count how many times I interrupted other people. <laughs> well, you remember the one that we do, right? Uh, when Mock didn't yeah. realize he was interrupting, <laughs> and he did like ten times. <laughs> I gotta find that episode. That was pretty early. That was like episode like ten or something. It was pretty early on. It's so hard. You got ten people on here, basically. You know. I, it's, it's it happens all the time. With, get through this shit. Yeah, it happens all the time with Arcade Outsiders guys, and they only got three guys. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, you got you got Sean and Joe, and then there's John. 
So it's like there's there, there's two opposing forces. You got the two dudes that that are all right, and then there's John. So yeah, <laughs> um, are yeah. they playing any influence on your edits, Jim? Like leave this out, leave this racist stuff out, leave that out, or no? Fuck no. Um, John told me when he was completely shit canned at at Grinkers, we're talking about this. He's like, yeah, dude, uh, that's great. Um, uh, yeah, whatever. I, I'm like, yeah, I was hoping you you guys could do because I figure there's gonna be like. At the time, I was guessing there's going to be like three, maybe four, two-hour shows. Um, I, I honestly, I don't know. I haven't added all the times up yet. But I was, I was like, I was hoping you guys could do some official like intros and outros, like you would for a regular show, so I could tack those on and have those as end caps. So it would like be like a real legit show. He's like, yeah, no problem, whatever. Um, and <laughs> he's, you know, John is just completely blitz. He's like, dude, but. You can't put any of the stuff in where I might be racist or whatever. And, I, and I'm like, and I'm going, I'm going along with it in the back of my head. I'm like, fuck that. I, that's yeah. like, that, that, that shit's so fucking hilarious. That that's that's half the shit that I find hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> racist. I know John. No one does, but it's just it comes with the territory. And so I'm just rolling with the punches, and and you know if he asks, can I preview this before? It's you know whatever. I don't. I think he means well. I think it's just you know poking poking jabs, kind of like what they used to do at the roast, you know, back in the fifties. Oh, know, absolutely. Like, yeah. Good friends, you know, like Sammy Davis Jr. and Dean Martin. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Well, absolutely. And and um, you know, the more I, <laughs> one. Okay. So so off topic with that though, like and and there's so much shit that's funny and and the way i've been labeling these episodes has been kind of interesting too because i have to put kind of a description in the file name and then i'll I'll bracket it with is it musical as in like is this going to be in the music segment or is this um a guest episode where there's a guest in there so i've been kind of um kind of you know separating them that way but I've noticed kind of a trend. I would say probably at least at least forty to fifty percent of the bits that where I end them, like the 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 punchline, so to speak, where where it ends, mm-hmm. is something that Sean says. He always has a bit at the end where everyone's laughing that he says. It's it's usually not. It's usually not Joe. It's usually not John. John, Joe, or John might be laughing at the end, but usually it's something Sean will say. And and I didn't didn't really um, account for that. Or, or but the way I've been editing these, I'm like, oh, again, this this segment ended with something funny that Sean said, and not the other two guys. But hmm. um, but you know, I've said this all along. I'm sure. There's going to be all kinds of just just like any any other arcade outsiders episode. I feel like there's going to be all kinds of criticism. Like, how could you not have included this voicemail or that thing? And it's like, well, you know what? You can you can make your own fucking best of shows. Right, no doubt. Funny, you know. It's a fan created, exactly. You know, best of clips. Right. (laughs) Who's Brian? Brian. Brian, maybe. Who's that? Who is Brian? That's uh, Dave from oh, Buffalo's uh, oh, cousin. Oh, yeah. But he kind of cut out. He was in, and he, we yeah. lost him, I think. But, yeah, so anyways, <laughs> I'm going to be in New York next week. Um, I'm actually – I'm going to miss our show next week, sad face. 
Um, <laughs> I'm traveling. I'm traveling out there on Tuesday. Going to be there Tuesday night, all day Wednesday. Come home Thursday. So, but yeah, I'm finally. That's been like this ongoing joke <clears throat> for the last eight or nine years. Mm. You know, yeah, we're gonna send you out to New York this year because mm. I've been involved with. I mean, seriously, at least fifty million dollars worth of projects, and never actually been there in person to see the work I was involved in. It's just pictures, you know. But now I get to actually finally go there almost 10 years into it. <laughs> so I'm excited to finally do it. But, yeah, so anyways, on my way back, on my way out, I stop at uh, Phoenix. Got a layover in Phoenix, which is only an hour. But, uh, you know, there's, what, uh, 30 Fathom Dave and J-A-W-H-N, John. I was like, man, if I was there for three or four hours, I'd be like, hey, let's meet up, guys. You know, <laughs> but uh, and then same go- coming back from, I I got a layover in uh, Denver, but it's only like an hour, so <laughs> I'll have a beer, say cheers <laughs> on Untapped. <laughs> so, so. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, so. I don't know. Anything else? New? Any guys? Oh, I see some crazy climber. Yeah, some other gameplay. Broadcasting freaking video. <laughs> so are you relatively good at this? I or? actually, I actually, yeah, a lot of people suck at this because they don't yeah. understand. Do you guys all understand how to play? The first four or five times I played, I'm like, this game freaking sucks. No, do you guys know how to play it? Everybody it, says it sucks. You have to alternate the joysticks, right? Well, that, that's just that's just getting one thing down. There, there's a major factor to the game that I guess is not explained to a lot of people. Okay. But when you're climbing up that tower and you're going, you know, back and forth with joysticks, um, when when things are falling down on you, you push both joysticks up and you keep them up. And the pot, the flower pots bounce off your head. Huh. And a lot of people don't do that. They try. To avoid... oh, it's kind of like a shield type. Yeah, thing. they try. They try to avoid the pot plants all the time. So that that's like a major way of like passing the board. And the part where you know like Donkey Kong is or something like that in the towers, you just ignore it and just go right past them. That's the easiest way to do it. <laughs> in further further levels, when the the what do you call those big things? Beams of steel are falling at you. You don't you don't push both joysticks up. You push both joysticks down to like bring yourself flatter to the building, so so it goes behind you. It's kind of neat. So um, the only problem I have with Crazy Climber, as you can see there, is there's no high score kit. And I swear, people want a high score kit for this game so bad, and that's what makes me play these games, you know, because I turn them off all the time. So what, what's the point of playing a game if it, if you can't save your high score in it, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you baby. No. I'm just yeah, kidding. yeah. <laughs> so it was so, a, that's a Tato game, right? Or Tato? Yeah, it is. It's Tato. Yeah. But it's actually, like, I, I have a, I have a serious memory of uh, playing Crazy Climber. Uh, my, my grandparents had a drive-in movie theater in the huh. concession. What? Area. Oh, that's so uh, cool. <laughs> yeah, in the concession area of their their movie theater, they had a Crazy Climber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It so was that, that one. That one was actually like licensed by someone else, right? Uh, n- yeah, it's right there. Nihon Busan, right yeah. there. Yeah. 
<laughs> because I believe there's two or three versions of the cabinets, right? But there's a. There's it's an early, early Tato, uh, so it's the flat top Tato's. Yeah, it, this has got like the orange, you know, this is the, the normal. Yeah, that's the yeah. most common one you got yeah. there. Normal shit. Which oh, is it's common. Of, not worth shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if you might as well throw that thing out. Yeah. If you look, look at the top of the cabinet, though, it's like it's all flat instead of the, uh, the, the slightly. Oh, so that's kind of the. That's like my storage area. That's yeah. like the um, <laughs> my Strata, Stratavox, the other older uh, Tato game. That's the elevator action in a burger time. Nice. They're turned off right now. So. so that's kind of the before, that cabinet design is just before elevator action, zookeeper, jungle hunt, all those. Yeah, like, right. yeah exactly. Yeah. So that, that um overlay you see there, the bezel, that's from uh, this old game from Rich. It's freaking uh, Nice. I waited six months for the damn thing. Yeah, well. But there you go. I, well, I, I, it's always um, patience is I, – I, I can't think of the phrase, damn it. Grasshopper. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was worth the wait. It's like a finger pointing at the moon. <laughs> So, uh, Gak, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't look at the finger, or you'll miss all the, miss heavenly, all the heavenly glory. Thank you, yeah. enter the dragon. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's right. I, I know I know this shit, right? <laughs> what were you going to say, Andrew? Uh, the, the salt shaker, sorry. I was a... <laughs> oh, shake, shake, shake. Did it, did it. Yes. Um, but, so I was going to say, the other version of the cabinet of that game, the the rarest, I would say, is, I don't think it's actually a Tato cabinet. It's the not. rarest one. It's it it like the the control panel like sticks out kind of awkwardly from the cabinet. And is that is that the Nitsubishi or whatever it's called the Nishu Bichu version cabinet? Oh, no question. Or, or noisy. Ah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, totally. I see, I see a picture of that, Gak. I've never seen that cab before. Yeah, the, the guy I got my iRobot from um, actually had one of those. Here, I'll, I'll post a link. Okay, that. yeah. This makes Crazy Climber way better. Yes. What so, Actually, I think that picture you just posted. I'm pretty sure that picture you just posted. Yeah, arcade collecting. Yes, that is the same. Oh, I thought person. it was porn. Damn it! That that website, arcadecollecting.com. That's the guy I got my iRobot from. Same guy. That's the I've dude. seen that. I've seen that actual cabinet right there in that picture in person, and I I played it briefly once. God damn, this like, are like polished. What, what a strange cabinet, you know? It's so weird. Was the uh, the the same coin uh, mixes on uh, Nintendo cabs? The Seikos? Is it little dinky, <laughs> tiny looking things? You have beautiful eyes, Andrew. Uh, <laughs> I've always like zoomed in. Oh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was just peeking at the uh, the coin mix on that thing. I think I've got a set of coin mechs on that one. 
So he didn't have the mad planet snows there, but he had a Snaxon Jackson. Oh my god. Is that like the sequel to Action Jackson? Oh. <laughs> Alright. Have you ever played Snaxon Jackson? That is an awkward, strange... Can I get in on the next round? It's disturbing. How many people, how many people on this chat are, have played Snaxon Jackson? I haven't yeah. heard of it. It's uh, my bedtime there. God, you'd be up in two hours for work. Oh. All right, Seabart. Yeah. Oh, hey, are you gonna are you gonna um, arrange a meetup with with uh, Gleek? To get uh, up Profest or what? I gotta figure out the oh, wait. realities. Chris, Seabart, this can't this can't be your and this has to be your your theme song. Oh, shit, here we go. Can't, we can't hear Jim. Can't hear Jim. You really can't. What, what the what was like loud now? Fuck you, Greek. Yeah, you went like opposite ends. Anyway, you should be able to hear this. Oh my god. <laughs> Or next week. Right. Next week. <laughs> but yeah, I gotta find out uh, from the PO if I'm allowed. Oh, to I thought you were taking pants off. I was like, I was playing, playing the wrong song if those pants were coming off. Oh yeah. But I'll I'll find out in a couple of weeks if I'm able to go to Brofest. Mm -hmm. I really want to, because trust me, three hours on a bus or three days on a bus to get to Grinkers. Mm -hmm. uh, but... Anyway, see you guys next week. All right, take care. Chris. Bye. Ulu. Au revoir. Ciao. Ciao. Can you really not hear any of any of these songs? I thought I. It's it's extremely quiet. Weird. It's like the polar opposite. Yet I can. Yes. Sounds over. All right. Do you have those at like what, like minus ninety? It's yeah. It's like. Most of these are about yeah minus ninety, and yeah, and so. last week we were playing with those levels, and so I I assumed that most of them would be good around that level, and I was listening to them like, because I wanted the music at least to be able to be playing with people able to talk over it. Yeah, that's it's definitely way too quiet. Huh. Weird. Maybe the number of people affects so, it. Maybe the fact that you're not presenting, like or you're not the uh, recorder. Let me try, I'll try like, I'll, let's see here. Let me, first, let me find a song that, that you guys consider to be pretty darn quiet. And um, let's see. What would this be? Okay, so here's one that's like minus 80. Yeah, it still seems pretty quiet. It's pretty low. Okay, let me, all right, let, let's keep listening. Is that better? Nobody's talking, so it's still quiet, I, I would assume. Yeah, as soon as someone talks, it gets really quiet. Yeah. Okay, so, all right. Uh, now I'm going to bump it up and, um, in within the soundboard. Let, okay, keep listening. Yeah. All right, so this is where it was. Yeah. 
Is that better? Well, where are you at right now? I'm at uh, minus 57. Now, can you hear me over it, though? Yeah, I hear you just fine. Yeah, but anytime someone else talks, it gets really quiet. See, that's what I'm saying. Oh, you mean the song is really quiet? Yeah, the song gets quiet. Yeah. That must just be the nature of it. Yeah. Might just be the way the chat's set up. So I mean, I mean, it, to put it to put it in perspective, I mean, I used to have this all the way at zero. So I mean, it would go from it would go from from this to this. Yeah. But now no one can talk over it. So about like negative thirty, maybe. Or in the middle. Well, this is negative thirty-five. Yeah. All right. Are we still that recording? Seems... Can I get the thing banned because you just played like a minute of that song? <laughs> well, with breaks in between it. Hope, hopefully that helps. Yeah. Oh, well. Good night, everyone. Yeah. Orange whip. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Jim. Fuckers. <laughs> How dare you? Broke now our Yeah. Our, all of our subscribers will never be able to <laughs> listen to you adjusting your levels. Yeah, it's 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 kind of a, it's kind of tricky. I mean, it, it's not exactly like um yeah. like Skype. There there's a very fine line. The sound, the, the just the straight up sound effects. That's okay, because I can interrupt anyone with that, and it, it's short. But but with the music, it's a little trickier. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, trying to have it be like background music while someone talks, or is it right stopping to be like, okay, music's playing, and now I can talk. Yeah, yeah right, right. <laughs> and that's exactly what I'm trying to avoid. But but you still want it to be heard. That's the other thing. Oh well, Hi, you know, first world problems. Yeah, <laughs> all of our problems, quite frankly, are first world problems. Talking about video games. Hello. That, that is true. That is true. Yeah. All right, I'll I'll worry about this shit later. <laughs> we can figure this out another time. For now, I'll just I'll just annoy the fuck out of everyone and crank everything as far as. There you go. The, the God damn Jim. On the other hand, Jim, it's gonna take us a little while to figure to to kind of get it. We we got used to like, oh hey, here's the sound effect. Mm -hmm. So I need to pause, and so it will be. It, it, can I just say each time I say pause, I think of P A W S, like pause. Um, my dogs. The dog trainer herself. <laughs> yes, I know. I have a dog trainer. Oh, and that's the other thing. Can I just say like when I went to get my um my getaway, my pinball. And I'm talking to folks, like, I had told the guy, like, oh, I'll come and pick it up, you know, I'll come and see it and try it out this afternoon after I go to work. I've come to realize, kind of my normal banter is I just talk about being a dog trainer, which is true. Is true. I am. On Saturdays, I teach dog training. I teach dog agility. I don't say I'm a lawyer. As soon as you say you're a lawyer, people think you make lots of money. And I do make a decent salary. It's not like private practice money, but I make a decent salary, but I have a soul-crushing mortgage. So it, I figure I get the sympathy points by talking about being a dog trainer. It's much more appropriate. Oh, nice. Well, right? yeah, I mean, assholes, dog trainers. Carrie, Carrie, to be fair, if, if we're, if we're going to talk about uh, anything relating to dating, 
I would use that as your career and not as a, an attorney because that, that, that is a great test. Oh, okay, so this guy doesn't really care how much money I, I realize. Normally, normally, that's the advice I give to my guy friends. I'm like, tell, tell the girl you work at fucking McDonald's. And if she's if she uh, wants to see you again, okay, you might have a keeper. You might have a keeper. She's not. You know for a fact she's not after you for your money, <laughs> even though they're raising their wage to fifteen bucks an hour. <laughs> On the other hand, I'm mean, sure it's totally like a sexist thing, but I've never really felt like like there were guys out there who wanted to date me because of how much I made or my career. No, they just want you for your body. <laughs> I mean, come on. Um, I, I mean, if, if anything, I would say it was probably more. I mean, I've been mean, just kind of looking historically over the last, you know, period of time, um, that it would be more a matter of like wanting to make certain that I wasn't some sort of gold digger. But I, you know, it, it because I've certainly been, most of the relationships I've been in, I've made more than the person I've been with. Um, sometimes it's too close to the lady. Other times, I've made a lot more, or but I've made significantly more than the person I was with, and I can't, it, like, it's been extraordinarily rare where I've gone out with someone who's made more than me. Not been the, the reality. Not that I'm not open to that, don't get me wrong, but um, it's... I love that, yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Andrew, that's why your theme is smooth operator. <laughs> <laughs> but, the but the reality is that I've used. Usually... She's got to make at least six figures for this. Yeah. Plus tax. Mm -hmm. I mean, to start with. Right. No, I do. I, I, I do. I, and, and oh. you know, I, quite frankly, I mean, it's public information. If you can oh. figure out my last name, which isn't that hard. <laughs> I love you, Jim. <laughs> it, it, because I work for the government, it's public information how much I make. It's delightful. I can Google my. I know. <laughs> it's funny you say that, Carrie, because when I look up my when I look up the info online, it's funny because I'm a brand new position. So, so they have a whole class for me, like the the spreadsheet here. Here's audio and video evidence technician, and I'm like, gee, there's there's so much so much of a question who that is right there. <laughs> just put my name in in that field instead of the job title. It would be, it would be an N of one, as we as we say in research, because that was my background. N of one would be you, Jim. Yeah. So, yeah. So I make I'm I I am in the six digit. I'm and quite frankly, anyone in the Bay Area, like you can't fucking live here, and own a home or or anything, and or not have twelve roommates, and not make right. six digits. And I have two jobs because I have a soul-crushing mortgage and I live by myself. Like I love it, soul-crushing mortgage. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like an 80s song itself. Yes. It does. Let's make one, yeah. You know, it's funny because a friend of mine is a, was a public defender or still is a public defender in Jersey. For a number of years, she worked both as a public defender and then on the weekends she worked like as a receptionist in a um, real estate company because she couldn't make her soul-crushing mortgage on her condo. Um, and that was that was Jersey, and I, it's like it's insane. It's, it's, it's insane. You're trying to do this as a single person. It's insane. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I do work hard for the money. Some days more so than others. 
So what, what you say you're a defender or you're the on the opposite side? Actually, neither. I used to be a public defender, so I'm a former defense attorney. I was that for a number of years. I now work for the government, um, and I do work in a couple of areas, but I work for the judicial branch of California, so I work for the state trying to help the courts statewide implement uh, collaborative courts, which are problem-solving courts. So if you have, you know, for courts that are designed to help people deal with their drug issues, mental health issues, veterans, elder courts, things like that, as well as I supervise a program of um, family court services, mediators, they have mandated training. And I have some, I have never practiced family law. Family law is awful because I like people to get along. Yeah. And, um, I'm kind of a long kind of a person, so I've never practiced family law, which is all about acrimony, most matrimony. But uh, the staff I supervise helps me to mediate child custody mediators about um, how to be better mediators and help people work out child custody agreements. So, so I, I wear a handful of hats. Does that require a lot of actual court time or not too much? Zero. In Zero. fact, I. I can no longer represent any clients in court because um, essentially we represent, we are part of the judicial branch. So my clients are judges. I teach judicial education. I work with, ju work with judges throughout the state. So I, in fact, before I came here, I was doing um, both the criminal defense and appellate law. And I thought I'd be able to continue to do appellate law, which is appellate law is basically like, hey, the trial court made the wrong decision. And so, um, or the trial, yeah, the trial court made a wrong decision. And so, hey, court of appeals, you need to overturn what the trial court said. And because our clients are basically the trial court, I couldn't do that uh, any longer. So, I cannot represent anybody anymore. I no longer have malpractice insurance. Conflict of interest, stuff like that. Mm. Yes, precisely, because my clients are the judges. My mm. primary client is I work with, and I am part of the judicial branch. And, and Jim does what? Um, he does the audio something evidence. Uh, I I do um, all the all the digital evidence, basically all the audio and video stuff for the most part that comes through uh, that the attorneys may or may not need in in court or in trial. Um, I prepare for them and redact and censor and um, whatever that basically they need uh, it you know converted or prepared with. I, I handle so most most of the evidence that comes through comes through me and then gets handed off to them. Just make sure you don't accidentally put in some farts and yeah. Let <laughs> me answer a couple things. In Actually, my last deliberation here we have you know. <laughs> I know. I know. Was, uh, officer, I swear I wasn't doing anything bad. I, <laughs> <laughs> so instead of the the redacted bleeps, you're using like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead, instead of like, instead of just muting it or a, a tone of of some sort, the nine one one calls now have, uh, yes, officer, my address is a. <laughs> uh, yeah. Exactly. Oh boy. <laughs> did, did we get a game of Crazy Plumber? Uh, I did play one. Yeah. Oh, I'm done. Actually, through playing that game, I noticed I got two brand new joysticks. Um, they're the dom dominatrix joysticks, or whatever dominatrix or whatever. They're not original. <laughs> hey now, that's per <laughs> Um, so what, the left one is not working as well as it should. So I mean, it happens to the best of us, Glee. Yeah. Sometimes my right one works a little bit better than the left one, yeah, but you know, it's a package deal. 
You have to kind of. Oh, yeah. The problem is, is yeah. the dominatrix joystick. You're, you're supposed to be operating those with your mouth. So. Ooh. Oh, okay. <laughs> or some other orifice that happens to be handy. Oh, I. <laughs> some sort of waist high, you know. Dominatrix? I'm pretty sure it's not Dominatrix. Dominatrix doesn't sound right. Dominatrix, I'm pretty sure it's not. I'm sure it's not. That's not. That's a totally disturbing song to hear. Yes. All right, I, I linked it in chat. That's what I got. There, there were great replacements for the original joysticks. So I couldn't find any originals for it. So oh, this is the next So Dominic. now we're the new originals because someone new. had a, a band named the, the Originals. So we became the new originals, and then we changed our name back to the originals. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, love Spinal Tap. <laughs> I like uh, Randy does good stuff. Groovy Game Gear. Where's Mock at? Seabart uh, said Mock's coming over. I don't see him. He's a no-show today. Hmm. Yeah. Gimp hood. I do. Ha I can I just give a little. Um, You'd be amazed at how many gimp hoods there are on Amazon.com. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what a gimp hood is. Oh, the link. <laughs> Not looking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Dominatrix reminds me of. <laughs> I like the dog one. <laughs> uh, oh, on Amazon even. That's yeah. yeah, go to the go down a little. It's the dog. Oh, the dog one. Yeah, the dog ears. What in the I hell? I like the name of it though. Faux leather, full gimp hood mask. <laughs> Locking eyes, blindfold bondage. Wow. That's good. So you can get it for you know thirty five ninety with Prime. Hey, we'll all get one of these. Hoods and we'll have like, although that one is that's like twenty bucks. That's incredible. We'll have like a gimp hood um arcade hangout one night. Do right? <laughs> 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 we'll they have the inflatable ones? Inflatable? Oh yeah, yeah. Hmm? <laughs> Wait, that one looks what? like what? <laughs> There's a dog one. Oh yeah. I just laughed like thirty slaps, and now you're you're like what? And I'm like, <laughs> I can't get every drop. Damn it! Yeah. Ah, where's the issues where there's someone sticking their tongue out the hole? <laughs> well, one person gave one hood three stars because it was not shiny as pictured. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's important, people. What happened? leather. What happened to Brad? Oh, he disappeared. Maybe family stuff. He's not he said he was not feeling well tonight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, he's, he let us know that he'd like to be ill. Um, <sighs> oh, I just discovered something new I can do. Sweet. Uh-oh. I can start a sound in a different palette, and it shows up in, a, in the other palette so I can, I can stop it. So I can, like, combine different sounds from different palettes. That's awesome. Fucking sweet! Oh, maybe that's too soon. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. So, can I just say for... Um... That's the best one. Say for who? Say for what? Say, um, say you are. 
Oh, that's foreigner right there. Yeah. Yeah. Say you will, say you won't, make up your mind tonight. <laughs> I actually don't have that in here. I have the song, but I didn't keep that in here. I, I kept uh, a few other foreigner songs. <laughs> and, and my favorite power ballad of all time. <laughs> what in the hell? Yeah, blow up. Whatever the hell that is. Currently unavailable, though. <laughs> For a girl like you. <laughs> oh, my God. So I don't know what to bring to BroFest along with me. I don't know what. Oh, like, I'm giving you some. Just give it to him. You're going to all that we require. A thong, water wings, and a <laughs> No, I mean, do I bring, like, um, entertainment? Movie tassels? Yes. Tassels, nipple tassels, okay. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yep, yep. The, the clear butt plug that we all enjoy. <laughs> uh, preferably the one with the tail on it. Oh, yeah. You <laughs> need a handle. Well, Andrew, like, if you bring... This is my question. I don't know how big the fridges are in the cabins. Um... They're like beer. They're like, like apartment like size. Yeah, they're like the half size fridges. So like a case or two would fit no problem then, right? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm I'm looking down because my cam is like way higher than my laptop. So <laughs> it's 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 a little high, but that's okay. Yeah, I can't lower it any lower, so Silver Let me see settings here. Uh, that is how my Mac cam looks like, which is like looking straight at you guys. Pure darkness. It is not. Darkness is spreading. Dark. The prison ain't me. Oh, can I see? <laughs> All right, that cam sucks then. Oh, <laughs> yes, that's what I'm talking about, Andrew. Oh, currently unavailable. No. Oh, oh yeah, that one, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've checked that one out numerous times. It's <laughs> in my wish list. Yeah. Just buying them all up. <laughs> That's right. I signed up for the email notifications. Let me know if they have it again. Mm -hmm. Oh, you did? Oh. That'd be a great email to get. You know, I, I think my suggestions are going to be really thrown off now. <laughs> Uh, you know, I was going to talk to you guys about the progress I've made on my iRobots vinyling and team holding. Yeah, Honestly, yeah. looking at all of these links about bonded latex products, I'm not sure that it would really be <laughs> engaging for me to talk about my fucking iRobot. Well, it kind of ties into vinyl wrap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I'm putting a wrap around all these size wood. And basically what I'll do is I'll provide some sort of like narrative background while y'all can put up really nasty links for various <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just thought of something. How funny would it be if somehow the porn music I have is, is like patented or copyrighted on YouTube oh, and, yeah. and that's what the show gets banned for. <laughs> 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 like, 
What yeah. what is that music that background from? I don't even remember how I found it. It was a it was in YouTube. It was just like if you do like a YouTube like porn music or what yeah. you know seventies retro you know whatever you're searching for. It's uh, <laughs> probably how I got like a third of the sound effects that I that I found is just like searching <laughs> on YouTube because yeah. then I just um, converted to you know rip it the yeah. audio. It's funny, I did a, um, I, years ago I wrote a script for a um, video on juvenile delinquency and help explain things to people, and it, it's gotten, it's like a huge hit in terms of legal videos. <laughs> you know, yeah, it sounds hilarious. Right? <laughs> oh my god, it's awesome. But, yeah. uh, but some of the background music that our, our um, production department put to it has kind of that porn music feel to it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh -huh. it, it, it <laughs> but it is one of those things where you're like, okay, what what kind of music can we get without having to, you know, implicate any kind of trademark or copyrights or things uh -huh. like that? But it does make in making it sound like this documentary is, you know, kind of cornish, but then without any kind of actual action. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was going to be your theme song, Carrie, but I ended up going with Man Eater. But this might change. It's so quiet. Oh, uh, yeah. I think, I, I think yeah. it like a, what, about, what about the Duran Duran Hungry Like a Wolf? Oh, we got. Oh, oh, that's that's in here somewhere. Yeah, that one's at least better. I'm not a big fan of Man Eater, nor. Um, but that's the hard part. Like when when it's like, oh, that can be amusing, but on the other hand, I don't really like that song. Oh, interesting. Like I have fond memories of that song. The man eater was Holland Oats, right? No, it's Duran Duran. Oh man, oh man eater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Holland Oats. Yeah. I'm really woke. Gary Newman, our friend's electric for mine. Did you know that song? Cool song. I think uh, if you ever watch the TV series, from Britain, I feel like I should be roller skating backwards. <laughs> right. Hey, hey, watch over, watch, watch out who you run over on those skates. <laughs> oh. old, old hammerhead. That's right. <laughs> and of course, Carrie, you've heard this like six thousand times, but each time. Things that change, my friend. There we go. Ah, oh, the power ballads. I miss them. This is the newest thing. Um, just test out four. four oh, we ruined the mood there. Thanks, thanks, ass. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we're just sliding, we're just sliding whistle down. Huh? Oh, oh, good call. You know, if, if, if we have the boner has recessed. It is, the turtle is frightened. <laughs> I do have my arcade story to finish telling, but that's okay. All right. <laughs> go ahead and back that baby up. Let's go for it. I was, so I'll, all I will say is that, um, so last week, I or I'm sorry, arcade stuff and things. <laughs> Was that last week? No, it was, yeah. And yeah. I was about the quality. 
That was, you know what, and honestly, like, that was just, a, that was just a week of late nights. Like, I remember staying up video late night on Sunday, on Tuesday, on Thursday. I'm like, oh, sweet Jesus, I must rest. Um, so, yes, anyway, for Kate's stuff and things, I believe that I fucked up my uh, vinyl for iRobot on air, which was fabulous. Somehow it was not, like, layer and then while I was doing so I hadn't trimmed it well enough and you know, we could discuss the importance of it. Um, it flopped down onto the bottom layer because you know iRobot it's much like uh, thank you like Major, Major Havoc and um, Firefox where you have a top layer on the base and you have the bottom sides and I'd already done the bottom sides. For any of you who are thinking, hey, I should vinyl my iRobot to the fucking top first, then to the bottom, gravity, uh, or trim it really well. So anyway, uh, Andrew had suggested using Peter's tape. So I did that. It actually worked beautifully. And um, I had it much more closely trimmed, my bottom base, my, my bottom layer. So I kept my top layer. Um, so it was very neatly trimmed. It was very neat. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't much of excess to have to deal with. You could just deal with what was necessary. And maybe just right, a Right, right. There wasn't, yeah, no no extremities. There was no, like, extra excess just flapping out there. Nope, exactly. You know what was really necessary without having to get... You know, if I I could have gotten more precise with my trimming, but it sounds know, like it was just right. It, I think yes, it was just right and worked just perfectly. So I it put was just right. <laughs> so I put tape, painters tape around the edges um, before I before I vinyl the sides of my iRobot, the sides of them, um, and then I trimmed with a razor. Make certain that I could, uh, get it out appropriately for where the T-molding slot was. Removed all of that, and then put in my T-molding. And um, so the base of my iRobot, for the you who don't remember, and I can't imagine you don't remember every little nuance of my iRobot. Uh, the I the base of the iRobot was definitely really not every inch. Yeah. Maybe well, I rely on you to describe it. Yeah. <laughs> It was fresh and new and, well, dare I say virginal in terms of it was the first time the wood had been cut and laid and put into place. And it came to me just that way. So, yeah, it's kind of quiet. Um, your sound effects, Jim. Better? Yes, exactly. I want I, virginal wood. Um, so, good night, Chris. Chris is going to bed. Oh, Chris is leaving us? Oh, oh man, I'm, I'm falling asleep. I'm sorry. Yeah, I really would love to stay up later. Ah. I'm done. Until <laughs> next time, guys. Thank you. I'll see ya. <laughs> so I finally get all my fucking vinyl on. And, you know, so I'd re-vinyl the sides. I've gotten pretty good at vinyling, you know, oddly shaped wood. Um, so I've done a lot of vinyl work at this point. Woo! Yay. So I got to put my tea molding on, and this this so the base of the cabinet was because there was some water damage to the iRobot. They redid the, a carpenter redid the base based upon the um, some 
measurements of an original, I think it was actually Rich from the Sultane who might have provided it to the guy I bought my paint from. And uh, yeah, so his router probably was not entirely set for what it was that Team Holding needed. It was a little bit large. Oh. Too large? Size and it could be too large. I would have preferred it to be maybe been a little bit too small because then I could just pound it in a little bit harder with the. You can kind of work it how you need to. Yeah. But at this point, when it's so big, it's a little bit floppy, and you know what are you going to do? You just can't get it into the group and get it to stay all that. Oh, we'll we'll get along famously. <laughs> yeah. No problem. Excellent. Good to know. So uh, yeah, that was a sad discovery. When it's like, oh, the slot's too big, or perhaps the T molding's too small, but really it's the slot that's too big. Right, so, that's, slot. That's, that's, that's totally sexist. Well, but it's true because the T molding comes in a standard size and slots vary. Slots. <laughs> you know, those slots vary. Oh, shush. Keep it down now. Those slots vary. Yeah. Oh, nicely done. That slots vary. Yeah. Well, it should be. I mean, it could be. I mean, yeah. is it? Nicely done. I used to love that song, too. It goes right along with the Manic Monday. It was the same era. Um, oh, so bottom line, Clav, thank you, Clav, Kayla B, Clav, however you want to call it. Um, suggestion of using hot glue. So hot, so gluey. It was perfect. Um, I've done, actually, the top bit of, top strip of tea molding. It's a pain in the fucking ass. And the oh. Yeah, the picture of it is, I love doing tea molding. Like, there's nothing more satisfying than putting tea molding in it. You're pounding it with your rubber mallet, and you're like, it looks good, and you're pounding, and it's awesome. And good pounding. a good pounding is perfect. That's medicine. It, it really, it pretty much is. It's like, it, it's like the best part of your day. Like, oh, that was a great pounding. <laughs> the best part of waking up is pounding tea molding. In your slot. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice look. And it's very when you have your slot, when you realize your slot doesn't work with the team holding you have. That happens to the best. Wait a second. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't happen to the best of us. So I've done the top part of it. It works, but basically it's hot. And it would be helpful if I had another person here to help me with. Um, it would be like putting a little bit of hot glue pushing down the tea molding but you know on the other hand you need to leave enough room for the hot glue gun to get in there so mm. there's more hot glue and pushing it down and then what I was doing was I was using some painter's tape in order to tape it down to hold it into place for the hot glue to dry because um, so I did that all around the top I still need to do the base of the, so there's on the iRobot there's two sets of tea molding so um, probably tomorrow night I'll, I'll finish it up but anyway so big thanks to uh, to 34K to Andrew for the suggestion on the fingers cake that was beautiful. That a boy, Andrew, way to go. Woo. Props, big. Uh, yeah, big props. That worked great for doing the um, for doing the vinyl and and for all the people on Kayla V who had the discussion about what do you do and your your slot is too big for your tea molding and your groove is not. You see a counselor? No. <laughs> <laughs> There's no top therapy for that one. It's all about the physical. 
Um, that was the the hot glue was the suggestion that basically I took and ran with other you know, people giving number of suggestions. The hot glue was fantastic, and I, I didn't even I have like a regular crafting hot glue gun, and it's worked great. It looks it looks terrific. So when I see you boys next, um, I I will have the bottom the bottom strip of my T molding done, and I will be done with the base of iRobot. And I will not have wussed out by merely painting it and saying good enough. So will we get to see your bottom next week? Your I, I mean, the iRobot bottom? If you want to see my bottom next week, you can see my bottom next week. Yes, I'll show it. <laughs> you can see it right now. It's still a work in progress. So you probably want to wait until you can you know, see the whole thing all complete and looking good. <laughs> no, I, I like progress shots. You want, yeah. you want to, okay. You can. You want to see a progress shot? I can show you a progress shot. <laughs> it won't. It won't be that exciting though. But I'll take you over. I mean, let's face it. You, you know, you're in my my living room, so it's um, where iRobot is. So you can see. There we go. All right. Oh. So for those of you unfamiliar with the iRobot. Here I am on the floor. So uh, let's get a good shot on the side. I'm trying to get it where the light is. So there you go. So this is the top T molding. And uh, you have the lovely, so you have the top vinyl. You have the T molding that came with, that uh, I used the hot glue on very well and then the bottom part is right down here Oops. and this and so and you know and honestly originally I was like because I was like how the hell am I gonna get it on here because I can't easily flip this game around like um, to pound it in by, <laughs> by rotating it oh, that's fine <laughs> by, by rotating the game because you know, it's a fucking 200 and some odd pound game. Oh, I think um, it's more than that. Yeah, well, it's that could be. Yeah, it, it is more, it is heavier than, um, like, my beloved Defender. That is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Way heavier than Defender. Yeah. <laughs> Even though they're they are snuggled next to each other and both savvy, fantastic games. That's all that I have. Um, they're, they're pals now. They are totally pals. They, maybe. I don't know, one's Williams, one's Atari. They might have their issues. But anyway, so this bottom part, I was a little bit worried about, you know, how do I, because usually team molding goes in really well, you know, when you're pounding it. But um, given the fact that I have a, you know, that the, the groove here is a little bit too large, I think it will actually work out well that I'll just, all I'm doing is pressing it in. And then um, there are parts where I pounded it a little bit. But uh, but anyway, so there you go. That's that's the work in progress. I can show you the other side. I don't know how it will work out. This is a little bit darker on this side. But uh, yeah. So it's, so it's looking good. I'm super, I, you know, each morning when I walk by it, it makes me kind of excited to see that I have this. The, have the cheat molding on. I will say this: I've discovered that the, you know, because it was uh, the guy I bought it from. It was a carpenter friend of his that he gave the measurements to, and unfortunately, I don't know how well I can show this, but mm -hmm. he he cut the groove a little bit high. There we go. Um, 
on this so you can see where the T-molding sticks up. And honestly, there's just fucking nothing I can do about it unless I were to like Bondo that and then completely and, and then buy a router or a Dremel tool and recut the whole fucking thing. There's hmm. nothing I can do about this because it's just. You need to trim the T-molding back somehow. The right yeah. You wouldn't want to use Bondo to build that up or anything like that. Yeah, no, that's kind of what I was thinking too. Is that it would be best if I just went ahead and you know use something to trim it a little bit so it wouldn't stick up. Now, in reality, is anyone going to notice this other than me? No, but you know, but I notice it, and so it it probably be worth trying to file down or something. It's maybe an eighth of an inch that sticks up. Are you having an earthquake right now? The tassels, the tassels on your lamp behind you and the paper are like going crazy. Remember all the lights so you guys can see. It's like fucking shaking back there. My ceiling fan turned on. Uh oh, paranormal activity. <laughs> so, so that's what it is. This is it's the ceiling fan. I just hit all the fucking light switches. But the, so the guy that I bought this house from, like, has like it's like light switches galore. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, the decor up, very nice. Yeah, thank you. Um, and then then there's like more light switches. You're like, and, like he was a um, actually a member of the fire department. He. I love those those flat uh, fat switches. Those yeah, are the the, the decor is. You can just go, and oh yeah, so, and that's what I yeah. did. And it turned on, it turned on my ceiling fan, voila, which I've now turned off, um, which was blowing my the tassels on. Actually, it's my ex husband's lamp, but I was bequeathed <laughs> a number of antiques and other decorative items when we divorced. It was like my consolation prize. After that, um, <laughs> so. So I got uh, his his uh, parents like me a lot, so they actually uh, had wanted me to have a number of things. But uh, yeah, no, some of the things I really got. It's, you know, hey, my consolation prize. Your marriage didn't work out, but hey, look at all the cool shit you got. <laughs> Where, where's the uh, showcase showdown sound? Right. Oh, <laughs> I, I miss one, and everyone just gets on my case. Be sure to get your dogs and cats neutered or spayed. <laughs> Bob Barker with that long, thin microphone. That long, I know. I want one like that. Yeah. And then he goes off camera and he fucking harasses, sexually harasses his the Barker's babes. Wouldn't you? I mean, come on, look at him. Well, if I were Bob Barker, like this, <laughs> what else is he going to get? What, what you know? What, you know Bob Barker. You should be able to get his name is Barker, and he's talking about dogs getting neutered. <laughs> he's a friend of dogs. It's like a sound clip. It's like a perfect sound clip. You gotta, you gotta clip that. Um, you just like press play on it. Why, why would I ever sample Carrie Barkin when she can just do it on command every time? <laughs> You're well conditioned. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. I, have, I have my handsome border collie next to me. Usually it's my little mutt dog. 
at this time. Oh yeah, let's see. Um, he's uh, not smiling. No, he's totally asleep. Oh no, he's awake. He's staring. No, he's at wide awake. He's like, what the fuck? Make that stop. And yeah. there's, there's there's my little my little butt dog is over in the corner. She's usually the one cuddling cuddling. I'm never alone. Yeah, the, the border collie does not look amused, even the least bit. No, the bo- he's a border collie. He's never fucking amused. Yeah. His relatives were inbred. He has no choice. <laughs> Deliverance theme. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> no. That's not what I wanted. <laughs> Hang the knee. Hit the wrong button. I'm adjusting levels and accidentally hit the play. Oh. I'm learning. I go. I just hit the view from my from my <laughs> I'm getting to see my dogs. That's super cute. Did you guys hear that? <laughs> I heard you playing the ukulele. Yeah, that's what I got. I'm learning. <laughs> I actually have one of those downstairs. I, I I won it in a contest, but I've I've never even tuned it. I've I've never played a guitar in my life, so it's interesting. Are you gonna bring that to Brofest play that on the beach? Uh, no, I will not do that. <laughs> Bro, Brofest, people who someone I can play saxophone should should bring a saxophone on the beach. Fuck yeah, we need like, some like Kenny G, like like Sonberg. Yeah. Or... Well, I do play a saxophone. I play a... But it's been a long time since I played. <laughs> you belong to the city. No, you got to do that. Uh, uh, Careless Whisper by George Michael. That's what you got to do. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, actually Wham, I believe. Oh, that's right. Yeah, before George. Yeah. Oh, Wham. Make it off the album, make it big. Wake me up before you go go. The the, the ukulele is like kind of hit it big in the Bay Area, or ukulele. It's a, it's it's a, a, it's a history. Best like music video ever. Ah, yeah. Yeah, the Family Guy like thing on that was pretty funny too. <laughs> <laughs> where Chris is all like walking around and playing the mirror and all the rest of that stuff. He's like, I don't know where I've been. <laughs> I, I like the Back to the Future episode of Family Guy where um, Brian goes up to sing and, and you think he's going to sing Johnny Be Good and he's like, here's a song by a gay guy. <laughs> and it's Rick Astley. <laughs> ah, such a good episode. <laughs> Hey, Jim, do you know this guy on called uh, Steve Mork? Yeah. He's right by you, right? Yeah, he's in Mankato. Well, he's in Mankato, which is probably a good hour, at least, from me. Yeah, I, I pronounce that Mankato, but that could be wrong. Yeah, it's Mankato. There's an A in it, though, not an E. Kato. Double origato, Mr. Kato. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's great, but it's Mankato. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Doctor Doctor Mario. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. Touche. I cringe when they say that like that. I'm like, what? It makes me cringe. Smile and laugh. Sometimes laugh. Sometimes smile. Sometimes no, I, happy. Yeah, he looks like he just acquired a nice minty video. Oh. It's awesome. It's a new claw pose. Fucking rare shit. Did you guys ever play that video pinball? It's like the one that's just a stupid like David's Midnight Magic pinball, but part of the control is like kind of like a virtual plunger or whatever. It's kind of neat. 
And if you ever seen the cabinet, it's kind of like a cabaret size. It's really skinny, but it's like super long. It's longer than a, than a normal video game. Too bad he didn't have any pictures next to another one. I'm I'm fading here, uh, Mike. <laughs> I think it's about time. I got I got a shit. What time is it? Two. I gotta get up in a few hours. <laughs> so I have I have a nine a.m. meeting too. How does this end if Brad's not here? Well, we're just gonna let it run, and it'll just—it's like why? Well, well, I'll just keep playing music until YouTube actually shuts this down, <laughs> plays it. That's Shazam, dude. Shazam is famous. YouTubers, thank you so much for tuning in. We love you. Thanks. Subscribe if you haven't already. Um, we're here every week on every Tuesday, whether you want to watch or not. We're going to talk, and we would love to see you. Thank you so much for your loyalty. Now that you're there we go. So, um, right. so good night. All right, all right kids.